This is a very long episode, so I will keep the intro short. I would like to thank Victoria Jenkins, Jerry Kahn, Rob Hansen, Tim Morales, and Chris Croft. All of these are people who have gone to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, uh, help support the network, and uh, I would encourage you to go and do likewise. Patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Thank you. Field. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club favorite. Yeah. Podcast. <laughs> we're, keep, we're keeping it. We're doing it. We're rolling with it. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, this week we're continuing and concluding our discussion of Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, this is a patron pick from uh, from Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, we're going to be Jonathan. talking about the majority of the game since we did the first chapter and kind of the uh, sub chapter uh, last mm-hmm. time. And we would encourage you to listen to that episode. And generalities. So now we can use shorthand when we're mm-hmm. describing combat encounters and such. We can. Yeah. Um, so uh, like uh, like your Baldur's Gate 2s or what have you. Act two of this is the bulk of the game. Um, we end up on an area called Reaper's Coast. Don't be alarmed. It's actually a peninsula. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the the party, you know, after this this teleportation that Malady did, um, we're on the on the shore and we can head for the beach and head on in inland yes. here. And immediately it, it's like for a CRPG kind of surprisingly atmospheric and gross, mm-hmm. like all of the dead fish and like void tainted you know, sea creatures washed up on the shore yeah, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a good set piece here. Yeah. This little void oil spill. Although I guess the, uh, the oil tainted void, void woken are going to come later, but yeah, uh, oh, they're yeah. still coming after us. Like the, 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 it, it really is a problem. These uh, bugs that yell like men uh, yes. s- spouting <laughs> up wherever we go. Uh, and we like, see it's corrupted. It's corrupted a beach and like taken over caravans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we see a wrecked caravan, which is kind of going to give us a little bit of direction here. Mm-hmm. And you can also kind of do the solution to a quest before you get the quest, mm-hmm. uh, here where there is a dead shark that is washed up on the beach. Yeah. And if you pull the leg out of it and then eat the leg, um, you get the memories of it. And uh, find out this is uh, two Moppets buddies. Yes. Uh, who they think escaped, but actually died from shark. Yes. And then the shark died, and the circle of life was complete. Yep. I mean, I killed the shark. The shark begged me to kill it because it was beached. And also the yeah. corruption in the water was too much. It Like, the shark yeah. is afraid of what swims there. Yeah, yeah. It's a mercy kill on a shark. Mm-hmm. The apex predator. Yeah. Um, but the person we're here to find, uh, is in this town called Driftwood. 
uh, which is, you know, a nice little place except for all the corrupted fish. Uh, but we're supposed to find <laughs> one of the worst smelling places we've dealt Pro- with. Probably. On the show, I think. On this show, yeah. I mean, Bonfire Sight has the fishing hamlet. <laughs> this is basically the fishing hamlet. There's yeah. so many barrels of like corrupted fish. Yep. In this place. Just laying around. <laughs> so disgusting. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but we're looking for uh, the leader of the Seekers, uh, this faction that is trying to find the Godwoken. Uh, this leader is uh, Meister Sivan, uh, but she's not at her house. Uh, there's a little girl there who says, like, hey, uh, the Magisters came and took her away, um, and we find her strung up at a nearby gallows. Yeah, and we have to save her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so pretty standard combat here. When we save her, she's she's uh, pretty sassy. Yep. Uh, with us, there's there's big uh, tough love vibes. Like you need, you should have already started your training ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, big you know, kinda, uh, Yoda kinda kind of feeling. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so uh, she's gonna have us do a ritual uh, here, mm-hmm. and we do this little uh, inventory combination thing from stuff in her apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, create the smoke, and we breathe it. We go to the Hall of Echoes. Yes. Um, and depending on who you're playing as, you talk to different people. Um, as Losa, uh, you know, I talk to my, my dark Losa, mm-hmm. you know, um, but ordinarily you would talk to your God. Yes. Uh, here. Yeah. So, uh, because I'm playing as Fane, um, I think, uh, no, like any kind of wizard would just talk to, um, would just talk to their, their race's God. Yeah. Yeah. Amadia is yeah. a, uh, Fane, Fane exclusive. And of course I'm like getting privy to late game lore stuff as it goes. Uh, but, uh, regardless of who you talk to. Uh, your God will teach you the spirit vision spell. Um, yes. Yeah. And uh, 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 no, it's so what you find, what I find is a version of myself that sounds like Amadia by using spirit vision. I determine it is, is Amadia uh, and just find out no big deal. She's bound herself to me. No problem. Yeah. Seems, seems legit. Seems healthy. Yeah. Then healthy coping mechanism. Good relationship. <laughs> um, so the, as the kind of the arc of this uh, chapter with this town as our hub, we are going to be talking to different uh, source masters to learn our, to, you know, increase our powers. Yeah. Um, every time we do this, we can get a, uh, another source point. So we have more flexibility with our spells and we get a new ability. Yeah. Um, and they do the thing where there are five different source masters, but we can only gain two more points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also some other information we have to get. So it is fairly open-ended. Yeah. Uh, here. And it doesn't punish you for uh, doing more of the Source Masters than you have to. Like if you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to go and, you know, look at stuff in this Black Pits area or whatever. Um, you can go there uh, and any Source Masters that you find in relation to that above and beyond your three. They're like, oh, you've exceed- exceeded what I can teach you. But here is a Source Orb that will like teach you skills. Yeah, here's a, here's a book, a high level skill book. Um, some of the, it depends on who they are. Some of them will join you on your ship mm-hmm. as merchants, uh, things like that. Yes, they'll join you in the end game. Um, so it, it's it's worth doing them. And they're also also pretty interesting characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Yeah. Um, she also says that you know the end goal to become uh, God, you know, become the Godwoken to become the divine is to find the well of ascension. Mm-hmm. Uh, the seven, the seven gods, each gave half their power to create this lake of pure source in order to make the first divine. And to become the divine, you're going to take drink it all. Yeah. 
Uh, and this is kind of setting up a little bit of a conflict later on that may or may not happen, depending on your relationship with your uh, with your crew, uh, which is yeah. there can only be one divine um, and you are rolling with three other people who each have their motive, their own motivation for wanting that power. Right. Yes. And if you if you do the CRPG thing, keep them happy and become buddies with them, they will let you yes. uh, do it. And the the way it worked with my specific. Uh, loadout that was very satisfying was that everybody who I had got a really nice little epilogue. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not going to become the divine, you get a pretty good consolation prize. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for them, um, we can find a list of all these different source masters in the basement prison of the Magister headquarters. Um, mm-hmm. It's worth noting that the Magisters here, we don't have a collar, and they didn't know that we were supposed to have one. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't. Uh, we're not, you know, shoot on sight. And we can do quests and stuff for them as well. Unless you turn Um, on spirit vision inside of a town, in which case they're like, damn you. And then they attack. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, ultimately, you know, all the magisters got to go. Yeah. yeah. AMAB. But the, uh, you know, early on, it's worth doing some stuff for them and kind of hanging around their zone to get some information. Yep. So I didn't kill everybody here. I did the sneaky stuff mostly because I wanted to, cause it's fun to distract somebody and then, uh, and then pickpocket them. Like that's cool. But yeah, I pickpocketed mm-hmm. the key and, and, and got the list and, uh, we, we get our hit list. There's a, there, there, there's a dwarf named Mortis. Uh, there's somebody named Riker who lives over in a cemetery. Mm-hmm. There's a lizard named Henag, uh, mm-hmm. Almira, somebody who's with the black ring, uh, Sahela, uh who we uh we recognize uh it says ifan is a is a source master is he, that true he's not a source master i think they just don't know oh they figure oh he's a he's a mover and shaker he must be for me he's a skeleton yeah. at the bottom of the ocean so yes for now for now <laughs> yeah um and then they also uh talk about blood moon island don't be alarmed it's just a peninsula <laughs> Um, which is somewhere we're, we're going to be going yes. eventually. So this is kind of our hit list, our, you know, dark souls title card. Here are the people you're going to go after. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of little side quests in this, but broadly the quests are kind of regional, um, and yeah. can be, uh, you know, kind of lumped together. Yeah. They, there's a lot of like, things. by going and doing one, you do kind of like a quarter of the quest for another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is which yeah. is kind of strange and you know as we get into this and as we start kind of developing um some side quests for our companions a lot of the companion side quests are actually tied in with stuff that you would do for the main for the main quest yeah yeah uh, w- one of the things that I, was very impressive to this game on revisit is the way that the the characters the game created all tie into the world history yes so like uh, in a way that is explicitly, I think, encouraging replays. Like mm-hmm. the Red Prince stuff is entirely different. You know, if you have him in your party. Yeah. Uh, the first time I played this, I didn't have him in my party. So there's a whole section of the fourth act that was just like, I went to a dungeon, fought some monsters for some reason. <laughs> you know, and, and there there was nothing to it, and it's very different. Yeah. Um, same thing I imagine with the uh, the dwarf subplot, which yes. starts here with Mortis. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have Beast in your party, I imagine you get a lot more context for that. You certainly do. Like you start doing stuff with the dwarven underworld. Um, like Lohar. the Lohar. Yeah, with Lohar, kind of the the mover and shaker. Uh, he's your uh, your uh, mob boss who lives beneath uh, beneath the city. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely in Act Four, uh, you get uh, you get a real payoff uh, for him. And that whole subplot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is super impressive how everybody is 
uh, you know, integrated into the main plot. Very few mm-hmm. feel, very few feel uh, kind of like tangential, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the way we find um, the, the first little thread here with uh, Mortis um, is checking out the tavern that's in Driftwood. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff you can do here, but the main thing we're trying to do is get down to the under tavern. Mm-hmm. Uh, very classic Forgotten Realms kind of thing. Um, this is where the arena of the one is mm-hmm. uh, for this act, and where Lohar, Lohar holds court. Yes. Um, who is like a dwarven mob boss mm-hmm. uh, here. Yeah. Uh, the legitimate face of this, up the uh, the actual the actual bar, uh, is tended mm-hmm. by Prudence. Like, huh, that sounds familiar. Oh, this is Niles' mob. Niles the Flenser. Mm-hmm. Prudence the Flenser. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the mother of Flensers. Uh-huh. Uh, and you, you can actually go up here. There's no quest for it, but you can go up, and this is where you can find Niles' room mm-hmm. uh, in the in the hotel Yeah. Uh, here with his... Uh, I love um, doing that was a fun little gameplay thing because people were watching me, so I couldn't pick the lock. Oh, yeah? Uh, but I could shoot a fireball from across the room and burn down the door, <laughs> and they, they did not care. <laughs> Where'd that fireball come <laughs> from? Just, why does that man smell like brimster? <laughs> yeah. Source, I don't know. Void woken. Um, the, uh, I got in there. I sweet talked her. I told her, oh, I, I've, I've heard of, I, I'm aware of your son's work. It can, is it possible that I could see his notes? She gave me the key. I just walked in legit. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that I, I, I uh, asked her D already yeah. flensing. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that I, I came out against flensing. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't mean it. The, yeah. No, no, I know. You can lie. It's the mark yeah. of a good video game. <laughs> um, yeah. Lohar is also looking for Mortis. Right. Um, Mortis has been uh, up to no good, and you offer to find him. You're trying to find him regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is also, if you have Beast with you, you're learning uh, early uh, kind of about this dwarfish uh, subplot here. Yes. Operation da- Tom Clancy's Operation Downfall. <laughs> Tom yeah. Thumb's Operation Downfall. Yeah. Beast thought that Lohar was in on it, uh, but Lohar actually is desperately trying to stop it. Um, and we're going to learn a little bit about uh, about what's going on with that uh, as we figure out what Mortis has been up to. Uh, you can go to his mm-hmm. house. Uh, you know, Lohar's men are here. They've turned the place over. Uh, they're keeping watch says, Hey, Mortis isn't here. Also, he's been hanging around with this strange priest for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's never a good sign. Nope. <laughs> uh, if you, if you have Lohar's, uh, by your leave, you can, the, the person who's sitting on a chair on top of the hatch will leave. Mm-hmm. So you can head down there. Um, and there is a little locking chamber, uh, that we unlock from the outside and people are like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, we were locked in there. Uh, once you get in, you have to do a little puzzle, mm-hmm. um, to get out. And uh, on the, uh, the this bookcase we find here, we find a note to Mortis. Uh, Mortis was meant to assassinate Lohar, but failed to do so. Right. Um, and there's also a note here that says that Lo, uh, that Mortis is supposed to perform the Mord Akaim ritual, uh, which will release a ton of source and make sh- uh, and also in addition to this ritual he will need that power uh to uh make sure that the weapons from the peacemaker make it to arcs uh we learned the peacemaker is this uh is this ship so lohar didn't want to get uh, messed up with this arms deal uh for a very understandable reason that we will see yes yeah, yeah. big atrocity stuff mm-hmm. big uh big power caller energy yeah um 
Lohar uh, explains that, you know, his people robbed these magister ships. They found this, uh, this weapon. It was way too powerful for anyone to have. He ordered it destroyed, but Mortis and his employer disregarded that. Right. Um, so we need to find the smuggling cave where he's at and deal with the artifact. Um, this kind of deals with the southwestern portion yes. of uh, the map. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're seeing uh, Mortis has this ability to possess um, dwarves. He's possessed most of Lohar's crew. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a lot of encounters this way uh, that deal with this. Um, there's a little castle. <clears throat> this is a fun encounter. That is guarded. Yeah. This is a great encounter. Um, I love that they have you in this bottleneck if you go in through the front, but mm-hmm. if you search the back, which they've set up traps for, yep. um, but if you can disarm those traps and get there, you can get a huge advantage. Like you can start in high ground. Yeah. Start up on the scaffolding, uh, up on the parapet. Yeah. 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 This is a great encounter. Everyone here also uh, dabbles in uh, the uh, the magic that uh, polymorph. Yes. So you end up with like a lot of people with wings who are flying around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody with spider legs just yet. That's real creepy. <laughs> yeah that comes later uh, yeah. and is it's very creepy and uh really good mm-hmm. um afterwards uh you know we we can talk to the spirit of this dwarven battle mage who is here with our spirit vision mm-hmm. um and she shows you an image of herself hunting a magister that was doing something profane here yeah um there's a statue here that is tainted this umbral statue that is spreading this corruption mm-hmm. that is tied into uh mortis yes um, really quick, you know, shout out to the uh, gift bag version of this because one of the things they did was make spirit vision last until you go to sleep or die. Yeah. Previous to this, it lasted for like a minute or something. Mm-hmm. Ten and it was a huge minutes. pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Huge pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. To just constantly recast it. Yeah. So. so that is good. And like, I, I I would forget to cast it, but there are spirits all over the place who will give you like clues. Like if you see a dead body that has like been placed there by a map maker, uh, there mm. um, will be an opportunity to speak with them and learn what's going on. You know, I I love how that pays off in the uh, the lone wolf mm-hmm. uh, settlement where all those people are haunted and don't know it. Yeah, you know, like they each have like a shadow basically. Mm-hmm. Of somebody they killed. And it's, it's, I love talking to the spirits and getting in their heads about it. Yeah. Uh, that's a very fun touch. Uh, this <laughs> game is a very good talking to ghost game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so all of this is guarding a place called Wrecker's Cave, uh, which is gigantic. Uh, one of the bigger yes. sub dungeons that we have in the game, actually. Uh, but it's a smuggler's cave. Got a skull shaped entrance uh, that costs extra, mm-hmm. but it's worth it. Yep. It, it establishes its curb appeal, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it's a horror show. There are spirits of terrified dwarves, piles of bodies, huge void woken. Uh, people were slaughtered wholesale by some kind of invading corrupt force. Yes. And this is a gimmick dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, this has this has a strong gameplay gimmick to it. Uh, because when you show up, you get to a certain point and you get ambushed by these void woken insects. We're getting these huge like, kind of wasp looking mm-hmm. void woken now. And they separate your party. Um, at this point, you may have um, a, a, you know, two pyramids mm-hmm. uh, to, to teleport. So you can kind of circumvent this a little bit. Yeah. Um, but the way this is meant to play is that every party member gets sent to a different place and there are different, uh, degrees of difficulty, but all of them are too tough to just go on your own. Yeah. Um, you are meant to be using stealth and all of your resources to reunite your party before you get into a fight. Yes. Uh, here. And it's very fun. Like mm-hmm. I, I love this encounter. It's hard as hell. Um, yeah. I end up going here early. Uh, in both my playthroughs, I got here way too early and had to leave and like get another level under my belt. Yeah. Um, 
but trying to find a way like, oh, like I can't find this key because this character doesn't have the wits to find where this is buried. Mm-hmm. How else do I get this door open? Yeah. Because, you know, my caster's right on the other side of that door. Mm-hmm. You know, shit like that. It was like extremely fun for me. Yeah. It, you know, or like, okay, my, my Fane is a wizard. He's real soft. Uh, not able to handle the bugs in the room that they put him in. Uh, so mm-hmm. I need to like save him for last because he is completely pinned down. Um, he has to and be that, rescued. Yeah, has to be rescued and just like uh, picking my most capable uh, solo fighter, starting with him, getting him out, and then just kind of uh, snowballing uh, my way up to uh, up to the highest challenge. Right. Yeah, and it's very satisfying once you get the band back together. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a cool way to show that, you know, if you've been relying on a lot of group synergies mm-hmm. um, with with your party, it will feel bad to lose them and feel really good to get them back. Yeah. Uh, here. Yeah. Um, we're also getting that that dwarfish plot uh, advanced. There's a uh, dwarven scientist here in this weapon chamber working on something. And uh, we find out through talking to them, if we have the right tags, that this is modeled after the ones that eradicated most of the elves with death fog, which is this like weapon of mass destruction in this world. Yes, uh, there was this huge atrocity that in order to um, flush out this evil organ- organization called the Black Ring, uh, the Divine Order used death fog uh, to wipe out huge sections of forest uh, and killed most of the elves when it happened. Um, yep. And this, this is a huge load-bearing plot thing. Yes. Um, not only is this uh, inspiring this this dwarven move, which has uh, potential, but ultimately is responsible for a lot of the cosmology that's happening. Yes. Um, you know, you don't do a genocide without consequence. No. Um, in this world. Yeah. Um, so I find Mortis. He's in this big chamber with a bunch of his uh, possessed buddies. Uh, and this is a tough fight, mostly because I've not really dealt with anybody who did necromancy just yet. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's tough. You can, if you kill him first, mm-hmm. uh, his buddy, the possessed buddies will go away. Yeah. And you can also do cheeky teleporter shit by pulling his buddies mm-hmm. uh, from him if they're far enough away from him and, and kind of weaken the party. Yeah. Um, when you When you beat him down, he begs you to let him live. Uh, and this can go a different couple different ways. Like you can extort various things from him. Yeah. Um, but since this is the the first, you know, all these people we want to get uh, source from, all of these different source masters will tell you different ways to increase your power. Mm-hmm. Um, and his kind of method of this is embracing the void. He talks about how source and the void uh, are basically yin and yang. To use more source, you have to embrace the void. Mm-hmm. And he gives you a source corrupted organ to eat. Yes. Uh, doing this expands your source capacity. Uh, and I'm keeping him strung along at this point. Uh, Mortis got to go. Uh, but... Yeah, Mortis is no good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that. I like that these mentors that you go and find are not good people most of the time. Well, it makes tons of sense because, uh, you know, in the first game you play as source hunters. Mm-hmm. You know, like you are, you, these are meant to be Magnetos. Yeah. You know, and we get a wide varietal of, of Magnetos. Mm-hmm. In uh, in in this thing, where like this guy totally fucking sucks, but like Elmira is actually mm-hmm. pretty solid. Yeah, you know, like you, you can run it, and uh, Jahan is great. Yeah, like you run into some of these people who are downright heroic. Yes, you know, yeah, and they end up joining you. <laughs> they yes. end up coming along for the rest of the game and helping you at the end in a very uh, very uh, fun way, uh, mm-hmm. or at least a heartwarming way. Let's say. 
Uh, but I press him for more information. Uh, he says that the peacemaker, the ship, the, the weapon that was in question was death fog. And he was operating at the command of queen Justinia. Uh, this is the dwarven queen that, uh, our buddy beast, uh, rebelled against. Um, <laughs> and he, uh, was given the power to possess people, uh, by one that the seven, uh, had rejected, uh, his, yes. uh, his, um, uh, you know, little advisor that was whispering into his ear, his patron yes. uh, here. And if you get him to name him, he's like, I can't do it. And mm-hmm. if you force him to, he's straight up, um, Abdullah Hazred's mm-hmm. like he crumbles, <laughs> uh, you know, like he gets taken apart by something invisible in front of you, which is cool foreshadowing, mm-hmm. um, of one of the primary antagonists of the game. Yeah. Um, we talked to Lohar, Lohar will be like, okay, you know, thanks for helping me out. Uh, you need to get to arcs as fast as possible and stop this death fog. Um, he gives you a name, mm-hmm. you know, he, uh, uh Royce or Rose, mm-hmm. um, and says like, tell him I sent you. Yes. You know, he'll talk to you. Yeah. Um, and if you didn't find the list of sorcerers in the basement, uh, each of the source, each of these quests will give you like the name and location of a couple of others. Uh, so he says, Hey, there's some people, there's this demonologist, Jahan. Uh, who was not on the list, but also says, yeah, we got Riker and we have Zahila over here. So uh, that's a good way for them to uh, have one quest uh, lead to another. You go back to uh, Meister Siva and perform the ritual again. Uh, at this point, Amadia gave me the power of source vampirism uh, mm-hmm. and offered herself up as uh, the first meal. And hilariously, uh, this becomes an option anytime you interact with a uh, with a ghost. Even if it, even if they are story uh, relevant, uh, is in yes. your dialogue, it'll be like consume source and like no no I want to keep existing and then they you know and then they're gone yeah <laughs> it's it's a it's a huge threat you can do mm-hmm. um, it's also foreshadowing what source basically is yeah you know if if the ghost you know these people when they're still around they're not they don't go to the hall of echoes when you consume their source they go to oblivion I mm-hmm. uh, hear basically like what source is or, or souls like this could be a reskinned from software game if you just called it souls yeah you know um and i love that when you run into real pieces of shit and you take them out and they're like hey you can't touch me now i'm a ghost the god king will Mm -hmm. you know will (laughs) let me survive him in the hall and no actually you know i I can i can eat you though yeah i'm Um, going and i'm going to actually yeah (laughs) uh this is something also that was much uh more integral before the gift bag Mm -hmm. kind of thing um, because the gift bag, you can make it so you get your source back on resting. Yeah. If you don't do that, you were just like cruising for ghosts. Yeah. Uh, and it felt very demon souls indeed. Like this idea of kind of turning you into a monster. Mm-hmm. Do have it's the like, power to fight monsters. It's like, yeah, you should be afraid of me actually, if this is what I'm doing. If I have the, yeah. if I have the chance to make you not exist by absorbing your power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this will also allow you to take out, uh, shriekers. Yes. Because uh, th- those will come back, uh, but this does the same. This pre- basically purges. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it should be noted also that uh, Siva was meant to be one of these source masters, but she got partway through the process of being turned into a silent monk. Oh, and lost her power. Um, so she was supposed to be the person who was going to be able to give you this stuff, and that's why she has to send you to these shady characters. She has to subcontract it. Yeah. Yes. Huh. To various monsters. Yeah. Um, Amadia is, you know, continuing to kind of let her mask slip, uh, because, mm-hmm. 
you know, after I take, you know, I, th- I think that I use like a dialogue option to say like, oh, this is horrifying. <laughs> like we shouldn't be. And she says, no, uh, we live in a world of lions and lambs. And this whole endeavor is about power, you know, be the yeah. lamb, you know, take, take power no matter what, uh, is kind of what yeah. she is saying. And, uh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, she, it was like she was brought in, uh, to talk to your local police department. Mm-hmm. You have to have um, a warrior mindset. Yeah. yeah. You, know, we got it. You, you are a patriot. Warrior patriots. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there are a bunch of side quests around uh, this zone um, here. Did you get, did you do the end of counting your chickens? No, I didn't. Um, oh, I. It's very fun. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, a, it's a fun quest in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get there, there are all these chickens freaking out because <laughs> all their eggs have been stolen right. by some void woken. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go there, you get the final egg. Uh, it's guarded by some void woken. You bring the egg back and you get a little treasure chest and you think that's it. Mm-hmm. But after enough time passes, when you come back, uh, the, uh, all the chickens are dead. Um, oh. the chick that hatched, except for, uh, and when you talk to the ghost of the main chicken, the chick that hatched had killed all of the other chickens because oh. it's tainted. Okay. Uh, so you go up in the Northeast section of the map. There's a character called, um, it's like, it's not magic cock. But it's something like a magic hawk. Okay. It's it's a rooster, a magical rooster, uh-huh. who uh, is a braggart about his fecundity. And ha- like, he'd be like, do you know you have a son? And he's like, oh, I have so many sons. <laughs> uh, like it's, uh, but you basically tell him like, hey, uh, this is your son. And he's corrupted by the void. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, yeah, kill it now while it's a chick. Yeah. Um, so, you you know, and you, you do so and it transforms. You fight it. Um, if you let it live, it will kill more things on the island. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's no good. Uh, but I love, uh, I wish I, it might be Magic Cockerel. Okay. Uh, but he's very, very funny dialogue yeah. from that critter. I'm sorry you missed out on Magic Cock. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's extremely uh, powerful <laughs> magical rooster. Yeah. No, yeah. I did the, I did the first part of it and I guess I never noticed that there was a, if there was a prompt to like go check back in. The, I don't know if there's a prompt. I think it's just when you come back, you see all the dead chickens. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, they're, 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 they just wanted to take care of their kids. Yeah. Well, their <laughs> kid was corrupted by, by the void. Yeah. Wasn't their kid anymore, man. Yeah. No, but I mean, void chickens, you know, it's, you, you, you want to take their eggs at the mayonnaise is more, uh, is more valuable. So yes. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, yeah. Um, um, it's a bunch of like small quests here as well. Yeah. Like quests that are just like little, like one time interactions with NPCs. Like when you learn about the beggar who is using his, do- his dog saying, Hey, I need, mo- I need money for my sick dog. Uh, turns out that he's put a, put a wounding collar on his dog to make it act sick. Uh, yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Sucks. I, uh, I took all of his money and kicked him out of town. So yeah, that guy's got to go. Yeah. Um, you didn't count on me being able to talk to dogs. <laughs> Um, those, uh, those kids who their friends swam away to Fort joy to save their mom and got eaten by a shark. Mm-hmm. Uh, sad. Yeah. There's a pretty fun, the magisters uh, are getting killed, uh, here. And there's a pretty fun little quest about figuring out, uh, who did it mm-hmm. for them. Um, they suspect this guy, uh, who they cannot find. Mm. Um, he's this inventor and you go and find him. He's hiding in a barrel of fish. In the uh, the disgusting fish works. Okay. And he's he says, you know, hey, I haven't done it. Um, you got to smuggle me out of here. Uh, so you get this, like, stealth mission to smuggle him out. Um, where you're sending your guys up to distract different guards. Hmm. So you can walk behind them. 
Um, and this will end up giving you a weird get out of boss fight free card uh, if you steal from him. Okay, because what's he, he has uh, an item called homemade explosive, which does, you know, basically infinite damage huh. uh, and skills with your intelligence. <laughs> Um, when you're in this fishworks, you also get to find the scroll. You'll learn about somebody who is uh, near Arks who makes an order for void tainted fish. Yep. It's like the one person who's keeping them in business. And there's a spell scroll you get here called Void Woken Fish Exchange. I got that, but I had no idea what it was. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it in Arks. Yeah. It's a really weird and clever little backdoor uh, to one of the quests. Huh. Okay. Um, that I think would be very hard to intuit. Yeah, no, I got that, and I was like, I have no idea why I would use this, or really what it does. Yeah, yeah. huh? Um, uh, also, at the Fishworks, there's a uh, there's a scholar, there's a dwarven uh, fish guy who is uh, uh, studying the void tainted fish. He wants you to eat the uh, the fish to, to test its side effects. Um, and eating the fish gives you like hallucinations, like it shows you the it shows you you know things from the perspective of the void book and that are hunting hunting in the area. Yeah. yeah, we're going to learn all about what those are. Yeah. Um, there's this crazy spider woman who's mm-hmm. down in the under tavern uh, who tries to seduce you. And if you head back in, she turns into a spider and wants to bite you mm-hmm. um, to get this uh, spider gift uh, for you, which is an increase in your stats. But you, you take constitution damage Yeah. Um, for it. At this point, um, I had so much trouble surviving. I did not want to give up constitution. <laughs> no, I. Yeah. Yeah totally get it yeah. um she's interested like she the other spider woman who we can talk to later in this chapter knows this one. Oh, uh it's fun if you do it because she can be like oh you've met her <laughs> like <laughs> we used to carpool yeah. um you know you can get you can get this kiss with everybody if you want to uh and then you can fight her hmm. um she has unique named daggers that are both really good oh nice um hmm. also upstairs from this um you can figure out who actually has been killing the magisters through this very complicated thing with the cook yeah. Um, at the, the end. Um, this is really good. Uh, she's been killing them and serving them to them in their food. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the special stew. And if you, she won't serve elves uh, this because if an elf eats the <laughs> stew, they'll hear the, have the memory. So you have to either extort her or buy it with somebody else okay. and then have your elf eat it. And you confront her and she's basically an extremist. Like she just hates the, the magisters. Oh. You know, and, and I'm like, yeah, fuck, you know, more power. You know, let's do it. Uh-huh. And then just came back and told the, the magisters a lie. Yeah. Um, at this point. There's another quest. This is a very eventful stew uh, because. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, the diarrhea quest. <laughs> yep. Hideo di- Kojima presents diarrhea quest. <laughs> <laughs> because um, <laughs> you can talk to a drunk in the tavern uh, and, you know, he tells this sob story about how some void woken attacked him and his business partner as they were running some wares through the nearby hills. Uh, you can go there uh, and deal with the void woken at the side of the attack. Get the get the locked box full of stuff. But you can talk to the ghost who says, "Yeah, my partner's a dick. He killed me and took all the money and the goods and ran off." Yeah. Uh, can you help me kill him? Um, and I did. Uh, which you do by going back. He loves the special stew. You have to taint the special stew, um, feed it to him. Uh, so he will go out into the uh, the outhouse uh, behind the yeah. uh, behind the bar. Your hint for this is that there there's another outhouse where somebody is sick, talking about like oh the stew was bad. I didn't you know blah. Um, and then once he's out there, uh, he you know he he will attack you, which means that you are not technically murdering him. Um, yeah, well he he'll be alone. Like yes. you you can murder him out of sight of other people. 
Right. Because if you start a fight in the tavern, everybody will join your side. Or join no. his side, rather. Yeah, his side. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. tried I tried uh, just doing a sneak uh, kill on him, and I got the entire town aggro on me. But if he yeah. attacks Which is first, fun. yeah, if he attacks first, then it's not technically anything you can get in trouble with. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a little bit like a hitman, like a hitman gambit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love uh, strategic diarrhea <laughs> uh, in video games. Did you do the uh, the prostitute? The prostitute? No, I did not. Um, so there's a there when you talk to the um, being bartender, he'll tell you, uh, you know, you, you have an option to ask for something more spicy or whatever than the stew, and he'll they, he's running uh, running you know prostitution, running flesh upstairs, mm-hmm. and uh, you can go up there and do it. Uh, which I, I don't do in video games for titillation, but sometimes mm-hmm. they hide interesting content yeah. uh, in them. Like here, where only one party member can go up and they lock the door behind you. And then you you end up, you know, having this sex scene. When you wake up, they've stripped you and you're, all your stuff is in a bag across the room. And there are all these cutthroats there mm-hmm. who try to extort you for money. Oh, um, and you like, it's, it's a very like interesting encounter because your character who went up there is naked, um, you know, doesn't have access to their stuff. And the rest of the party had to break in, oh. uh, here to rescue, uh, them and fight them off. Uh, when you go back and, uh, talk to the bartender, I'm like, Hey, you set me up. He'll be like, you know, I no, I'm, I'm really sorry. I know I did that. Like my daughter is sick and they're extorting money from me. You know, and you can be like, I'm not sure about that. And she's like, well, my daughter's in the kitchen and you can go to the kitchen. They're like, he doesn't have a daughter. <laughs> uh, and then he, he gets away. Uh, if, uh, if you let him do that or you can call him on and he'll be like, well, it was worth yeah. a shot. And then the waitress uh, sits down and, and asks you if you believe in she'll love it, love at first sight. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly that. Like, um, so yeah, you can, you can get really, uh, kind of punked here, but it's a really interesting encounter. Yeah. Uh, here, like your your naked character trying to make it to the clothing bag mm-hmm. to scramble to put on your equipment while the other characters try to run distraction. Yeah, I mean at this point, you know, you're really relying on your gear for the uh, for the armor, right? For the yeah, uh, for the damage you're, mitigation. You're soft, yeah, susceptible to all status effects without it. Right. So yeah. Um, there's also, um, there's a, there's a quest upstairs. There's a, uh, there's a captain who seems to be, uh, haunted by this ringing bell that only she can hear. Uh, you can hear mm-hmm. it if you have the mystic tag, which is neat. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, if you turn, if you turn on spirit vision, you see that her, uh, her drowned crew from the ship that he lost, they're like hanging out in her room, ringing bells to taunt her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you have to, there's different ways you can get them to chill out. I, yeah. uh, relieve them of duty. Mm. Um, I had gotten the hero tag. Oh, nice. Uh, from doing something. Yeah. Um, and was able to relieve them from duty. Yeah. Beast is somebody who, you know, people complain about him not being, uh, that tied in with the main plot, which is, which is uh, fair. Right. Uh, but having him as a way to open a lot of doors and just solve quests by having him drop seafaring dwarf logic. So, mm-hmm. like, the fact that he is a captain, he exerts his authority to uh, to tell them to stand down. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. The the next, when I play through this again at some point, I'm going to do the lone wolf mode. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm going to do Beast and If and Buddy Comedy. Oh, nice. To do those two stories. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a, an adventurer who is sleeping in one of the rooms here. There's a, a, a magic uh, footlocker at the foot of his bed uh, that it does the classic speak the word and I will open, you know, 
you can mm-hmm. just you know guess stuff if you have a high enough uh wits you can say oh just say the word and it'll open up or you can talk to the sleeping adventurer and pretend to be his mom mm-hmm. um <laughs> and he will tell you the uh he will tell you the password to get in there's good money in it yeah i wasn't able to do that because i didn't have the right stats for it so i stole the chest and carried it around with me until i had <laughs> enough lock picking to open it up <laughs> Um, which is fun. You took that chest hostage, dude. It talks. Yeah, I don't. I did talk. It was it was sentient. So, um, the uh, the Driftwood Arena is down here, and this is uh, the champion of this uh, this section of the arena until you get to the final uh, part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, the champion won't fight you unless you fight her acolytes in hard mode, which is blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really tricky. You have blindfolds you can't take off, and they give you the blind status, of course. Yeah. Um, the trick here is to use lots of summons. Yep. And uh, kind of manipulate lines of sight, like make them come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, But once you beat them, you can fight the champion. She's fighting you solo. She's really tough. And then uh, eventually the Void Woken that they have chained up for gladiatorial combat breaks out. And the two of you can team up against it and you can kill her in the confusion mm-hmm. um, to get a bunch of big treasures uh, here. And yes. again, the reputation for that. Mm-hmm. Which you will need uh, for a side quest in the next uh, the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, the area immediately outside of town uh, to the west is uh, called Reaper's Bluffs. And there are two quests out here that I did. Uh, there's business rivalry. There are two bridge trolls in the area. Mm-hmm. One which charges 5,000 gold and the other which charge, charges 5 gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one yeah, who charges the nice one and the mean one. The one who charges five gold, uh, uh, or sorry, the one who charges five thousand gold wants you to kill the other one because he's undercutting the 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 expensive business. However, if you kill the mean one, uh, the nice one will realize, oh, he was making a ton of money, a ton of money. I'm going to start charging fifteen thousand gold. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, yep. And there's, there's wait, this is not a, a gate. Like you can get past this. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a uh, down tree that you yeah. can cross. Uh, here um and you can also obviously fight them uh trolls in this game are tough really um, tough. the way that they work is they regenerate all their health every mm-hmm. turn unless they're under a status effect that they're weak to yes so one of them you have to poison one of them you have to uh set on fire mm-hmm. uh to take them out but also in this area is your first exposure to lava and you can use the uh polymorph terrain transmutation to just teleport lava under him oh as well no yeah. and you can uh, one shot all the things in this area if you'd like does that affect your um, um does that affect your ability to loot them later? No. Oh. Uh you could teleport their corpse off or you can uh loot them from like a little distance. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um there's a fisherman who's down by the beach who says he lost his uh wedding ring in the water. Um and because it has a little magic to it, uh, it'll attract void woken. You can find the ring, but then a bunch of void woken pop out of the water. Yeah. Um this is also a fight I tend to run into before I'm at appropriate level. Yeah. Um and and find this hard. Uh, there, but once you get, you can either keep the ring or give it back. Uh, it does have some magic powers. Yeah, there are so many waves of uh, of enemies that come here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the uh, northeast of the map um, is this area uh, called the Sawmill, um, which is kind of where we're going to do lone wolf and elf stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you have uh, if you have Sibyl here. Uh, I, I missed a good part of this content because I didn't use spirit vision inside the sawmill. So it was mm, a surprise to me gotcha. when you said that everybody here is being haunted. So there's to be a little bit of a book report kind of thing. Um, yeah. 
all of the lone wolves are holed up in the on the sawmill you're going to encounter um the elves out front um uh including this woman who is this elven woman who is demonstrating her power with this armor that seems to be like possessing her uh she uses spore magic to turn the magister into a plant that produces a pair of gauntlets and you can be like yes. uh dude this sucks but you can also uh, follow this quest line to get a bunch of uh, to get a bunch of uh, to get the uh, armor. armor. Yeah, yeah. This is this is part of the the uh, free DLC, the four relics of Rivalon. Yes. Okay. And they're added in, um, of which I did uh, one of, or two of the relics of Rivalon. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the captain's armor, which we talked about last episode, and I did this one. Mm. Um, I did not end up doing the devastator or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which is cool because it seems like it has a story to it. Um, and I didn't, uh, and it's not cool. I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could not figure out how to do the, uh, vulture armor, which involves completing a dwarven burial, rite mm. On this Island. Um, I could not figure it out. Yeah. So I looked it up afterwards. It involves creating this like void tainted mutton, huh. uh, to, to sacrifice at this like plinth that's down by Wrecker's cave. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't do it. Yeah. Um, but that's really cool. That gives you a nice set of armor. Um, this set of armor is also very good. And yeah. the way this works is that she is collecting the armor as you go. You could have actually run into her in act one, oh. um, which I didn't know until I was reading about it. Mm-hmm. And you, she will continue, like she'll be at all these different locations collecting the armor. At any point you can kill her and take the progress she's already made. Oh, nice. Um, and then in arcs, you can finish it off and make the set. Um, it tries to dominate you. But if you uh, if you have high enough persuasion, you can fight back, and it just gives you a bunch of really cool poison powers. Oh, cool! It's a very strong set of armor. Yeah, uh, the um, actual elves that you're looking for uh, is kind of a more official camp uh, over who are performing a burial rite. Uh, they had lost uh, they had lost a comrade during a during an attack on the sawmill, uh, which is held by the lone wolves. Uh, this mercenary group uh, who is uh, uh, kind of being puppet mastered by large forces. We're going to find out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is our first black mirror that we're yep. going to find. Um, the uh, the person who tells us this, because we had, we had looked for a Sahila, or if we remember her, the uh, blindfolded lady mm-hmm. from the first island. Um, and she said, you know, find, you know, find me uh, here. Um, we only find her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says Sahila has been uh, captive, left captive. And she, since she's one of these sorcerers, um, she can help out. Uh, if you have a Sibyl with you, you get a lot of quest stuff here. Yes. Um, <laughs> you, you can participate in the Elven funeral. Um, and there's all this stuff about the Scion, uh, which is part of the Elven culture, which is the person who holds all the memories of all the ancestor trees. Ancestor trees are what uh, elves turn into when they die. Mm-hmm. Um, so they need the Scion to restart after the gen- genocide, kind of become this link to the past. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this is news to Sibyl. Uh, who has been, uh, she has that slave mark on her, that wound that won't heal, that has uh, kind mm-hmm. of given her some selective amnesia. Um, so we can go to the sawmill. Uh, there's either the back way uh, or you can take the, take the front way, which is uh, one of the most heavily trapped areas in the game. <laughs> yeah, it's a sense fortress. Yeah. Uh, it, it's crazy minefield uh, full of traps and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get in, you can convince them like, Hey, I'm just here to hang out no. uh, if you want, or you can fight right from the beginning. Um, I know if you have, if, and with you, you can get in easily mm-hmm. yeah. um, here. There's not a lot of book report to the ghost thing. It's just, everybody has a ghost next to them of somebody they killed in a really brutal way. Oh, fun. Um, and we talk to the ghost. They will like, it's really, really like evocative you know, visceral writing. Mm-hmm. There's like the, um, <clears throat> dead eye or whatever their sniper 
the ghost can't talk because he keeps pointing to his throat and you have to mime reaching into his throat and pulling out a bolt. Oh shit. Really? Uh, before the ghost can talk to you. Yeah. Like it's all this like really creepy shit. Nice. Um, but they just want revenge mm-hmm. and uh spoiler, the lone wolves are fucking monsters. They're awful. They're the worst. Um, all these, all these guys are the worst. <laughs> Actually real quick. Did you run into the guy who was pretending to be the merchant in the hotel? In um, uh, so if I, if I did, I was like, huh, that's weird. And I left it alone. It's it's like this guy named Baron, and you talk to him, and you can tell something's fishy, uh-huh. but you can't tell what it is. And when you put on spirit vision, you can find the ghost of Baron and be like, that guy stole my clothes and <laughs> killed me. That's not me. <laughs> um, and he's a, he's also a lone wolf. like. Uh-huh. Um, and as, as you mentioned, we're going to figure out what the, who these guys are working for. Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, <laughs> we have to go uh, to their leader, um, through, and they have a whole little economy here. Mm-hmm. Um, they have shopkeeps and, and a potion master and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and, uh, if is either looking for this guy or Sibyl is looking for him or yes. we're looking for him because he has Savela, this guy named Roos Onlin, who is uh, repulsive, mm-hmm. um, you very heavily implied if you have ghost vision here, like this dude's a pedophile. Yes. Um, there are lots of dead kids. It's you a know, real, uh, that many true, to true detective season one kind of, kind of thing going on here. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and he, you know, Sibyl is like, this is the guy who sold her yes. to the master. It's not the master, but it's mm-hmm. that guy. Um, so it's like, you know, one degree removed and he's a huge dick. I don't think you can talk your way out of this. No, no, you do have um, to do this really difficult fight. Uh, he's a sadist. Like he is twisting the knife in Sibyl in a really sick um, and I would say, uh, like possibly even triggering way, uh, and yeah. in the, in the ways that this, uh, uh, a lot of aspects of this game tend to be pretty well observed, uh, or at least pungent depictions of abuse, let's say. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Um, Sibyl learns from, uh, kind of torturing this dude with their needle that, uh, the master's on the island with no name. Um, and before we can get, figure out what this is, we have to do a fight. Yes. Um, and it's a multi-stage fight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this fight, uh, in the room. So him with his two gigantic wolves, um, and his crossbowmen covering him in a very small room. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of saving grace of this is that there is a doorway. It's like two rooms, yeah. uh, put together. So you can use that and like use lines of sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that but this is a really tricky fight where it's like if you start getting geo effects and start setting things on fire like it's very hard to not be in the fire mm-hmm. um this is tough stuff yes um and when you uh he also has you know when you take him out um we get to learn what his uh arrangement is he's hunting the god woken yep um here and there's also in his, uh, we find out in his room, there is a black mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, we can look into the black mirror and we talk to somebody, but we don't know who it is yet. And he says, cell phones are bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He says, uh, wouldn't it be weird if we were the product? <laughs> um, the, uh, but these things are really creepy and become this weird, like, oh, when you run into one of these, like. This person's no good. Yes. Yeah. Honestly. And we're going to see, we're going to see who's on the other end of this. We get a slight glimpse of him if we try and talk to him, uh, but he disconnects before we can get any real information. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we came here to, re- to rescue Sahila, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we uh, need to get her out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, so uh, this is, the, this is tough. This is the toughest thing that I had done in the game so far because each of these lone wolves is really difficult in their own right and teamed up. You really have to manage your, uh, you know, you really have to manage your escape route. Yeah. 
uh, there, there's very specifically um, one person who is higher level than the rest, mm-hmm. who is kind of their uh, their ace in the hole uh, killer. Yeah. Um, if you talk to the ghost around here, you can get uh, the hint uh, that she does not like being wet. Oh. So you can debuff her by making it rain on her. Um, but this is a really, really tough fight. And you have Sahelia with you as, um, you know, a mostly non-armored support character. Mm-hmm. Who can be useful? Like she can heal your people, but they will make a beeline for her. Yes, yeah. Um, and this is this is all about using this defensible position. Like you're coming downstairs in the sawmill, they're coming from outside. You have all of the choke points. Yes. Um, from this initial place, so you can do a lot of uh, ch- chicanery. Yeah. Um, here, the- uh, you can also rescue here. Uh, they have conscripted a Fletcher. Um, if you rescue him, that's how you get your bow and arrow merchant on mm. your ship. Oh, nice. um, and that guy is great and has a weird secret property where if you sell him a piece of equipment um, and then you level up, he will upgrade it to your current level Oh, um, and sell it back to you, uh, which allows you to bypass the Sorcerer's Sundry's very annoying crafting thing that allows you to do the same thing. Yeah. Huh, that's really powerful. Um, no, I think this guy may have just ended up dying um, in the altercation. Yeah. The only way I, that I've managed to uh, do this was to be very cautious about who got aggroed into the fight because it's the entire sawmill uh, yeah. uh is, is you know where all these people are kind of like posted up and like i my successful run had me going for the back entrance um and not aggroing everybody up front um until uh until after i'd wiped out uh everybody at the back uh, because yeah. every, every time I died was when I went for the front and then everybody from the back came, uh, and, uh, sandwiched me in. Yes. Yeah. Um, typically like that's the way you want to do it. Cause they're, they're far enough apart mm-hmm. to not hear the battle. Yeah. Um, when we get back, we've rescued Sahila and she says something weird about, uh, you know, something disturbing about the, the tattoos, the scars on Sibyl's skin. When she kills somebody, she etches their name in their skin um, you know, we could talk to her about this and it turns out these are all scions. Yes. Um, she is the prime scion. Uh, she was corrupted by the slave mark and, uh, she was able to be marked because she rejected domination of the mother tree. We're learning about how this elven society works through this kind of like almost hive mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has been killing other scions. Yes. Uh, here is what she was being made to do as an assassin. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to find out at whose behest and why later on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she she was not just any old slave. Like they, they had specifically targeted her because she was vulnerable and knew where all of these other scions are. Um, mm-hmm. We, you know, all signs are pointing to the name, nameless isle here. Uh, they say, yeah, the mother tree is on this nameless isle. Um, and uh, Sibylle, when she gets there, she's going to have to make a decision about what she's going to do uh about the mother tree is she going to become the next one or uh Mm -hmm. is she going to continue kind of walking her own path yeah and sahelia has an opinion on this which we'll find out um she expands our source in one of the non-evil ways Mm -hmm. that can be expanded um just by connecting you to the the roots of uh, the mother tree under the ground the ancestor tree roots Mm -hmm. um this allows you to go back and do the ritual again um in the hall of echoes uh, to get your your final little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do so, Amadia is fighting off these Voidwoken um, when we get there, or your god, rather, is fighting off Voidwoken that have these immunities, which are really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get past them, this is how you'll learn the location of the Nameless Isle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when you return back to the real world in the Meister's, uh, in the Meister's basement, uh, Meister Siva's been killed. Uh, Void yes. slayers attack and kill her. 
So kind of our lead figure here uh, has been uh, taken out. And from this point, we can proceed. We have done enough. Yes. Uh, but yep. there's, you know, other things to do. <laughs> quite to quite a few about. things that are yeah. um, very plot important, specifically, like if you're not maining as Fane, mm-hmm. uh, unless you go to the Black Pits, you're not getting a pretty huge part of the story. Yeah. There's an area called Paradise Downs, uh, which is its uh, ironic name here because it is uh, being torn apart with like meteors falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where we find our buddy Gareth uh, here in a house. He's about to kill this magister named Jonathan. Um, and uh, this is one of those classic uh, Dark Souls things yeah. um, where you, uh, you know, it feels like the right thing is to encourage him to have mercy. Nope. Um which he does, and then Jonathan kills his parents. Yeah, and then you find, um, you find him at his family estate uh, digging the grave for his parents uh, that you inadvertently yep. got killed. Which you can exhume in front of him mm-hmm. if you're a real jerk and you want to make him fight you, and you get a cool dagger. <laughs> um, Worth it. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not I did not do that. I just wanted to see if I could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and of course, because it's DOS too, it says yes. Why not? Yeah. In, tell, in terms of Gareth's story, uh, encouraging him to do mercy here does have a, an outcome mm-hmm. on his ending. Um, there's two places where you encourage him to have mercy. If you encourage him to have mercy at both, he will not uh, get corrupted no. in the end, and you won't have to fight him. Um, but here, you know, I encourage him to have mercy, and the second time I was like, no, fuck this. Like, <laughs> you're right. They killed your parents, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, he's having this crisis of faith. Right. Like, yeah. you know, how how can I continue to follow Lucian when the people who killed my parents uh, did uh, did that in Lucian's name? Yeah. Good. Uh, good point. Yeah. Um, they're at the, the house nearby. There are some paladins uh, here and they have had uh, some of their companions turned into silent monks. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're debating whether to euthanize them like, hey, they're still in there somewhere. No, they're not. No. Yeah. Um, and I could not pass the persuasion to get in, but I was able to teleport in through a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. And when you talk to all of them, they say like, you know, you can be like, it almost seems like they're trying to say, kill me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah, uh, you know, you know, euthanasia and duck feed. So yeah, uh, took them out. Um, <laughs> I assume that was Gareth's house. Yes. It's right by there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a, um, another house in the area where uh, there is a healer who is at the end of their rope uh, is trying to help the sorcerer. Uh, you know, not, not a good thing to do what magisters are about, but uh, you know, says, yeah, I've got the sorcerer who has warped by some kind of torture, but there's nothing I can do to help. And you go to find her, uh, and she summons in a bunch of demons. And this could be your first demon fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are all called like, uh, you know, sadness, anguish, anger, you know, yes. the different emotions she has. Yeah. Um, you had to subdue her. You know, you can kill these things, but she'll still fight. Uh, she ended up dying. Uh, this go around. Oh no. Um, yeah. She, she tried to, uh, leave somebody who had an attack of opportunity. <laughs> Oops. Uh, who yeah, was just like, you didn't get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I got her to critical health and then it ended the fight. Like the, the, the demons despawned. Um, and then, and you know, my tags allowed me to inspect her and see that she was, uh, trepanated. She had a hole drilled in her head. Uh, and mm-hmm. so just did, did some impromptu frontier brain surgery. Uh, to pull out mm-hmm. a mind maggot uh, that had been uh, that had been put in there uh, to torture yeah. her. So gross. And uh, every jar of mind maggots you can find in this game Worth is precious beyond belief. 
Yeah. Uh, you, you combine that with a grenade and you get a uh, wide effect charm grenade that lasts for five turns. Mm-hmm. Uh, just incredible stuff. Yeah. Um, one of the other source uh, teachers here is uh, Elmira, uh, who used to be a Black Ring uh, character and it was a succubus uh, here. Mm-hmm. And she defected from the Black Ring uh, and put away her succubusing ways because she fell in love with a magister. Yep. Um, the magister, you know, it's, it's a Romeo and Juliet thing. All the magisters are saying, like, hey, go rescue our bro. Mm-hmm. And when you find it, it's like he does not want to be rescued. No, he's, um, he's just injured, and Paradise Downs is uh, Hellfire's raining down, so they cannot leave. Right. Yeah. Um, and in order to clear the path for them, you have to go and fight a gigantic winged demon called the Harbinger of Doom, uh, kind of up yes. at a cliff. Uh, basically, the end of the world uh, up in the upper uh, northeast corner here. Uh, mm-hmm. And the Harbinger of Doom is really tough because he does something that late game big bosses in this do, which is teleport from point to point. Um, yes. And he has a ton of AP and does, you know, wide ranging geo effects um, down on, you know, down on you in this little valley between his little roots. This, this is the biggest monster in the game that I killed by cutting its tendons and turning it into a chicken. <laughs> Uh, which I, I had, it took me a few run ats. Uh, the secret to this guy is to position your guys around the corner mm-hmm. so he can't see you initially. And he has to use a lot of his AP getting to you. Oh, cool. So if you get that first turn, you can mm-hmm. just wear down his physical armor and, and chicken him or knock him down. <laughs> nice. Um, when you get back here, you know, the, the way is clear. And she says that she, uh, you know, she's a succubus. She's sworn to the God King. Um, we've seen some rumblings of the God King before, mm-hmm. uh, basically a Satan figure, you know, in, the, in this, uh, this cosmology, we'll learn more about what the God King is. Uh, but the God King is no good. And once you swear a covenant with the God King, you are stuck, uh, unless you get a, a weapon called a sworn breaker, um, which is a sword, uh, that you can get, you can get two of these in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you can craft one and you can find one and there are three uses for them. Yeah. And hilariously, I ended the game with one in my inventory. Same. I just, like, for, yeah. Like I just like, I just, just in case. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you never know. Uh, Could be a post credits yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I want this in case I decide to like might fuck around later. Sort myself <laughs> to the God King. You know? what, what, get out of a timeshare, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I love uh, it's that's something you can actually do. Like if you, later you can meet the God King, and if you swear to him, you get this huge step buff, and then you can use the Sworn Breaker to, to cut the the thing mm-hmm. uh, and make him very mad. <laughs> um, but she's somebody who wants the uh, the Sworn Breaker, and yeah. our necromancer friend uh, Tarkus, uh, who is on the uh, the ship, is building one of these. Yes, um, getting parts of them. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so we, she wants us to go check out the black pits. She has heard that there's a schematic for one of them in there. Yeah. Oh no, uh, she she's yeah. He's not building that. He's building anathema. Yes. Um, she wants you to build this thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, uh, let's talk demon stuff. Let's do it because there's a big uh, there's a big corrupt bloody island up in the north, uh, and also mm-hmm. both of us have Losa, and we've got to figure out what's going on with this demon in her. Yeah. Yep. So we go talk to uh, Jahan. Uh, up here in the uh the upper left area um this is uh the the whisper wood or whatever it's called mm-hmm. um jahan is a solid bro um he stares inside of us and tries to uh you know exercise the demon but he cannot yes um you know he knows that there's this this uh the, what's happening is the god the demon coiled itself around your heart and now it's basically part of you yes 
Yeah. So it's going to take uh, a more complicated process uh, to make this happen. Um, and he gives her a task saying, hey, you need to go to uh, Blood Moon Island and deal with this creature who calls himself uh, the Advocate. Uh, and I will mm-hmm. teach you uh, how to use your source better. He's another one of these uh, source givers. At this point, he's just giving you skills, but it's worth doing. Um, and yes. as you go away, um, you know, I had Losa at my party. Uh, as as I started walking away, Jahan's like, hey, um, listen, under no cir- circumstances can Losa be allowed to ascend to divinity. It would be the end of everything. Like, yeah. when the time comes, you have to be ready to kill her if necessary it it's really interesting uh when you play as her mm-hmm. because he's keeping that back you know like you can tell that he's not being entirely uh transparent with you yeah um uh, about this uh there's other stuff you can do in the area um including uh what i think is maybe the hardest encounter in the game yeah um, alice uh the witch uh, here, the Scarecrow Witch. Tell me about this. I've heard, I've seen it mentioned offhand, and I know that you, uh, you, you tweeted about this. Um, just saying, like everything that's just the, the the crazy things that you have to do in order to make her vulnerable. What's up with Alice the Witch? Um, she's an evil witch. Uh, you can find a. Uh, she's the one who turned two people into cows. Uh, you can find uh, kind of in the mid middle map. Yeah, and uh, you need to. Uh, you know, you find a note where these magisters say they're off to go find her. And when you go find her, she's this bouncing scarecrow that's cackling. Um, and there are all these dead magisters around her in this huge field of fire. Um, she is like, you can find nursery rhymes about her. Like she's like a boogeyman character. Ooh. Uh, the kids in this zone. Um, I've never beat her legit. <laughs> uh, she, she, What's uh, illegit? What's the illegit way to beat her? <laughs> There's tons of illegitimate ways to beat her because awesome divinity original sin reasons. Uh-huh. Uh, the legitimate reason, the way to do it would be to be higher level or to like just pump your magic resistance because she does a, a thing that tends to one shot me. Okay. Uh, right in the beginning. But uh, you can teleport lava under her. Okay. Uh, if you move lava uh, from Hanag's zone um, <laughs> over to her, um, you can use, uh, you can always fill a indestructible crate with things that are heavy enough. That they'll kill anybody and teleport it on top of her. <laughs> um, okay. But the way that uh, I did it was uh, if you teleport her down off the cliff, she has to go all the way around and she has to go past Jahan. Oh. And if you aggro her when she's by Jahan, Jahan will fuck her up. And Jahan's, um, you know, is a beast. Yeah. Yeah. Jahan is is no joke. Yeah. Um, it's also the way I did uh, in Mortis's basement. There's a lich that he was drawing power from. Did you mm-hmm. Did you find that? No, I didn't. That would, that would probably um, be the priest that he was hanging out with, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can find that lich. Um, he wants you to free him. Um, if you do, he just says that he, you know, he needs source, like he's been starving. And you keep having this opportunity to let him go or not. But every time you let him go, he goes to another area and just kills people. <laughs> cool. Like you just find him feeding. And the game just keeps <laughs> tempting you. You can keep going like, well, one more chance. Um, uh-huh. And eventually I got, got fed up with it. Uh-huh. Uh, and didn't want to do that. And he's kind of where he ambushes you or where you can find the last point is by Jahan. Okay. So I need to have Jahan do that as well. I just teleported Jahan over to yeah. his zone. And it's like, it kill these people for me, Jahan, because I <laughs> fucking can't do it. Um, but, but Alice, I think it's Alice Masterson or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Alice is, is a, a really, really tough encounter yeah. uh, in this. And you get tons of experience and equipment you can't use. Is there a, killing her early. Is there a quest that you do? When you learn about her from the magisters, it becomes 
uh, a quest thing. Okay. And she's related to the two cows that got transformed. Yeah. Um, which are which are delightful, but you don't need to kill her to, mm-hmm. to help the cows. Gotcha. Um, did you do the the cows? I talk I I I talked to them, but I didn't pursue it. I think that their dialogue is very funny, mm-hmm. and they do a joke that uh, is kind of untoward. Okay. With it, uh, where you're talking to them and you can ask for their milk and they're like, Hey, you know, we used to be people, uh, you know, the, the, the one of them and the other one's like, you can have some of my milk, you know, and the other one's just very agreeable. Okay. Uh, and you can have just one potion, uh, to fix them. You can craft a second one, but you need a certain item, which I had sold and couldn't find anymore. Oh geez. Uh, so I had to choose and they do the thing where like, you're like, you say, I only have enough to, to heal one of you. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, Oh no, you take it. And they go, no, you take it. It's like, ah, oh, the first one goes, I insist. And the second one goes, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> says yes but that's the one that would give you milk and then when you uh change the cow back it turns out to be a guy oh uh with the implication that you uh garfielded you know <laughs> oh, like no. congratulations you're, gonna uh, have you're just gonna have, give, calves. give birth to a leader full of puppies <laughs> you know huh in the pursuit of milk you do the ivory slurp uh for comedy <laughs> okay so <laughs> fun huh yeah. Yeah, I did, I did not uh, pursue that. I'm I'm happy that I didn't get the uh, get the Garfield. Yeah. yeah. It it is uh it is played for co- the the dialogue between the two cows is very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh when they and going back to the one that's still a cow when you've turned the other one to a human is also very funny. <laughs> Cuz uh you know, what a, what a bum bum racket. Yeah. Um Jahan tells us the advocate is on Blood Moon and Blood Moon is surrounded uh by this death fog. Mm-hmm. Um there are two ways to get here. Yeah. There <laughs> Yeah, the one that's very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you can there's this kind of like broken bridge uh, with death fog and traps that you can teleport across. No. Um, this is the safe way. Um, the other way you can talk to like a Charon like figure, like a, a ferryman, who will take you there, but he just takes you through the death fog. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just go to the beach, and then all your party is dead except for any skeletons you have. Yep. You see, you just said I didn't say I, all. I told you was I would get you here. I didn't say I would get you here safely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I, I so I sent uh, Fane and Losa across because Fane had teleport naturally and I had Losa with the glove of teleportation. And I could, uh, you know, leapfrog them. And I sent mm-hmm. my other two, uh, my other two party members around the ferryman. And it was fun because I had to send <laughs> Fane, and Losa, Fane and Losa over to recover their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go do the corpse run. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but Blood Moon Island is fucking horrifying. Uh, this, yeah. you know, like we're going to find out the reason that this is corrupted is that there is an ancestor tree uh, that has been corrupted by demons and all of the um, all of the foliage has been demonified. So the ground is red. Like it looks like an area that the undead took over in uh, Warcraft three. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's, it's very creepy. And there's all these like little creepy details because nobody here is hostile to you. Mm hmm. Um, initially there's this like this little D and D crew, the corrupted pilgrim, the like forgotten knight, and the, the <laughs> abducted bride or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, we never get any, like they just have little one line dialogue things mm-hmm. and they never, uh, we don't get to find out what they are. But when you, if you aggro these guys and you fight them, um, the corrupted knight, uh, or whatever just melts, he doesn't die. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't leave a corpse. He just becomes this pile of slime. Like the idea that these were these constructs, like, yeah. The the demon content in this game is very good to me. Yeah. Um, I think the demons in this game are very creepy. Yes. And uh, I like a demon. I'm a demon. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. a demon. Including the advocate, uh, uh-huh. who is very kind and is trying to make a, a, a deal with you. Jahan mm. has said, by no means make a deal with him. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, you can do so. Um, he wants you to uh, go take out the Black Ring, which is tormenting this ancestor tree at the heart of the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I figure. which you know, twist my arm to kill Black Ring. Yeah, they fucking suck. Um, yeah, and this is a, this is a really hard fight. Um, yeah. particularly again, you have necromancers here and I didn't really have like the, anything to deal with them. Uh, the, the necromancers, uh, the reasons why this was tough, a, they used terror spells, which mm-hmm. just take a character off of the board for a couple of turns, right. As they, yeah. uh, as they flee and try to get away also necromancy. And I didn't have access to these spells yet for Losa who I ended up, uh, you know, was a summoner, necromancer, polymorph person by the end, just kind of general utility caster. Uh, but they've got the ability to chain their fate to somebody. So yes. as you do damage to them, one of your teammates will take damage. Yeah. It basically says, you know, you can keep hitting me, but you don't want to do it. Right. Um, there are all kinds of tricks you can do with that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, casting it uh, on people. There's a positive version of it as well mm-hmm. um, called Soulmate. Um, which allows you any healing and you can use that to kill undead. Um, Put that on an undead character and then just drink healing potions Mm -hmm. um, and kill them. Like there's a lot of cool tricks you can do with necromatic spells. Um, This is, is really tough. Um, I had to come at this from a really condensed angle, you know, Um, from the, uh, the right where there was a lot of cover and I ended up using the clear headed spell uh, from the pyromancy. Yeah school uh to resist the terrified mm-hmm. um but very tricky yeah um once you take them out uh here um it's like well i also jahan told me to kill the advocate <laughs> you know um he'll give you a high level necromancy spell you know he'll help you with the source mm-hmm. um if you uh if you decide you you want to go that way um but i also want to kill the advocate yes so uh, um and again fucking tough yeah his crew is uh, more well-rounded uh, than mm-hmm. uh, than than the black ring who are really heavy on necromancy. Uh, additionally, like a lot of them start from cover, um, like in small little destroyed outbuildings that are kind of uh, dotted around the uh, the tree itself. And they like to use charm. Uh, Beast was basically never under my control, and he was my main uh, melee heavy. So well, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. Charm is not fucking around. Nope. Uh, the the little secret I do for charm is I just charm back. Yeah. <laughs> um, charm will eliminate charm. Yep. Uh, I, I triple stamp a double stamp. Yes. It, it, it's exactly that. Yeah. Um, and at, you know, because it was the second time I'd played the game, I knew what to hoard, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I ended up finishing the game with this ridiculous, you know, like four mind maggot grenades, 10 charm <laughs> grenades, <laughs> like 20 charm arrows, like just ridiculous stockpiles because I was playing very conservatively and mm-hmm. had been saving since the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, until you know what are those high value things, it can be really tricky. Yeah, yeah. Um, here, um, but the 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 saving grace of charm, the reason why it's not like a death sentence, is somebody has to have their magic armor gone to be charmed, and at that point, they're susceptible to your crowd control. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also put them to sleep. Yeah, uh, the chloroform skill is a good thing to do on somebody when your party members is charmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, this is this is a tough fight. You want to do it though. You yeah, want to take out these fuckers um demons mm-hmm. and uh when you do uh we can talk to the spirit of this corrupted tree um depending on you know who you're you're playing as you either have to do this little side bit or not um yeah. somebody who i was with i didn't have to do this yeah um, um i just got the uh the info yeah sabiel didn't even understand what was going on here um 
when I when I, when I brought her up uh, in order to get her. And you want to do this anyway because there's a uh, you know important stuff for other quests. Uh, you want to get into one of these vaults that's on the island. Uh, and you have to have a really high wit skill to spot the entrance to these, actually. Yes. So I ended up needing to use clear-headed and uh, special gear uh, to get that. But you get into a vault. Special gear. Special gear. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you have to learn the tree's true name uh, because she has been possessed by a demon, right? Uh, and you find a journal. Uh, that kind of describes how she ended up like this. Uh, she had dabbled in demon summoning, thinking, okay, this will be powerful. Uh, and she figured, oh, I would just bring an imp. She didn't know that she would attract an archdemon who would um, who would corrupt her. And, mm-hmm. you know, the like you get a description from somebody else's diary of, like, the sorrowful process of killing their friend um and burying her and doing this uh doing this burial ritual that ultimately ended it uh, that resulted in this corrupted uh arch tree uh growing up mm-hmm. but the problem is when they killed her the demon jumped hosts um and uh that's how we got the doctor yes yeah yeah uh <laughs> who is uh the demon that uh, is possessing losa mm-hmm. and uh has been busy yeah as, as we'll find out <laughs> yeah uh we know his true name uh from this ancient yeah. source uh the demon that is possessing losa is a drama leak yep um there's a couple other things you can do on this island mm-hmm. um but this is the one of the big parts in the game that felt like it was the quest was designed by somebody else to me yeah. like you know how when you play video game you can find the the gerrymandering of like who's responsible yeah you, like, yeah play fallout 2 and it's like oh like i can tell new uh new reno was done by one person yes but the black hills was done by somebody else mm-hmm. um the little side quests you can do in this area are pretty lame um there's this uh order of monks who had freed or imprisoned people who were possessed by demons um, down in these various basements hmm. and, uh, you can, you have to craft this like silver lover to get them in, yeah. uh, get in and check them out. Um, and they're, they're pretty lame. Um, one of them is a, uh, a guy who made a deal with the demon to be, uh, to feel no pain. Oh, and, oh, you don't want to do that. Yeah, that's it. That's no good. Um, the demon, you know, granted the wish and the way the demon did it was like possessed him and feels all the pain for him. <laughs> so you, you have to, uh, you know, he, you fighting him. And he's just, you know, hurt me more, but yeah. you have to keep healing him and hurting him, uh, just to overload him, like have too much pain, like have him live several lives of pain. That's cool. You know? Conceptually. I can see that being frustrating yeah. in engine to do that. Huge pain in the ass yeah. in engine to do it. Um, there's also uh, a little girl who uh, is possessed by a demon who has a cat Okay, uh, here who you can help out. And she becomes um, a little side quest in Act 4, mm. um, who is pretty cool. Um, and there's just also some miscellaneous around here. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's stuff to do on this island, but it is. Uh, there's also, when I got here, was uh, Malady. Talking to the advocate? Yeah, she was she was um, walking around, but she was real cagey. Uh, she didn't yeah. uh, she she didn't say what she was doing. And you can talk to other NPCs in the advocate's camp, but they won't tell her, including the wishmaster. Yes, the wishmaster. <laughs> he's just a dwarf. His uh, name the wishmaster. Uh, he's yeah, part he of the party. <laughs> he's he's part of the party that you kill uh, with the advocate. You can talk to his spirit, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm so happy that demon who possessed me, that who called himself the wishmaster, was a real jerk. I'm sorry, yeah. I couldn't give you more information. <laughs> yeah. The wishmaster wasn't on the up and up. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, this is, uh, I was thinking about this in my second playthrough because I'd forgotten about it uh, since the, the shoe does not really drop with Dark Melody. Yeah. You know, uh, Melody is kind of just like a pragmatist. Mm -hmm. um, I think that this is a little bit of just a red herring, you know, to make you just being a, a totally solid bro yeah. for the entire game. Yeah. No, just uh, um, the, the game is trying to convince you that she is breaking bad um, in some way. And as you talk to her, like she describes, oh, the reason I'm helping you, like, I really don't care. I really don't care what happens to the world. I need a god to owe me a favor. Yeah. I never learned what that, like, what she was trying to accomplish. So, the sequel hook. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, I don't, it's not going to happen here. She, she's also sweet on Losa. Yes. Uh, but my Losa was in love with Sibyl. Oh, so. well. She you know, could not uh, could not do that. Yep. Um, when we go back to Jahan with the true name, um, he uh, you know we find out that uh, the demon was the doctor. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, that's no good. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's just like, oh, that's that's really no good. Yeah, he's like, um, he's my peer. Like I've had yeah. dinner with him. We've shared we've shared wine. We've talked about women. <laughs> like, uh oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he cannot exercise you. He tries uh, again, and he just can't do it. Mm -hmm. um, and he says, uh, basically, uh, you know, um, as she's uh, kind of being, you know, falling and falling more in his control, you can, uh, as her, you control her coming towards her friend's light. You okay. Know, the, the, the friends will call for her, and you'll come to the light. Um, otherwise, you pull her out, and this kind of can begin the romance. Yes. Um, with her. Yeah. You know, just basically like from your perspective, you have to tell her, hey, there's a reason for you to fight and live like we, yeah. you know, we need you. Um, and the way for that to become the relationship hook is to say that I need you like I can't, you know, I, I can't do this without you, basically. Um, but you can do yeah. it platonically, too. Or you can say, ah, stay down. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. Um, they don't give up hope, though. They're just like, we need to find uh, a drama leak in his lair. Yes. You know, and that's how we'll we'll take you out. Mm -hmm. um, the southern southeastern part of the map. I just, just real quick because so we don't end up entirely skipping it. Uh, we mentioned because we mentioned Hagan. Yeah, um, yeah. She's pretty lame. Uh, the interesting way that she ties into the plot is she is uh, one of the architects of the Death Fog bomb. Right, and right. is just like very blasé about it. Mm -hmm. um, and she uses portals um, as her kind of like weird source magic. Mm -hmm. Uh, so she can teleport around. Um, if you go and help her and then rescue her apprentice from the black pits, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, the way that she teaches you source is she teaches you how to kill animals for it. Oh, okay. Um, and if you do it, it erases your pet pal talent. Oh no. Uh, animals will no longer talk to you because they, word uh, gets around. They just, yeah, word gets around. Like you're just killing animals, but it allows you to drain source from a live animal. Okay. Um, but yeah, she's, she's kind of a jerk and does not have very much plot to her. Yeah. But, you, you had told me like, if there's anything in chapter two to skip, it's her, you know, you yeah, have, she's yeah. not that exciting. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, we're going to go to the stone garden, uh, which is this, uh, you know, it's the graveyard has a mansion here. We had heard about the kind of the keeper of this place, uh, Riker. <laughs> Don't name a character Riker. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's, it's weird. Star Trek is squatting on that. Yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> Jonathan Freights is just like, you know, squatting over that nude Egan apple. Yeah. You don't get to name anything like her. 
Uh, but um, uh, in order to get into his mansion, uh, there's a ton of side quests in the stone garden that we can talk about later on. Going to be on the prize here, at least for the for the first part of it. Uh, you have to talk to a, a door uh, that is locked, and it asks, you know, are you Godwoken? It will only answer. It will, it will only open if you say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Riker. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is your first like fucking. I, I want to own this house. Uh huh. This like absolutely like amazing haunted mansion with a corpse basement uh-huh. and a spider and attic. A, a, a spider <laughs> attic. Yeah. Um. You know he's just really incredible. Uh. You know, and we're we're gonna find out that this guy is uh, no good. Yeah, um, yeah. As well. Um. He's also uh, hunting Godwoken. Yes. Um. Here. Uh. But he uh he says like listen I'll do this for you but you need to go to the black pits. Retrieve this artifact for me. Mm-hmm. Um. And the black pits are a whole. Again, this is as big a dungeon as Wreckers Cave. Yeah. We're heading into. This is where the Magisters are doing war crimes. Yeah. Um, they're executing families and stuff for harboring uh, sorcerers. This is where we're getting our, you know, uh, our our Gestapo. Yeah. Uh, kind of kind of Nazi. Yeah. Uh, Go, going going door to door and you know doing collective punishment. Um, yes. You know, in search of a disfavored class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously if you're not a piece of shit, um, you do not side with the magisters here. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you make your way through, we find one of the big set pieces of act two, which is this gallows in this oil field. Yeah. Um, with a sorcerer. This is the apprentice of Hanag. Okay. Um, if you're going to go save him. Um, and this is a, a very tough and noteworthy fight, mm-hmm. uh, where he's on your side, um, as you try to rescue him, but he uses source and it summons, um, these oil voidlings. Yeah. Um, and then flame voidlings. So this mm-hmm. ends up being like the entire thing burns down so much that it gets an ending slide. <laughs> Does uh, it? That it burns down. Yeah. I, I didn't get an ending uh, slide for this. Yeah. I, I, the, uh, the oil fields are still burning. Maybe it's because uh, I didn't world. do Hanag. Yeah. I, I didn't do anything yeah, with that, her. That could be. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah th- this is, this is fun because you, you had told me, you had warned me about this saying like, yeah, here's, here, you know, here's some things you can try to do. Like, don't necessarily worry about keeping, keeping him alive, et cetera. So I was like, okay, cool. And it's, it's real clever the way that they do it because, you know, the void woken come in waves as you're dealing with the magisters and the, oh, <laughs> they do it in two phases. You get the oil ones that as they die, they explode and cover the place in oil. And you can be super careful about not doing any ignitions, right? Mm-hmm. Which I was doing, right? And just kind of like, okay, we're just, you know, we're, we're literally on something even worse than a powder keg year. No fire spells, mm-hmm. guys. Uh, but then, you know, after a little bit, then the flame ones start coming. It's inevitable that this place is going to catch on fire. Yeah. Uh, it's also I like this too because it's a three-way fight. Yes. Um the magisters that are here are not like on the side of the void woken. No, no. So you can pit them uh apart from each other and it makes teleport incredibly powerful because if the mm-hmm. entire floor of this uh this platform is a huge necrofire, you know, field of necrofire, teleporting, you know, one of the enemy magisters down there not only makes him busy with, you know, killing your void woken for you, mm-hmm. but also he'll just do, da- you know, take damage until he dies. Yes. Um, really having the high ground will make this, you know, doable. Yeah. Um, I only find this hard when I'm trying to keep the apprentice alive. Yeah. Um, and the way to do that is to keep him uh, away from the, uh, you know, the main, the main action. Yeah. Um, he will just walk down in the necro fire like an idiot. So a lot of just teleporting him away from stuff. Yeah. Uh, I teleported uh, him down from the tower and he got, 
uh, just rolled by a bunch of big Void Woken. So I was like, yeah. ah, that's a shame. I'll rip to him, but I'm different. <laughs> um, where our main point here is going into the uh, the Black Pits, this uh, huge mining dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very trapped getting in, and they have a Shrieker. Mm-hmm. Shriekers are back. Um, yeah. This one we can sneak by, um, or we can use the sword, sneak by and get behind him and use the uh, source vampirism mm-hmm. on him. Yeah. Um, but uh, when you're down here, you can talk to a spirit of a magister swordsman. swordsman. It's kind of uh, off in a corner. You have to teleport to get to him. But he says, oh, yeah, we, I came here at Dallas. Uh, we have a whole crew. They're digging for something called the Atiran. Um, It's an artifact that sucks the source out of anyone and anything for good. It's like, uh, not for good, for bad. That sounds like a bad yeah. thing for her to have. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, the, the, the pedestal where the Aetherian once rested is empty. So, yep. oops. So they got it. Yeah. Um, this is where we start finding eternal technology, eternal being the race that Fane is, uh, mm-hmm. skeletons basically. Yeah. Um, and he's really fascinated by this stuff. Um, yeah. he'll, he'll stop you and, and look at it if you have him in his party. Um, and as he's doing this and checking out these different, uh, bits, he's getting knowledge beamed to him. Yes. Um, getting either skills or recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, you like this will teach him how to make the face mask, which he already has, but this is how they pass on knowledge yeah. in, in their culture. Mm-hmm. So this is school for them. Yes. These magic rocks that put the, that put the ideas in you. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, kind of the, the central, uh, the end of the mine part of this is a huge chamber, uh, where you find some magisters that are trying to, uh, fix a machine that fills oil barrels, uh, they need oil barrels, they think, in order to blow open this uh, final wall uh, to get into this uh, into this eternal vault. Uh, you can fix the oil barrel machine. I didn't find it necessary. There were enough to blow open the door. Uh, but regardless yeah. of what you do, you're gonna you're gonna end up fighting these guys. But it's just magisters, so it's not too bad. Magisters and their their shitty dogs. Yeah, they're monks. They're monk men that they turn into doggo sapiens. Cool. Um. When you uh, get past this, um, we we get to this area that uh, there's a little puzzle section. Is this uh, kind of shield between these seven pillars, and this poem listing the order of the elements? Um, nearby, we can find out which gods are which elements, and we have to activate these statues in a certain order. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, puzzle, you know, tasky yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, when you do so, we can get to these chests and these tombs. One of which has the uh, the schematic for the sworn breaker, which mm-hmm. is important to several plots. But the other one uh, contains an Eternal. Yeah. Um, the first Eternal that we've seen, uh, that we think, mm-hmm. um, since Fane. Yeah. And this is this is where all the stuff that you got in the first act about uh, the Eternals, this is where Jun Pop gets it. Yes. Uh, the relationship Kirk. between the Eternals and the Seven, our gods that we worship, mm-hmm. everybody. Uh, yep. Yeah. This is, uh, th- this is an Eternal named Aterra. Mm-hmm. Uh, who uh, has connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's furious with Fane, and he doesn't understand. He's forgotten a lot of yeah, kind of things. Yeah. Um, you can talk to him. You, know, you can advance all your character subplots here, and you can talk to him and kind of learn. You know, He discovered the veil. Um, you know the Seven Lords took it mm-hmm. um, and used his power to rebel, but he doesn't remember all the details. Right, right. Um, and one of the reasons why she's furious is because she was in prison in this vault for trying to fix his mistakes. Yes. Um, he started and, this war inadvertently yes. by giving this power to the seven who ran off and became gods, um, you yes. know, and basically started tearing the eternal, the eternal society apart. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you're, you can, I could, at this point with Losa, I could let uh, the demon talk to her if I wanted to, but I was playing hard line against my demon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I did not. I just uh, ended up getting into a fight with her. Yeah, I was her. unable to stop Amadia from surging forward in Fane and call uh, calling her a liar and starting the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Eterna, mm-hmm. Etera, like she's like, oh yeah, no, that's I totally. <laughs> Hi, Amadia, uh, you're pretending to be Fane, but I know what's up. This is called a skeleton drama. It's like skeleton to grassy high is the, is the plot of this game. I watched that show. <laughs> no, I, dude, skeleton to grassy high. <laughs> yep. I yes. The lower the production value, the better. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I want to make that show now. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Like yeah. the last last skeleton of Kadarva, but about him going through puberty and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like getting a date for prom. Yeah. Bone prom. <laughs> you know. Oh man, mm. Uh, mm. I, I, he 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 can't he can't go up and uh, solve the algebra problem problem because he's got a. Yeah. Uh, God damn. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Amadia uh, tries to, you know, intimidate Etera by talking about her deeds. You know, like, ah, yes, I've, I've transcended beyond the veil. I've exiled the king into the void. I've destroyed the Eternals. Um, I'm pissed at Amadia because she lied at me. I try and apologize uh, to Etera. It's too little too late. She's been stuck in yeah. this void for or she's been stuck in this uh, th- this uh, this place for 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 millennia now. Yeah. Um, and so she's not going to forgive me. And that's a that's a big through line for the way that I played Fane. You know, kind of as somebody yeah. who's just like I that that doesn't sound like me, but I'm sorry, really God. sorry that it happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I played it as yeah. sorry cop, and everybody was like, "Fucking no, dude." Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is too big to apologize for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, things being too big to apologize for are kind of a theme. Uh-huh. Uh, in this game, like when you end up running into um, people who are responsible for the atrocities in this, like not just Fane for the cosmological ones, but you run into, um, you know, uh, Ithon's part in this plot is that he is the one who delivered the death fog yeah. uh, to the elves. Um, and you can uh, also, when you deal with Justinia, mm-hmm. you know, and, and her trying to do this thing, you can decide like, hey, is this something that I'm prepared to forgive. Yeah. And this game takes that as a tact. Like, yeah, there are many things that are worth forgiving, but this is too much. Yeah. You know, and that, that is a, a surprisingly kind of nuanced point for, <sighs> for a video game. Like yes. usually I find in video games, there's not a sliding scale of forgiveness. It's either like forgiveness is always a virtue mm-hmm. or vengeance is always a virtue. But here you can be like, yeah, I would understand if this happened this way, but you genocided. Yeah. And genociding is just never okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Bold it, stance this game has on genocide. <laughs> but it's like, no, actually, you didn't make it better. You know, j- mm-hmm. j- you know, you're literally just doing that to make yourself feel feel better like shit's still really bad i'm happy that you feel that way but there are still consequences yeah Yeah. totally like you can have really good reasons for doing horrible things and those horrible things could still not be forgivable yeah um i find this to be an incredibly tough boss fight Mm -hmm. um i have to cheese the shit out of this Um, i had to send all of my people um to the far end behind the wall and like charm and fight her little like dogs that she summons yeah the like the eternal uh, stalkers or whatever they are yeah the uh the first time i played this um was a very memorable time because i got the uh, oil machine 
okay. working and spent like a half hour just piling up oil barrels okay. in the beginning and then tempted her into it and blew them all up and killed her in one shot. <laughs> uh, the, you know, I was trying not to do as many degenerate tactics in this one and I was on a schedule. Right. So I right. have tons of barrel time. But I was just like, this is a very funny way to uh, kill this eternal skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Who, who would win an undying skeleton or dead dinosaurs yeah. revenge yeah yeah it's 75 uh barrels worth of dinosaur bone <laughs> yeah yeah now, this is tough um, she has wings so you know she's very uh evasive is the problem and you start out the arena is in a very inconvenient kind of configuration uh where she will she will go right up near the uh the entrance uh, and be above you and you have to like run to the back and then up some stairs uh, in yeah. order to get to her if you're you know if you don't have uh, your teleportation abilities ready or you know yeah. if they are in cooldown yeah really testing your mobility yeah. on this did you uh after you beat her um here uh you know that's that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you go to the uh the area to the southeast of this the boathouse? Where the uh, the white magisters are? No, no, I didn't. Um, this is a way you can short circuit some stuff that happens in Act Four. Um, you can find the white magisters, who are the kind of evil faction mm-hmm. of the magisters. Uh, the paladins that we ran into earlier, they wanted us to uh, send a war owl with intelligence on what the white magisters are doing. Okay. If you go here, they're torturing uh, Black Ring. Okay. Uh, people. And they, uh, it's two of them with their silent monks. Um, this is also a really, really hard fight, but it's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, because one, you go in here and they, they try to talk you down, uh, and they start a fight. And when you beat them, they have this room full of just like people they've tortured, like this gore room that's hidden from you. Oh, geez. Uh, second, uh, you can prepare this area really well by blocking the doors. Um, you can go in like stack boxes and shit in front of doors to create, um, kind of a, a kettle mm-hmm. uh, for them. Um, but it's a really tricky fight. One of which, uh, one of the magisters is heavy physical. The other one is a mage who does the, uh, the chains of torment or whatever, mm-hmm. um, does it on all three of the black ring people or like a version of it where they take damage instead of him. Okay. Uh, here. So it's like, it's a very, very tough fight, yeah. but doing so makes a fight later easier because okay. these guys are already dead. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I dealt with them later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I've, I've never, I didn't know you could until I was reading about it. I always mm-hmm. thought you had to deal with them here. No. Um, when you go back to Riker, um, one of his goons gives you a note that says he's in the basement and tells you how to find it. Um, you go into his absolute horror show basement. <laughs> yep. Um, with like a uh, uh, new Londo uh, corpse pile yeah, just floor. like erupting out of one wall. <laughs> yeah. Waxy corpse floor. Yeah. I, man, does like going into a haunted basement just full of like carnal house shit mm-hmm. is one of my like gamer treats it's I mean, it's just because you didn't go to a haunted house last year and you're probably yeah. not going to get to this year <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean that that's a big reason but <laughs> yeah. I, you know, yes got it in one <laughs> yes and <laughs> I just, it, it's it's like a mullet like it's business uh-huh. up top yeah party on bottom yeah you know? yeah no I, I've, been, I've, been a, I've been a sucker for that since i played oblivion and i was going and robbing um going and robbing you know highfalutin houses 
you know and yeah. it's like ooh, let me get in the, let's see let's see what's in the basement there's probably some gourds on a shelf and you get down there and you find yeah. out oh no they're part of the dark brotherhood they've got like necromancer God. stuff yeah it's like one of my favorite things that can happen in video games it's it is so, so fun to me <laughs> yeah what's going on behind those picket fences <laughs> yeah, just like uh, and then yeah i didn't think Riker was a good guy or anything no no but just seeing the degree to which he is a bad guy mm-hmm uh is is no good we can find he uh when you give him the tablet he will give you um a source point yeah thing yeah. um he teaches you how to sacrifice souls um in mass quantities uh here but we could also find out if we searched his desk or you know futzed around his, his house mm-hmm. that he has a contract to kill you yes um as well um so this is a fight um and this is interesting because he's he knows you're coming he's prepared his floor with traps mm-hmm um, there are, uh, traps leading up the stairs, things like that. You can set those off before you get into the fight and just heal through them. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know those are coming, your attempts to get more advantageous positions on him are going to be thwarted yeah. by exploding. Yeah. No, it's a very narrow, uh, stairways that he has trapped, uh, kind of up to yeah. him. Yeah. Yep. Um, after I kill him, I talk to his uh, spirit and through some source manipulation, you know, get to uh, do a little bit of torture there. Uh, we learn that he had made uh, a promise to some of the black, to the black ring uh, and the lone wolves. You know, he's another, he is another Godwoken hunter. He wanted the swarm broken for himself. Uh, that schematic that you took uh, in order to break that vow. Um, mm-hmm. And he says, you know, oh, you think that you're, uh, you think you're sitting pretty, huh? Now that you have that, uh, that schematic, the Black Ring is going to come for you too, because you yeah. know the God King who the Black Ring serves is not really going to suffer having this easy way out of his contracts uh, floating yeah. around. There, there cannot be two of these, yeah, in the world, and you cannot have one mm-hmm. um, here. And then I say, oh man, sucks to be you, and then I. <laughs> killed his soul because all, yep. all the their big evil people i take their souls of course yeah you can't exist no. anymore i can't i can't yeah. risk you coming back dude <laughs> yeah um there is a uh some side quest here in the the graveyard mm-hmm. um tarkin is standing outside he's not welcome in the graveyard because he's beefing with Riker. yeah <laughs> uh but he's, he says it's my favorite uh, youtube show <laughs> Yeah, he's, uh, he says, you know, wants you to go in for him and check out this tomb, uh, the Surrey family tomb, who has this amazing artifact. He won't tell you what the artifact is, but I basically played as a, a Tarkin apologist. Yeah. Um, even yeah. though he also did a really unforgivable thing. Yeah. Uh, in the name of arrogance. But it also gives uh, you the thing that you can do to, un- to, to undo it. And that's what you're doing this quest for. He's he's yes. an OK person. He's just, uh, you know, not that uh, not that discerning about who he decides to work with. <laughs> yeah he he wants he does it because he can yeah well yeah. and also he was he uh, was compelled into doing it we're gonna we're gonna find out or at least that's his version yeah. of it yeah yeah who who knows with him uh, yeah he's yeah. he he's implied in my post-credit scene to have like gone and joined uh like gone to a different dimension and started fucking with that yeah because so. he got bored <laughs> yeah um when you get down into this tomb um there's a little uh lever puzzle that we do and we get to this room full of terracotta soldiers mm-hmm um, we can get this artifact and then the soldiers come to life, uh, here, which is a really interesting fight. There are two, uh, soldiers that can reanimate all of the other ones. Yeah. So you have to prioritize those. And the, uh, the rank and file soldiers are like, it's a, a five by five row. It's like a big, one of the biggest fights you can do. They're mm-hmm. really weak and they're really clustered together. So AOEs will fuck them up. Yeah. But if they all get a turn, they can just absolutely ignite at the rocks, bury you. Yeah. Uh, after I got the artifact, I just, uh, waypointed out of this. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I didn't have to fight. It's an option. I didn't fight the soldiers. Yeah. 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 They had to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to abide a, a clay man. <laughs> uh, but the artifact that you found was the uh, was the um, hilt of a blade, right? Yes. Uh, and he says, "Hey, yeah. there's another thing you can do. You can go to this vault on Blood Moon Island uh, and get mm-hmm. get this." And I was like, "Oh, you mean this blade?" And he yeah. screams like I'm Gene Parmesan. Um, yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Jessica Walter. Uh, but uh, Tarquin, you know, as you give the, as I give him the stuff, he says, "Oh, these are part parts of an ancient blade. One of its names is Anathema, uh, and it will slay anything in one hit. Uh, it can even kill yes. the divine. Uh, some swords yep. kill ideas." Um, and mm-hmm. you know, he's like, okay, so can I forge this thing? And I was like, yeah, that sounds useful. We need that on our side. So, yeah, I would like anathema work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the graveyard is actually more interesting than initially seems like there's, you know, the way they do the different races and the different cultures in this, they all have their different burial rites. Mm-hmm. Um, so lizards are set on fire forever. Yeah. Um, there's the lizard quarter of the cemetery. The elf center uh, is near this this tree. Um, humans obviously just get buried. Yeah. And dwarves get sky burials. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can kind of check all of these out. There is a uh, lizard who is buried in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Um, he's buried in the human place, so he cannot go to the hall unless you set him on fire. Uh, so you have to take his remains and set them on fire. Um, at the top of one of these mausoleums, there are these dwarves that have their sky burial. Mm-hmm. And there is this uh, buzzard uh, there, this like condor. Mm-hmm. And he's real sassy with you. If you eat part of his master, you learn his command word. Okay. Uh, and he'll, he'll join you and you get a, a summon condor spell. Oh, I didn't um, figure that out. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's good for scouting. Okay. Like that's, that's the, the main thing. It's good. He's like pretty weak. Mm-hmm. It would be really good if you were a summoner because it scales with your, your summoner skill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, since it was just on my main character, yeah. but the, you can see, you know, the dwarves, instead of having a crypt, they have these like big stone platforms where they put their corpses up in the sky. That rules. I love sky burial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, man. It's, it's one of your big things. Yep. <laughs> sky burial. If you don't die outside, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. <laughs> I don't know. Get a wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man! Uh, <laughs> I made of wheelbarrows. <laughs> uh, but the quest you can do, you've got to take the remains of this uh, lizard who is very indignant that he was buried among the riffraff, uh, and you can yeah. go and uh, and places uh, places leg between these um, uh, between these two uh, dragon statues that are constantly uh, belching fire. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a treasure chest there as well. Um, which you can use spirit vision to get the command word mm-hmm. to get some treasure uh, from yeah. that. Um, as you're walking by, there's a grave that will call out to you. Um, this is another skeleton. Uh, this is a guy named Crispin and he challenges you. This is like very torment. Yeah. Um, he's, he's like, we'll do an existential battle of wits. We're just going to pose your beliefs versus mine. Just keep in mind that this is uh, fatal. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait a minute. He's like, yeah, it's existentially fatal. Like if, <laughs> if you, if I believe my truth more than you believe your truth, then you will die. Yeah. Like the, that's the, uh, that's the terms of this engagement. Um, to beat this legit, um, you have, you read certain books in Riker's house, uh-huh. which give you the answer to these things. Um, but if you have Fane with you, Fane can just counter all of his things by invalidating the premise. Like he'll be like, well, what is the purpose of suffering? <laughs> and you can say, yeah, how can we talk without like lungs though? Uh-huh. Like what how how are we making air come out of our mouths or skeletons? <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't have an answer for it. Yep. Um 
So you can yeah. blow him up. Yeah, like uh, like how can I move when I have no muscles attached to these bones? How can I think this uh, this thing up here, big and empty? Yeah, um, yeah. And he, there's he no brain ex- up here, man. He explodes because of the existential yeah. contradictions. <laughs> I, I consider this to be a nod to torment. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know there there's a the the first DOS game has a really obvious kind of nod to Ultima Seven. Like mm-hmm. there's several things in this uh, this series that I think are kind of like paying homage. Yeah, and that's fine. And that's what this feels like to me. Yeah. Um, um <laughs> you can go into Riker's cellar. Uh there's an extremely cute quest that I believe you talked about um in the first episode mm-hmm. uh called Opposites Attract where there is uh there's a very hungry rat uh, and in the other room there's a big turtle who speaks very slowly uh but has a crush on the rat and so you lure the rat over to the turtle with food and they get to live together. Mhm. Very cute. Um, did you do the thing with the dog and cat, Riker's dog and cat? No, no. It's, it's very cute. Uh, also, um, there's no there's no quest to it. Just one of these little one off things. Mm-hmm. Um, they're upstairs and they get into a fight. Or they get into an argument where they're saying like, which one the master loves best? Yes. And the dog is saying like, oh, he always calls me a good boy. He never says good girl to you. And she's like, you know, his appreciation of you is gross and disgusting. He admires me, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm I'm a, a creature of wit. And basically, uh, you just have to take a side. Yeah, uh, for it, but it's very sweet. Hmm. So Riker being a total monster, he still has uh, cute pets. Yeah, same thing with Dallas, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Um, you can also the Weaver, which is the giant spider attic spider that Riker has. <laughs> um, you go into a spider room again, almost as cool as going into a like a you know Dark Brotherhood room. Yeah. Um, oh shit, there's webs everywhere. Well, this isn't good. Yeah. Um, and she, uh, she wants meat. You can convince her that your meat's all stringy because you're muscular <laughs> and just give her other meat, yeah. uh, to get, uh, items and hints. Uh, and this is where you can get the foreshadowing that Riker is in a debt that he cannot pay. Yes. Riker wants to kill you because he wants that sworn breaker because he's under a geese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to act number three, Gary, uh, there's one side quest for a character that I don't have that we haven't talked about. Mm-hmm. Like we got beast, we got Losa, we got, uh, Sibyl here. Uh, what happens with the Red Prince in this area? Because there's that lizard caravan in the north, right? Yeah. Um, so that, I'm glad you reminded me of that because I, I would have had to have retconned it and talked about it in Act 4. Um, the lizard caravan has the Red Princess, um, who is the person he's fated to to love. Mm-hmm. And they are in genuine love. Uh, like it is, you know, they uh, it is actually kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, will bone down. Um, which you have the ability to spy on if you'd like. Oh, they talk about making why? the beast with two backs and two tails. Uh, the, the narrator coquettishly kind of tempts you into it. <laughs> like, aren't you curious how this works? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and it's it's literally that. Like the narrator, I love the narrator in this game. Uh, you know, underrated part of this game mm-hmm. um, has a perspective. Uh, if you do it, he catches you and gets mad. Um, you know, they, they make love for hours and you find out what, uh, the reason why they're fated to be is that the lizards used to be dragons. Mm -hmm. Um, and if the red prince and the red princess get together, um, and do it, she will bear eggs that will have dragons. Um, but, uh, near the end of this, she gets kidnapped by, uh, somebody from the house of shadows, Okay, which is another, uh, house of war, uh, the, the lizard society, which is kind of based on like Arabian nights. Yes. Kind of thing is based around these different houses. Um, the red prince is the main guy of the house of war. The main person from the house of shadows will meet in the next act. Um, but this is one of the lieutenants and kidnaps, uh, Sada, mm-hmm. the, the lizard queen. Um, and you can, you know, a really big bonding moment for you and the, the, the red prince, like you can talk to him about it. And this is like, 
you know, he's really softening up now. Like he yeah, ended up being a very yeah. sweet character mm-hmm. um, by the end. Yeah. But nice. yeah, boning down happens that will ultimately have huge consequences as one race gets dragons. <laughs> uh, unless you decide to cut them off from that. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm happy there's a story about that. Yeah, you know, has been told what happens when one when one faction gets dragons and the others don't have them. Yeah, we've yeah. all seen. Well, I've all seen Game of Thrones. I know yeah. what happens. What? Um, it's not good. They're basically oh. nukes. Okay. Um, there are other quests on this island that we missed. Yeah. Uh, you know, but we've also spent two two hours of pod time on this island. Yeah. <laughs> deal, deal with it. Uh, <laughs> Act three and Act four are shorter. Yes. So, uh, we're not, we're not, well, we're one third the way through the the episode. Everybody buckle up. So yes, uh, we leave Reaper's uh, Reaper's Coast, uh, and throughout all of that act, we had heard about this nameless island, uh, and we learned the location of this place. Basically, we just have to whisper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to whisper it to our living ship, uh, and she will take us there. Uh, this is the nameless isle where the Council of the Seven will let us ascend to divinity uh, if we can manage to get an audience with them. Um, yes. and, uh, this ends up being a very short act, uh, that, mm-hmm. uh, has, uh, like a little pre quest and then like the main story, like, uh, you know, setting of the stakes, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, the finale of, uh, Sibyl's storyline. Yes. You know, the, the elf stuff mm-hmm. basically wraps up here. Right. Um, so uh, when we arrive, um, the beachhead is covered with all these bodies of people who have been purged, mm-hmm. source purged, and there is a black ring camp uh, here. If we did uh, the quest with Elmira, she says you can pretend to be one of my thralls and mm-hmm. you can pass unimpeded. Yeah. Um, all of the black ring have to die um, <laughs> to me, Yeah. but uh, it is nice to be able to get a jump on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no. I, I passed through. I didn't want to provoke a fight with them if I didn't have to. I was pleasantly surprised to see that at the end of this, the island blows up. So yeah, so they all go eventually anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I killed them indirectly. It was it was fine. Yeah. Um, we also um, learn. I think that if you have Ifan, um, he knows like the code words for the uh, for the lone wolves. Yes, um, and you can yeah. use that. Oh, Tarkin will tell you because he was briefly because Tarquin has rolled with everybody because he has Dude, yeah. he has no discernment. Tarkin is great. He, he will yeah. uh, he will tell you like, hey, here's a password you can use uh, that will more uh, jobs than Homer Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's giving you gameplay benefits for helping out these people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I like. Like when you help out these, uh, you make this little you know Majula like gathering of outcast. They mm. all have multiple benefits. Yes, they confer upon you. Yeah. Um, so one of the things they're doing is they were trying to get into this orc temple here. Um, mm-hmm. there's a subplot of this area where you're trying to find out, uh, which way these different gods go, whether they go for the sun or the moon. Mm-hmm. So you have to explore all of their temples. The way the, uh, black ring, um, 
try to take over this temple was they uh, brought a conjurer to open a portal in the ocean mm-hmm. to flood the uh, the temple the temple with seawater. Um, there's a couple different things you can do. You can kill the the conjurer if you have a high enough persuasion. You can just convince them to leave. Yeah. Um, so you can get in there, um, which is what I ended up doing. Yeah. Um, I ended up getting into the uh, temple and doing the orc stuff mm-hmm. uh, just from uh, convincing them to leave. Yes. Yeah. Um, as you're going around the island, a black ring agent named Fortung will come up to you and say, hey, uh, take this black mirror. Our boss wants to talk to you. Um, he's really interested. He's here on the island. Um, and his name is the Sallow Man. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound good. No, no. Uh, he wants, uh, he wants to kill the Godwoken, uh, which is a problem for us. But we also learn that Alexander is here. And yeah. uh, potentially he can get us into the academy if we bring him Alexander's head. Yeah, yeah he lived. Yes. Um, Forktongue is saying, like, you know, you're basically taking our job. We would have already done this mm-hmm. uh, and killed Alexander if uh, the Shriekers weren't there. Yes. You know, but we have the ability to drain source. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can get to the Elven Temple, which is a, a big treehouse. You know, like like all Elven things are. Mm-hmm. A series of tree paths. Um, there's a bunch of tragic... You know, I ended up... Uh, no, spoiler, ended up killing all these people on. Not because yeah. I wanted to, but just the way my quest went out. Uh-huh. Same. Um, and there's some pretty sad people you kill, where it's like yeah. the last living mountain lion yeah. and shit. Like, they're, <laughs> no. that's their title. It's like, oh, no geez. big deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, when you uh, you get there, we get greeted. We get kind of faked out by this knight of uh, Tercendalus, who is the elven god, mm-hmm. who says, you're not welcome here. And if you give up, he's, you know, it's a test, basically. Yeah. He wants you to, to push forward. Um, it says that Alexander's at the top of the temple, and you have the trials of the god Woken to awake you, uh, await you. Yes. Uh, here. Yeah. So we have two uh, obvious ways to get into the academy here. Like, we can talk to Alexander, and we will do that a little bit later. Uh, but as you're exploring, uh, you can do Sybil's side quest um, mm-hmm. uh, by uh, going over toward the uh, the uh, uh, temple of Zorostissa. Uh, Zorostissa, that's the imps? Lizard one? god. Lizard one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Sybil's master is posted up here. Sybil's master uh, is affiliated with the Lizard Empire. Yes. He is the uh, the main house of shadows. Yes. So he is their spy master. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go in here, she'll pull us aside. And if you have a good relationship with her, um, she'll be like, listen, there's a song he uses to control me. Um, it's this melody they use as, uh, if he uses us, he'll take me under his, his heed. I need you to sing this counter melody. Mm-hmm. Um, and this ended up playing very appropriately because I was playing as Losa, who was a musician, mm-hmm. Yeah. um, you know, who could do it. Uh, we get there and the shadow prince, um, issues a command to her you know, snapping his fingers, uh, you know, kind of singing the song and you're going to snap her out of this, but he starts justifying his actions and he's not wrong. Nope. Uh, you know, he's saying, you know, basically this, this initial, uh, using the genocide on the elves, using the death fog, mm-hmm. uh, on them tore this place apart, like culturally and cosmologically. Yes. Um, we're going to learn the consequences of that to the, like the cosmology, but also, uh, they're on a war path yeah. like, basically at this point. Um, you know, the elves and the mother tree are not, you know, you know, obviously not human, but not human in their motivations. They don't want coexistence. They want domination. Like these different, um, the different scions needed to die. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, saying that like that this is this is the seat of their power. There is this strong eliminationist like elven supremacy that is going on here and i'm just doing what i had to do so bill was the way into that uh that's a little yes. bit that's a little bit belied by the glee with which he uh um uh controls so oh, he's a piece of shit yeah yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> a piece it's, of shit. it's basically just as sexual as when roost did it to her yeah yeah they're they're all using her to their own ends whether yeah. there are justifications or not you know mm-hmm. um he's just not wrong about the elves yeah um, I was, you know, as uh, playing as uh, Sybil's lover Same. Uh, in this game, you know, I was like, oh, you know, okay, well, you, you got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a really tough fight. Um, yeah. It's all stealth uh, rogues, so they turn invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that uh, I respect a couple times during this playthrough, and one of the things I wish I had done earlier was give everyone polymorph level one so yeah. everyone could use chameleon skin. Mm-hmm. Because it takes one action point, and if you have one action point at the end of your turn, there's almost nothing better you can do than turn invisible. Yeah. Um, it's very, very... And I learned that from the enemy uh, mm-hmm. doing that to me. Yeah. Um, not least of all here. It's a huge advantage. Huge advantage. Yeah. Um, if you let her be uh, taken over, she's gone for good. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you did not get the trust to get this counter song, but still pursue her quest she mm-hmm. she will turn against you forever yeah. and you then have to go hire one of those mercenaries from that loser on the ship <laughs> yep you have to take the consolation elf yeah mm-hmm. um also doing the counter spell um helps because when uh, sybil will get uh, control of herself she'll put the needle in his throat and mm-hmm. ruin his vocal cords yeah and so he can't overtake her during the fight and he starts the fight silenced yes um, so it limits his his verb set mm-hmm. initially. Yeah, this is tough. Compl- complicated yeah. arena that you're into. Um, some of the like mm-hmm. is like yes, teleport is necessary here because of the way that the landscape is broken up by lava. It's very built up against you. Yeah. Um, the Red Prince also has things to say to him. Uh, I course. figured Seville had a bigger claim, so I let the Red Prince talk to his ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just trying to figure out where Sahelo is ta- taken or Sahelo is taken. Yes. Uh, which we do not find out yet, mm-hmm. but this is kind of where getting the beginning hints that there's not all is, uh, well with Sela. Right. Um, as well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, when you go back to the Elven temple, because remember Sibyl, a had this claim of slavery on her, but also, um, you know, like she's got a. She's got to deal with her fate as the prime scion and the person who needs to become the next mother tree. When you go back to the Elven Temple, you're going to be beckoned to the mother tree, which is kind of in this little pocket dungeon uh, kind of area mm-hmm. here. Um, and the scion who tends the tree says Sibyl needs to take root now uh, and become the new mother tree because the current one is sick and dying. Um, yes. It's, uh, you know, like just the, the, the fate of the Elven people is uh, too dire. You need to commit. And this is something that if you're not doing uh, the the Shadow Prince, mm-hmm. uh, Sibyl stuff, he will tell you to come kill the Mother Tree. Yeah. Like, he'll enlist you. Um, part of the reason this act is short is because it's Saloman versus Alexander, Mother Tree versus Shadow Prince mm-hmm. for most of it. Yes. Um, you can, uh, she can, you know, you get to influence whether she goes along with this or not. Mm-hmm. Um, if she does, uh, she gets a perk, this like memory perk that increases her skill slots. Mm-hmm. And she will become the mother tree when she dies, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, she can still adventure with you, uh, but she will take over the mind of all of Elvendom. Mm-hmm. Um, when you leave here, 
Sahelia shows up and says like, hey, uh, you have to kill the mother tree because <laughs> this is a hive mind thing. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to be free. Mm-hmm. Um, this turns out to be kind of a double fake as well because Sahila's yeah no she 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 also wants bad things uh but yes. uh you know just everybody <laughs> that's something about the game generally is that everybody kind of wants bad things and you have to decide which version of uh not as bad you prefer really yeah yeah and and try to do, try to do your best within it like for me this was a cool decision because i was like i I knew from playing before that Sahila was no good mm-hmm. but i had never taken sibyl with me so i just asked her what she wanted to do yeah what she said and she's like yeah we have to kill the mother tree because mm-hmm. you know, so, sibyl like, knows what it means to be to be put in bondage like that right yeah like it's, it's just, a huge huge theme of her character yeah like you know? just you know just freedom is freedom there can be no lean against it you know and uh, that, yep. that, that's why I decided to, you know, double back and uh, kill the mother tree. Yep. Now, now that I had gotten the perk, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted the perk, though. It changes her ending as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether she's going to go become the mother tree or whether she's going to just be uh, a wandering yeah. uh, person. Um, you do a boss fight here with the uh, Scion and their tree monsters and stuff inside this, like, really constrained, weird arena full it's of like a, it's, it's like a Quake 3 arena. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, very much so. Yeah. Um, and uh, after you take out the mother tree, uh, the elven people are no longer uh, under its influence. Mm-hmm. Um, Sibyl says she did the right thing, you know, because when she became the prime, prime scion, uh, the mother tree was whispering her the same way that the master did. Yeah. Um, worship, whispering about their worshipers. Like it was also a, a method of control. Yes. Um, this does make all of the elves and everywhere on this zone hate you. Mm-hmm. Unless you have to kill the last living mountain lion or whatever. Yeah. Um, everybody had to go. Yes. So for elves everywhere, we had to kill these particular elves. Yes. Um, Alexander is up top uh here, and we run to Gareth, he's ready to kill him. Um, and Gareth, uh, this is the second time you can talk him down if you want the good ending for Gareth. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells his story, which I have heard, but I was like, fuck this dude. Yeah. Uh, so I killed the hell out of Alexander. <laughs> right uh, here, personally. right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, Gareth, do it, buddy. <laughs> this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I talked him out of it and ended up killing Alexander, uh, during the, during the double dare, uh, uh game that you have to play. Yeah. Uh, to, 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 to get to the, get to the well. The Al- crag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alexander's story is, you know, like, oh, um, Dallas and her advisor, this guy that, uh, you know, we fought on the ship, right? This cloaked mm-hmm. guy, Vredeman, sabotaged him. You know, Vredeman had made this claim saying, hey, I can help you develop your powers as the Godwoken. But they were they were really just using his position as the pretender to, to divinity to gain power over the order of the divine, you know, to set up the way of Bannisters to do their bidding um, and uh, yeah. do their plan. You know, he is resolved to become the next divine. You know, he sees you not really as competition, but just as somebody who is a, as, as a hindrance because he believes it is owed to him by, uh, by by birthright. He has the information about how to get into the council, though, um, and perform the trials. He wants you to do his dirty work, saying, hey, go kill the Salaman, uh, and then we can let the trials de- uh, determine which one of us is, uh, is fit to be divine. Yeah. Uh, I took fucker's head. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't about to let this guy, because again, you know, some things are not worth, like, I, yeah, I know Vredeman's bad news. I played this game before. Yeah. Um, I saw you encouraging Dallas to have that woman cut her on her own tongue. You set up Fort you know, Joy, right dude. Off the ship. 
Yeah, like did you you hired Niall as the flenser. Yeah. Like you looked at Niall the flenser's resume and was like, looks good. Yep. This cover letter is covered in blood, but you know, covered in blood letter. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, made out of somebody's let's, back let's skin, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's make a unthinking abominations that have no souls. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, so this guy had to go. Uh, this is a really fun fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he blesses the entire party. Um, or his entire party. And okay. if you charm him, it transfers to your party. Ooh, that would kill uh, fame. Which is, <laughs> yeah. Or well, no, uh, bless is still good. You can be oh, blessed. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a stat buff and uh, you know reverses curse mm. and such. Uh, but a really you know really fun fight, really fun arena. Yeah. Uh, here, and you get the cowl from him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the head that was under it. Even though if you have the head, you don't need the cowl. Mm-hmm. Um, because either way, whether you're working for, uh, Alexander or you're carrying his head in a devil bag, mm-hmm. um, you head down to this cave where this uh, troll named Krug is guarding it. Um, you can persuade him or fight him, mm-hmm. uh, at this point. Uh, and once you get in, there's an illusory wall. Um, very hilariously, you can use the cowl to get that, or you can insert the head in a slot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Salo man, dude. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no, man gets sense. into shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> gets into some mechanisms. Yeah, it's very Resident Evil. You gotta <laughs> use the Alexander's head key to open this up. Yeah. Uh, so you get down here into his large uh, HQ cavern. Uh, there's tons of black mm-hmm. mirrors here. Um, and you approach him, and he's a monstrosity, right? Like, he, he is not exactly human anymore. Uh, is all wiry yeah. and you know corpse like, uh, and uh, you've got to uh, uh, talk to him. He tries to get into Losa's head, and he actually recognizes a drama leak, uh, which mm-hmm. I think is another way. If you didn't do the Blood Island quest uh, to learn a drama leak's name, um, yeah, if that you could talk be. to him. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I did the Blood Island quest, but again, these little escape hatches that they have to get you into content, uh, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this starts the fight against uh, against the Salaman, uh, and all of his uh, all of his black Salaman. ring, yeah, all all of his black uh, black ring people. Uh, he resurrects once during the fight, like you have to kill him twice, and he's extremely mobile. Yeah, uh, he is very tough. Um, I fought him legit. Um, I've also uh, pro tip: if you have that terrain transmute, um, he has tons of lava around him. Oh yeah, so you can put lava under anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one shot it in this. That's your solution to everything, dude. <laughs> I like the lava thing, dude. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, ever since RE5, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, things got to get lava. <laughs> um, the, uh, no, I, I was just, some of these th- fights I've done before and done mm-hmm. the legit way, I yeah. was just trying to make happen faster. Yeah. Because yeah. I, th- I think I spent like 110 hours on this or something. <laughs> something? <laughs> like the, yeah. Something absolutely ridiculous right, uh, for the right. show and for two episodes of the show. So <laughs> I wanted to do everything. I was having tons of fun. This is one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was okay lobbying the Sallow Man. Yeah. Also, I wasn't really criticizing you. It was just fun to say lava is your solution to everything. That's a good sentence. <laughs> it's very useful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love his arena because he's surrounded by all these black mirrors. This is where the black mirrors go to. Mm -hmm. And if you go up to them and use them, you will see uh, foreshadowing um, or you'll see old locations. Yeah. Yeah. They have been to like, he's had his, you know, his fingers in many sinister pies, including um, this is where you can find uh, the first uh, confirmation that Sada, uh, the red uh, princess Mm -hmm. has a contract with the, uh, the God King Uh and is in contact with a sallow man. Um, so that's no good. 
Yep. Because we don't want the God King controlling the mother of dragons. No, no. Uh, that seems bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get really good, unique uh, rogue armor from him as well, like his skin or something. <laughs> disgusting. Um, you return to you can return to Alexander with the news of his death, um, if you want, and he will tell you how to get into the uh, the academy. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other ways to do this as well. There's a back door. Yeah, you can, you can do teleport fuckery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did teleport fuckery to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I didn't this, this time around. I didn't do the front door at all. Mm. Um, the idea here is you're supposed to go to these different, uh, shrines and figure out which, uh, whether the guns are, the gods are sun or moon based Mm -hmm. and then, uh, set them. Um, did you go to Amadia shrine? You know what? I forgot. No, I didn't go to Amadia shrine. No. I really wanted to see if anything happened there because since you were playing as Fane, Mm -hmm. um, it's in like the Southwest kind of corner of the map and it's vertical. Okay. So it's really easy to miss. Like it's a small yeah. postage stamp of land, but you climb up this big tower. Yeah, no, I didn't do um, that. Uh if I'm being sorry, honest I with you, to it. I guessed at the uh at the sun and moon. I just I just kind of figured, all right, wizards probably are moon. Um maybe, yeah. you know, the lizards probably sun. Uh you know, so like the dwarves live underground, that's probably moon. And that worked for me. Um, mm-hmm. it just, and you know, it's basically just a complete combination lock where it's all ones and zeros, but it's an easy combination lock. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there are many ways around it. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it's not trying to get you to actually do all this. That's what the content is on act three. Like yeah. actually is the least developed yeah. of these acts, like pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it because it's short, but if the rest of the game was the, the same kind of like quality or kind of like fetch questiness. Yeah. As as Act Three, I would have a hard time with it. Real slapdash. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you get in, um, your characters will, uh, you know, you go to the back door or the front door. They will have their discussion about like, hey, only one of us can actually do this. Maybe right. it's time to, <laughs> you know, yeah, time maybe, to deal with that. Maybe maybe we should get our ducks in a row just to you know, yep. just so that each of us doesn't assume that we're going to be the ones. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's it's kind of kind of neat because some people, uh, you know, you have to talk out of it. Uh, like with Beast, you know, he's, you know, he's talking and he says, you know, I want to become divine, so, you know, to make sure that, you know, no other rebels will need to face the Isle of Mists. Because like the dwarves, what they what they do with their dissidents is they exile them to this place where demons uh, haunt you. And make you live through your worst nightmares forever. Like that's what he yeah. escaped from in order to become the beast of the sea. Um, and you can find out like uh, he's just kind of like charging headfirst into this. His that That's where the interest in being the divine ends. Like once yeah. the rebels are saved and once this problem is dealt with. Uh, you know, I, I don't care. He's like, that's really irresponsible, dude. <laughs> like, I can deal with the Isle of Mist when I'm divine. Like, why would you become a god to to do that short sighted of a thing? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, and basically, you know, if you're playing this game like I would, this is you can convince everybody. Yes, like pretty pretty easily. Um, otherwise, these will become enemies, and you'll have to use the uh, the overflow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um as losa you know i knew that i was going to be able to take care of the demon so mm-hmm. even though i know jahan wouldn't like it i was like no i'm gonna get rid of the demon yeah uh, i'm gonna be divine fuck this shit um sibyl doesn't need her uh kind of convincing because uh she she was uh you know 
hypnotized by my WAP. Um, and <laughs> was not, not about to, uh, to raise a hand against me. Mm-hmm. Um, the Red Prince, once you, if you agree to help him, you know, reunite with the Red Princess, he's like, that's all I really want. Yeah. You know, I, I can be, I don't need to be a god. I can just be the king <laughs> of a new a race of super dragons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that'll work for me. And Fane, you basically uh, appeal to his friendship. Mm-hmm. Like Fane's storyline ended up being very sweet because uh, he starts off, you know, as an NPC, he starts off incredibly arrogant, uh, does not respect you at all, mm-hmm. and then begins to respect you. And then his ending dialogue um, during the kind of coda of this is like really, really touching, I think. Nice. Yeah. Um, no. Um, I also didn't need to convince Sibyl, but we, uh, we 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 walk in uh, to the front door to this academy, uh, which is uh, the academy where Fane did his research. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is an eternal structure that the Divine Order kind of hermit crabbed into. Yeah, uh, really cool. Like old, you know, uh, tech. It looks like a mortal unchained mm-hmm. uh, environments. Yeah. Um, when you go in, there is a, a void woken delegate that pops up a non-hostile void woken um, that talks to Fane and, uh, you know, says, Hey Fane, you, you know, you betrayed your people. Mm-hmm. I'm, we can help you become divine and save them. If you join with the God King, yeah. um, forsake the mortal world, work for the God King. Um, yeah. if you have a sword breaker, you can do this and, uh, you know, and, and undo it. Mm-hmm. But I tell them to fuck off because the God King is uh, a Satan figure. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I tell him to fuck off, like, no, I'm not going to do that. And Sibyl, yeah. you know, you can check in with your party after these big decisions to see how they feel. I've never, I never had them like really disagree with my calls, but like, I really enjoy the way that Sibyl put it. Like, revenge should be exact, not indiscriminate. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Y- yeah, the God King was done bad, but he is ruined so much by trying to get back. You know, it's, it's not just. It, it's worth, I, I'm sure we talked about this already, but I just want to draw a line under how much I like Sibyl's character. Yeah. Um, as being really pretty well adjusted. Yes. You know, like in the hands of a Joss Whedon, this character would be intolerable. <laughs> like this, this broken girl who was used as an instrument yeah. and stuff, but she's, she's not that, you know, like when you, she wants her revenge, it's justified though. And she knows who she is and she's comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. There's none of this like broken victim yeah. stuff with her. Like it's a, it's a really good read of this character. Mm-hmm. You know, who just very confident in her beliefs. Yeah. Um, and there, there's a confidence to like a lot of the characters I think is really good. Yes. Uh, and thus they make make compelling arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some kind of puzzle dickery uh, in this area where you have to find these uh, capacitor. Yeah. Items. Yeah. I would have cut this. Um, it's not great. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would have cut the cut the the puzzle part of it. Mm-hmm. Like leaving these capacitors. Um, when you go to the arena of one. Yeah. That's in here. Um, that capacitor thing is useful. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'll t- just talk about that now. Um, even though it's kind of a side thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, did you, did you go, did you fight the giant construct? Oh, of course thing? I did. Yeah. Robot? I fought the weapon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, it's exactly a weapon. Um, the cool thing, it's the, the coolest thing to do with the capacitor thing is that there are these like mirrors you can turn. Mm-hmm. And there's this gigantic weapon uh, who's very tough. If you send in a character sneaking, mm-hmm. you can uh, paralyze him with a beam. Yeah. And it gets rid of all his magic armor and <laughs> paralyzes him so you can get an edge. Yeah. You still have to deal with all of his other constructs who are going around doing primarily beam attacks. Um, yeah. You know, which will, you know, hit a large number of people because they'll always line up optimally. 
But yeah. uh, it's like the the ground effects that they leave are way more uh, substantial because it's not just like a little circle. No, it's like an entire line across the arena, across the arena until it needs to stop. Um, yes. So it sets up these kind of barriers. It's a very difficult fight. Yeah, super tough. Yeah. Um, doing so, you get big rewards mm-hmm. from it. It's the the climax of the one stuff um, that you end up having. Um, but that's the main, you know, good use for the capacitors. The rest of it is just flipping switches and tells something it's very tasky yes yeah um <laughs> but you 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 walk in uh and there's this huge barrier at the end you need a capacitor and uh some magic lasers to open it up so you have to go and explore uh and mm-hmm. the library is full of these godwoken researchers who were killed by lucian uh, uh, mm-hmm. Lucian, you know, kind of, it's been apparent he's not great. This is the first time we hear about him, like straight up just murdering people for what seems like no reason, you know, yeah. just these people who are going around their business, their boss comes in and says, Hey, how's it going? And then they get stabbed. Yeah. The, uh, release the hounds. Yeah. Um, there's this hall of teachers here around this table. Uh, they are masters of various attributes. Um, and if you talk to them, they will bolster that attribute at the expense of its opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, this, there's no point in this now that there's respecking. Yeah. Um, this might've been useful if, when the game was, you know, more hardline about respecking. Yeah. I like that they're sitting around a big, uh, big dinner table though. You know, mm-hmm. I'm constitution. Yep. <laughs> um, when you uh, get into the gate for the trials here, um, we're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, the two companions you didn't have are now skeletons. Yep. <laughs> uh, they're dead and they've made a covenant with the God King. Um, and if you have not convinced your companions, they can work against you here. Mm-hmm. Um, this ends up being pretty easy because it's four on two, you know, or at least for me, it was my companions who are all on my side mm-hmm. versus my two dead companions. Yeah. Um, and then z- some constructs. Um, and I see from the notes, if you leave Alexander alive, which I, I did not, he's also here. Yeah. Yeah. You can talk him out of it. Uh, but, uh, no, I was not able to do it. I just, uh, there was, there was something about, it was a real high check, right? We talked about you need that. six yeah. you need superhuman persuasion mm-hmm. because he's, it's, it's, he's a single issue voter. He is. Yeah. You know, you know he firmly believes that, uh, it, you know, it's not just that it's his birthright. You know, he's fought for this entirely, fought for this his entire life. Because you thought it was your birthright, you dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the divine right of kings, of course. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's in favor. He, uh, he's, his intentions are good for mm-hmm. what it's worth, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, even though he's a shit. As <laughs> but he's discussed. also really, he's bad. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's horrible. He's, he's mediocre and ineffective. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Um, this is when you mentioned the double dare thing, this is a race to the wellspring, which you can do multiple ways. Yeah. Um, you can take out your other companions, uh, to make it easier. But if you just have tons of mobility skills, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, skin graft, which is a polymorph skill that resets all your cooldowns. Mm -hmm. Um, and then adrenaline, you know, you can end up with a ridiculous number of action points per turn. Yeah. Um, you can just race to it and get there oh i cut so many tendons dude <laughs> no, yeah yeah I, I i fought him too because i wanted to see if i would get anything and i was like oh this is cool the idea mm-hmm. of fighting if is a neat idea yeah, yeah you know um but it was it was a it was a stomp mm-hmm. it was super easy which is uh fine because the part after it is not oh my god it's so um, hard <laughs> when you get there uh you try to touch the wellspring and it actually knocks you down uh dallas walked in and was like i knew you we were going to do this mm-hmm. you know you're, you're predictable. Nobody gets to do this uh, and uses the the Adoram to uh, blow up the wellspring. Uh-oh. That was how I was going to become yeah. divine. 
Yep. And this is the the swerve. This is a four-act game, as we've, we've mentioned. If mm-hmm. the game was just about becoming divine, this would be the end. Yes. You know, but there there's a lot of plots to to get rid of. Yeah. Uh, here. Um, as you're escaping, this area is crumbling and lava is falling from the sky and stuff. Mm-hmm. The, your god confronts you um, at this point. And this was, for me, it wasn't my demon. It was Relic, the human Ooh, god. Okay. And you can straight up say, like, hey, you've never talked to me. <laughs> you know, like, you don't. <laughs> Who the fuck and, are and you? And he says, yeah, you had that thing riding you, you piece of shit. Like, he's really <laughs> arrogant and disgusting. Like, yeah. this is very masks off. Yeah. Oh, for all of them. Uh, like, they, they, they yeah. show up and they're like, you fools, you absolute buffoons, you know, just with like the we have to kill you because you failed is, is what they say. Yeah. Like we cannot use you because you know, where we wanted you to become the new divine so you could uphold the order that can't happen now. And we can't have you knocking around, you know, like these, as these rogue elements that we empowered. So you, you know, we have to kill you. Uh, and they manifest as copies of your party to fight you, uh, yes. in this arena that is collapsing and is also full of, uh, uh, you know, fireballs, these meteors that are going to fall around, uh, and do shitloads yeah. of damage yeah yeah and they become lava as well yeah uh eventually which is instant death um this was something that uh, i managed to get through just through dint of having good initiative because mm-hmm. i was like man i know who to focus on yeah. i know what my party can do please give me the fucking turn <laughs> uh you know so i can take out the spellcaster before she paralyzes my whole party yeah um who is sabil in my party um and managed to take her down because of her weak armor mm-hmm. um and just uh, lots of knockdown skills. Yeah. You know, like just really, really good knockdown shit. Mm-hmm. Um, once you uh, kill the main one, it becomes this huge construct um, that is very tough as well yeah. uh, that you can kill. And this is like you killing the god. Like that god is gone. Yeah. Gone god from <laughs> Affleck. It's done. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like to, throughout throughout this process, you have killed the seven. They're not, they're not yeah. here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the ones that you've killed that are here. Yes. You know, it's not, it's not all of the gods. That's four of them. Uh, Cause we're going <laughs> to, yeah, it's, it's, it's several of them. We're going to find, I think just the one that turns into the construct. Okay. Is actually dead. So it's confusing um, because the way that, the way that everybody talks, it's like, oh my God, we killed the gods is what they say. The, the uh, yeah, I don't, maybe I'm just remembering it different. I remember yeah. saying, oh my God, we killed a God. Yeah. So this... how does it feel to have killed a God? Yeah. Yeah. They say both. And that's why I'm confused. Yeah. And who, who knows what that is to uh but you just have to escape you have to make it to this little teleport thing where melody's there um she lays down this little rescue beacon mm-hmm. and this will pull you on to the lady vengeance on your ship which she pulls into the hall of echoes right. as the island explodes um there are a couple of little quests here yeah um yeah you know pretty uh pretty minor yep um Look, here yeah uh, like I found a uh, an undead named the Watcher, who was one of the original seekers. Like she wants me to kill this mm-hmm. to deal with this knight of Duna, uh, who has fallen to the void. Like you can go in and talk to him and be like, "I know, I I just need to stop." <laughs> and you have, you can convince yep. the force that's uh, possessing him, or you can kill him. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get good equipment. Yeah. Um, and and then, each of these gods has a like a dungeon as well. Like right, we're skipping a lot of Sun's Fortress stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, which you can do for experience or because you want to get the clues as to what, whether the God likes the sun or moon, mm-hmm. but it's not very plot relevant. And it's just, you know, uh divinity original sin two dot text trap avoidance. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, you can also you can t- continue playing matchmaker. You have um, uh, graduated from animals to humans, or at least mm-hmm. ghosts. Uh, there Finally. are two. <laughs> there's a ghost uh, who is missing the spirit of her love, and you have to do this little uh, mechanism order puzzle, pressing buttons in the right order in the research hall in order to open a door so that they can be reunited. Um, mm-hmm. And they can go to the Hall of Echoes together because they did not want to leave each other alone. Yeah, like the old couple in the Titanic. Yeah. Now that the ship is in the Hall of Echoes... Um, we get this little uh, intermission before we head over to the final chapter. This is where your romance uh, can can climax, where mm-hmm. the, the sex scene in this game is. Yeah, um, which is all just done through text. Yes, uh, which you know, game makers make note gratefully. Yeah, uh, Although... yeah. A cool way to make this not embarrassing is to just use have tasteful narration. Mm-hmm. You know, like it ends up being kind of a good sex scene in a video game just because it's all just described. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do not need to see real dolls like rubbing their weird you know blank fronts against each other it doesn't work nope it's it's so dumb uh-huh. you know this ends up being actually like kind of a well-written little like romance scene mm-hmm. um you know? except if you're playing fane uh, <laughs> because oh sure I, uh, I didn't really think about that yeah I, I, like it, uh-huh. des- it describes you kissing so i was with sabelle right um yeah. and it describes you kissing her and it's like how does that work yeah, I, rubbing rubbing your teeth your on teeth, her skeleton kisses yeah and then it describe yeah. you know like it, it, it like you said there's a, it's romance kind of stuff it describes her kissing her way down uh you know to, to kiss your way down or down your body and she talks about like hover, hovering over your nipple um hey no fane nipple. don't got no nipple dude <laughs> unless, he, the, he unless might, it might be like a batman costume thing maybe yeah or like he's got a jewel uh installed on one of his ribs <laughs> sure the, the brooch yeah he's got a brooch it's uh, just it's there. So what's funny is like most of the time they account for when people are talking to Fane, you know, Mm -hmm. like they'll talk about, you know, if you're talking to an undead, they'll, you know, sense your marrow or what have you. It's funny that they didn't account for that in this. That's really weird. Yeah. It's it's uncharacteristic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The the normal one was very tender and sweet. Yeah. You know, and good. Uh, Even though it did do the joke that like. You know, like lately, a bugbear of mine has been sex and media being portrayed as like this weird outsized thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone, nobody knows how to put on a condom, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. In this one, there's a part where Sibyl's like, you rate it for around five. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty it, five. <laughs> <laughs> they're gods. You know, and it's like, the, the, I know they're are... ladies, so there's no refractory period. <laughs> right, right. Like, right. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that I know the secret, secrets of lesbian technology or anything, but like, <laughs> it's just i ran round five like yeah do you guys want to like talk about all the gods you just killed and shit yeah like oh. you guys want to play mario kart like, what, are you, <laughs> what are you doing yeah <laughs> like, uh i you know and i'm fain so like i don't know what's happening there's no physical gratification going on am yeah. i just a jungle gym lady <laughs> yeah no, no cum comes out there's no way yeah. for me to be done just spider webs you when you're done having sex with the skeleton <laughs> you know yeah. 
like, is this enough? You know, like, are you bored yet, Fane? Um, yeah, it just, uh, it's, you know, very, uh, very weird. Um, we, we, you eventually, we talked to Malady, uh, and all your companions have stuff to say about this, even if you're not blowing, you know, blowing their bones. Mm-hmm. Um, have you take it back to Rivlon? Um, and she'll mention this thing that Maester Siva had mm-hmm. talked about. Maester Siva says, like, hey, uh, beware of Malady. Um, I owed her something, but that debt dies with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you talk to Malady, she'll be like, hey, if I help you, um, Siva would have helped me here, but yeah. since she's dead, I might call on you to satisfy that debt. Right. Um, this is all sequel hook stuff, as we mentioned. Yeah. Um, we get to the act four of this, which I really like. Yeah. Um, the, uh, you know, after act three is kind of a dip, I think act four is really strong. Um, where we land in arcs, uh, we've, there's been a big, everyone's going to this festival, this thing called the endless prayer. Yeah. For Lucian day. Um, for Lucian day. Um, and when we go here, our ship gets stuck in the hall of echoes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the physical ship is dashed to bits, but we can go to this other realm whenever we want to, mm-hmm. um, to check in with the soul of the ship and, uh, do our stuff. Yes. And we're on a new Island. We are, we're here in this, uh, in this big city. So we're saying this, this was changed in the defi- defi- the uh, definitive edition, uh, arcs. Mm-hmm. My understanding is that it used to be really disappointing to a lot of people, uh, either mm-hmm. because it was limited or the quests were bad. You, as somebody who has played both versions, is it is it appreciably different? It's better. Yeah. Um, it's not... I remember liking it the first time, but I, yeah. I was definitely remembering the high points. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I was remembering the the dwarf plot and Losa's plot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as the high points. And they've just added more mm-hmm. uh, to yeah. it. Like, those remain good. <laughs> um, but it... And it's it's shorter. Like, it's no act two. Mm-hmm. You know, and if people were expecting that, like, like they weren't going to get it. No, no, that would be unrealistic. Uh, but it's neat, though. It's this big city uh, that is in a terrible, it's in terrible shape uh, because yeah. all of these conflicts are forever. Kind of, <laughs> well, they're, uh, I mean, the, the, the streets are full of dead bodies and you can talk to their spirits <laughs> and stuff. These conflicts are coming to a head. Um, yeah. you know, within and without the divine order, not just the fact that you have void woken and black ring who are making advances into the city, but also this schism within the divine order itself between the magisters, um, uh, and the paladins, but also the red magisters and the white magisters. Uh, there are magisters who are very, very insistent that, uh, they were not associated with the white magisters, the bad ones, the ones who are under control of Dallas, um, yeah. which, uh, you can decide whether or not you want to believe that. Yes. Um, and this plays into act two stuff. Um, if you warned the paladins about the white magisters, mm-hmm. they will, this will show up as their excuse for just taking out all the magisters. Right. Right. And you can leverage this to the uh, paladin commander here mm-hmm. who we'll talk to. Um, this is also obviously where, uh, Losa's plot, uh, climaxes. Um, Losa will talk to Melody and Melody be like, listen, I'm going to be there to help you mm-hmm. when it's time to confront the doctor. Yeah. Um, for me, Gareth was no longer alive. Okay. Uh, or, or no, he wasn't with me. He was alive, mm. uh, but he was not at the ship. Gotcha. Um, possibly because I killed Alexander. So I sent him on the vengeance path or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Um, but he gives you the first hint of this guy named Arhu, um, who is this paladin that tends the tomb of Lucian. Yes. And, uh, he's going to be one of our kind of hooks into this. Right. Right. Um, 
a couple of like little housekeeping things to do. You can go back to while you're on the ship, you can give Malady the Swornbreaker pieces or uh, uh, Almira. Yes, Almira. Sorry. Um, yes, I was, I was going to say like, man, I fucking missed it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I wrote the wrong thing down. Uh, but no, you can give the, the piece to the swarm breaker, uh, so she can sever her ties, uh, letting her yep. help you in the end game. Uh, but as you, uh, are approaching the city from where your ship crash landed, uh, you crest a hill and you see that, uh, the Kraken, the one who took down the, uh, the, the ship you were on the Merryweather or whatever it was, uh, the Kraken is, uh, doing Kraken things at the docks. Um, of arcs mm-hmm. and you can go down and yeah. fight it yeah uh i did this later okay um uh so it's a little bit more powerful um if you go here initially what you're doing is you're using your, your distance yeah to stay away from the kraken's main attacks and taking out its tentacles mm-hmm. um here um since i did this later i was able to just do a big aoe source thing yeah, yeah. You know, right on the middle and and, and fuck it up pretty good and yeah. make it run away um, but it's really one of the things I like about this, and this doesn't always happen in CRPGs, is it like things are happening. Yeah. You know, like this attack is happening. There's this feeling of like, while you were doing one thing, the plot is advancing and the world is continuing. Yeah. yeah. You know, which is something like when I think about this as an evolution of Baldur's Gate, I think about how Baldur's Gate uh, was originally intended to be a kind of an emulation of a tabletop campaign. Yeah. Right. Um, this is an emulation of a much more, uh, fashionable way of doing tabletop campaigns, which is to have time not stand still for your characters. Like a lot of games I played, like your blades in the dark and such, um, have these systems in place, uh, for the idea that the villains plots will advance while the characters are doing things. Mm -hmm. And this game emulates that really well. Yeah. You know, so ending up at this harbor and, you know, trying to track down Dallas, like the name of this chapter is called The Hunt for Dallas, mm-hmm. um, trying to going to this harbor and seeing like, yeah, shit's already fucked up. Yeah. Like, like while Dallas's we were messing ship. around with Divinity. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Dallas's ship, the ship is destroyed. Like, that's what the Kraken yeah. is wrapped around. Yeah. Um, there's also uh, a really amazing thing uh, down here. Um, after you beat this, there's a room that I didn't figure out this time and I... Didn't I miss the first time? Did you go down to like the frozen basement? <laughs> so I I never went back. I went down once yeah. and I was like, oh, I can probably just like tough my way through this. No, no, all my guys froze yeah. solid. You, you'll, you'll freeze to death. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea what that is. I, it's it's some kind of weird like little puzzle thing, but it was awesome because I felt like the first time I played this, I was very complete, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't notice those basements at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of detail. No, so I never figured out what was up. I, I just died, and I was like, "I'm like maybe something will point me to this later." No, nothing did. Yeah. So no. Um, there is uh, when you go to the ship, you can talk to uh, the figurehead. You know, it's also a living wood mm-hmm. ship. Find out what happened. Um, we get some hints about uh, Vredeman. You know, he's uh, older than he says he is, and Dallas is even older than the sea. Yeah. Uh, so Vredeman, older than this elf who lived an entire elf lifetime and died. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's that's something. Dallas being older than the sea is. Uh, we, we we've heard other things described that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, such as Fane uh, walking around saying, "I'm older than this island that we stand on at the beginning of the game." Hmm. Yeah. I'm stroking yep. my beard. They are yeah. not uh, who they say they are. No. Um. There's a little sub sub uh, quest here. 
mm-hmm. uh, which I, I, you, I don't think you got because we talked about it earlier, but it's right here. So I was going to chat about it real okay. quick. Yeah. Um, the little girl uh, who you found on Blood Moon, um, she is down by this area of docks where she's being controlled by a demon. Okay. And it's forced her to kill a bunch of people. Um, you can uh, fight her at this point and kill her as a little girl, which is not great. Mm-hmm. Um, you can convince the demon to take you over, which gives you a permanent mad uh, status effect, which is no good. Why? <laughs> um, or you can find out her name, um, uh-huh. which you find out through the city, uh, and just do this little fight versus this uh, this other demon. Yeah. But the uh, the important thing mechanically that happens is she explodes in a pinata of source orbs. Okay. <laughs> um, afterwards, which ended up becoming very important to like late game crafting and... Hmm. Uh, slotting into my equipment slots yeah, and stuff. So getting like 12 source orbs here at the end was very useful. <laughs> uh, do you fight her like in a, uh, like a, like a house that is like partly fallen down and it's like overgrown? Um, it, it looks more like docks, like a set of docks. Okay. Yeah. Um, like there might be like a shed. There's a couple little rooflets, but I wouldn't call it a house. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I did a bunch of fights outside the city before I got to the gates. There was one mm. that was like a like a little like overgrown temple. There was one, yeah. The no, temple was, is great. With yeah. The the uh, summoners, yeah. <laughs> like the the guys who are all like bonded to their animal, mm-hmm. Annapels. Um, I don't know what that is in the story, but it's a really cool encounter. No, no, that was that was good. I went over and did that, and I definitely you know what the 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 house uh, with like possessed people. Yeah, no, it was over by the docks. Like it was over by the water. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, so I definitely did an encounter there. Uh, there was no little girl that I saw. There was no source orb explosion, but uh, but it was definitely hmm. a thing. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, the big encounter to get into Arcs is at the gates, uh, where the paladins mm-hmm. are valiantly trying to fight against these void woken uh, that just keep coming. Uh, yes. And like you're walking in behind, uh, the paladins are going to be you know helping you from the front, but like it's it's a it's like a valley. Uh, that you're fighting in where the uh, void woken are spawning up on the walls. Uh, like just, uh, where the, uh, you know, like parapets or ramparts were up on the sides. Uh, mm-hmm. and they are void woken vampires and necro wings. So they're both like draining you, uh, taking your source away. Um, and you got these necro wings that are flying around. It's really hard to get into arcs. Yeah. Yeah. The, the kind of the trick here is to come in through the side if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy who was like fell off the parapet, um, who was injured. And if you go help him out, he's right next to a ladder. So you can kind of come in on high ground. Oh, uh, okay. So you're not in like the little kill box. Mm, okay. Uh, here, but yeah. this, this is very, hel- very difficult. And the paladins are not that useful. No, no. Uh, towards helping you. Yeah. Um, they, they, you kind of make, uh, friends here though. If you help them out, uh, the paladin says like, yeah, you know, the magisters were colluding with the black ring. Mm-hmm. And I can say, like, yeah, I, I told you that. Um, yeah. uh, and it's like, like Arx has been taken over by the Paladins. You need to check in with uh, Lord Kem um, if you want to know about Dallas. Right. And this kind of sets, uh, you know, this is our trail of breadcrumbs for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our first impression of Lord Kem, he's not enough on a very good foot with us. Because no. we walk in, he's doing an open-air execution of a woman who is begging for her life. Uh, and her wife is like, hey, you need to uh, you need to stop this. No, uh, would you help, please? Yeah. Uh, and you can go talk to him and say, like, hey, what's she accused of? This doesn't seem like justice to me, right? Yeah. 
Um, it's, she was accused of helping magisters. Right. You know, he, has, he has a hard line against the magisters. Um, if you helped out by tipping them off about the white magisters earlier, you can leverage this. Um, mm-hmm. And I leveraged it to get her exiled instead of killed. Okay. Uh, which felt like splitting the difference. Yeah. Um, you know. And, uh, you know, the, what she had, or no, it wasn't, she wasn't helping managers. She had, there were some kids who had fallen in with a black ring for like a steady paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't want to kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and this is the, the paladins who are occupying the magister barracks. And again, it's, it's happening now. Like they are searching it, trying to find out mm-hmm. clues, like as we are going. Yeah. Um, they know this is where Dallas and the white magisters orchestrated their schemes, but they can't find out, uh, how to get into any kind of hidden, you know, alcove or what have you. Right. Right. Uh, the way into this vault that's beneath here is in the kitchen. There's a hatch that is locked with a combination lock. Uh, you can either <laughs> use the clue that is on it, which is one, three, two. Um, however, it's not a, uh, it's not a number lock. Like there are little phrases. The one, three, one, three, two is actually telling you which, um, of the conversation op- options to pick in which order. Mm-hmm. So you pick the first one, pick the third one, the second one, the fourth. Uh, you can also like get the hint by, uh, turning on spirit vision and talking to this, um, ghost of a magister who is here. Ghost who, cryptographer. Like, yeah. Who, who, who thought he built this like unthwartable, uh, password lock. Um, yeah. you know, I figured it out, uh, before I realized that there was a, that there was a ghost here. And when I talked to him, I was like, no, my master plan ruined. Yeah. And then I sucked. Then I, oh, yeah. No, so. yeah. Can't fuck this guy. <laughs> um, when you get down to this like secret basement, um, here we have to, there's all this stuff about the, uh, Lucian, like the, the magister order and their, like the precepts. So that, yeah. that one, three, two, four, where you taking their, their mottos mm-hmm. and saying them in order. And here we're taking the, uh, like the devotions, like society, yeah. you know, the divine to the self, etc. Um, by pressing these buttons that are behind paintings, they're mm-hmm. trapped, uh, which goes to a sub sub basement, <laughs> um, which is actually their like library. Yeah. Um, there are, for me, there were just guys down here. Okay. Um, I killed Meister Magister Raymond. He was one of the guys who was in the boathouse. Oh, in act two. Um, but this area is trapped. Like it is full of, uh, oil and, uh, oil canisters and puddles of oil. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the Geist will, uh, attempt to knock down the chandeliers to set it on fire. Oh, nice. To burn evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to stop them and kill them and not set any fires in order to get all of the clues and stuff that are down here. Oh, which I think is super cool. Nice. So because you dealt with Magister Raymond, uh, so Magister Raymond was alive for me and he was like, you know, we're, you, you walked right into this. We're going to burn you. All that will be left is ashes that will not tell any stories about what you saw. Um, mm-hmm. And he lights yeah. it. He lights it on fire immediately. So you're fighting him in this inferno uh, that he built uh, him and That's his cool. guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can, I talked to him. I got his ghost. Mm hmm. You know, and learned what learned about the plot uh, here. Yeah. Um, what Dallas is doing um, is she's going to the cathedral, um, getting ready to purge the powers from Lucian's corpse using the right. Adoran. Yeah. Um, the idea is if they eliminate Source, they'll eliminate the Void Woken, and mm-hmm. this will fix the world. Um, he does not know the complete story. No, no. Uh, you know, but this is uh, his impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, after you kill him, uh, Linder Kem, the paladin leader comes down and is like, Oh, thank you for doing our dirty work. We'll set about, you know, searching this entire place. 
Um, the basement is filled with uh, filled with paladins. Uh, there's one piece mm-hmm. of information that I got that has some pretty startling information uh, to it. Uh, the mm-hmm. Magisters, they are working with none other than Bracus Rex. Remember back the island that, that Fort Joy was on? You know, Bracus Rex, you know, big, important, scary dude, uh, villain yeah, of the bad guy from the first game. Yeah, yeah. So he is back in play, and uh, he is the one who led them to the Aetheron. Uh, and where did Bracus Rex come from? Uh, Tarquin mm-hmm. raised him from his grave, and Dallas is controlling him. Uh, and she is presenting yep. him to the presenting him to the world as this uh, cloaked advisor of Riedemann. And he she he did it basically as a lark. Yeah, uh, you can go confront him. He's like, yeah, it was the greatest act of necromancy ever done. <laughs> you know, like can you imagine? He's fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, like that's a real feather in my cap, dude. Uh, and you can decide how mad you are. But he again, solid dude. Like the way he says it, he's like, yeah, I did this. I regret it though. That's why I'm making the anathema. Yeah you know, to kill this guy because it's like, that wasn't a good move. Like I, I couldn't resist the challenge. I know, but I'm trying to fix it. Yeah. 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 He told me that Dallas forced him. So, you know, who knows, mm. but like, it's not just an apology. He is, you know, literally putting together a godly artifact to undo it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that he says that he admits that he was doing it for necromancy. If you press him. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like that's very funny. If he told you that Dallas forced him, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, cause, cause I, I, I don't think that's actually true. Um, <laughs> I think he just regrets uh, fucking around on a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My fuck around, raise a necromancer. It's fine. And find out. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, While this is happening, we're getting some hints about Kem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not only is he a dick, but also like his his, animal, his like his dog doesn't like him anymore. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. <laughs> we're going to find out more about him. You can talk to the prisoner that you freed and say like, yeah, he really changed recently. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, there's this place that he goes in his house that only like only he can go. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah he doesn't talk to his wife anymore. Like they sleep on separate floors. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these like cool, like scary hints. Um, if you go to the cathedral, uh, we learn about like kind of what they're doing. There's the path, like people who do this pilgrimage, they do this thing called the path of blood. The path of blood um, is the advanced part of it. You can just come here and pray for Lucian to come back. If you are really devoted and think you're without sin, then you can do oh, the yeah. path of blood. You do the path, path of blood and a statue will ask if you've never, if you've ever stolen before, mm-hmm. which is very funny in meta. Cause it's like, it's a video game <laughs> about stealing. Yep. Uh, and I was like, yeah. And then I got exploded. Uh, but this, this is all fake like this is religion as a facade like this is not the real way right right you get past this um they're also engaging in something called the endless prayer which i'm kind of surprised i haven't seen in fiction Mm -hmm. before um it's kind of like the eternal flame like they're ensuring that somebody is always praying for his return Mm -hmm. um by like through shifts and stuff yeah yeah. um and people come here and like sacrifice their lives to the endless prayer like putting in 16 hour shifts praying Mm -hmm. at this thing yeah uh, but we're learning stuff like Lord Arhu is presiding over this. Doesn't seem great. Also, like mm-hmm. he developed the path of blood with a toy maker. Uh, yeah. Which kind of uh, implies the artificiality to this. A toy maker is never, no, never any good. No. Um, I ended up going into this a pretty different order. Like I did not go to the cathedral yet. Oh, okay. so I got all this information in a different, uh, different way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, this is one way you can, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I stumbled upon Arhu before I knew who Arhu was. Oh, wow. No, I followed that. I followed that. So I went kind of maybe the front way to this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long quest. Like finding Arhu is the majority of the first half of this, uh, this act. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's the main so, thing you have to do to get uh, get into the temple. Yeah. So I went right there and I uh, uh, just started asking around. They said, oh, Lord Arhu, you know, Francis is taking his bath. You know, he is uh, he, he's uh, over preparing for the Lucian Day uh, benediction. He is not to be bothered. You know, the paladin guarding his door won't let him won't let him in. Uh, so you can break in. You can teleport to his uh, to his quarters uh, just uh, through, you know, through the kitchen window. Uh, mm-hmm. and get in there and you find out that the place is covered in blood and it's ransacked. Uh, our who isn't here. Uh, and by yeah. poking around, you can find this letter saying like uh, Lord Kem asked to meet him uh, at, at uh, Kem's mansion uh, to talk about getting into the crypt. Something that uh, I mean, later on, uh, our who swore would never he would never allow to happen. Right. Yeah. So, OK. And then there's also a diary here questioning the wisdom of that. Questioning the wisdom of keeping the divine powers locked away in this heavily defended, this heavily defended crypt when uh, uh, it could actually help people. Right. Yeah. Can you? I don't have a lot of desire for like power or money, but can you imagine being able to set your life to not to be bothered? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Like having somebody outside of the door and just like, yeah, mm-hmm. just I'm preparing for something for a couple of weeks not to be bothered. Yep. Incredible. Yeah, that, that would be the Absolutely. way that I would use. I, I would definitely use power to isolate myself and there would be no negative consequences to that at all. 100%. Yeah. Like I know you're being sar- sarcastic, but <laughs> you're also saying something true. Yeah. Like, yes, I would. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I could use it in moderation. Yeah. I'm different though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wrote to them. Um, the uh, so we can find uh, we can head out uh, multiple ways. We're learning that Linder Kem mm-hmm. is the uh, the thing here. Um, when we go into the prison under the uh, the the Magister Barracks, mm-hmm. um, we can find the paladin that he was going to execute, uh, who mentions they changed their secret places. The mansion, as we mentioned, so we need to, we need to go to the mansion. Um, the mansion they're giving you a lot of clues that there's more to it. Um, there's an appraiser there who says that he has this vault full of treasures. Um, can you grab these three things for me? Mm-hmm. You know, this is just to put you on the trail. Yeah. And uh, if you go upstairs, you talk to his dog and he says like, yeah, I bit my master. I'm in trouble. Uh, he smells rotten now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you can also f- go upstairs and find a black mirror. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can break you can yeah. break into his room. There's lo- there's lots of ways yeah. to do this. Uh, I yeah. uh, uh, in order to get what I get what I needed here, uh, I sh- uh, shoplifted. I, I pickpocketed the um, lady cap, right? And you do mm-hmm. that by keeping her busy, uh, just by getting her to gossip about all of these other like uh, races. You know, mm-hmm. and they're like delegates that come here. You know, like ah, yes, this is the very room where those awful lizard people. Blah blah blah. Uh, it's yeah. funny and hateful. Um, and you one, can... of, one of the uh, the weird things is she's the only source of tea leaves. Oh yeah, in the game, which are really powerful buffs. <laughs> Fun. Uh, you can make three kinds of tea. One of which gives you um, a bonus uh, AP mm-hmm. for like several rounds, which mm. is just huge. Like it's it's basically a consumable haste yeah. that you can do before a fight uh, without taking any turn. Uh, huh. Really, really good. Nice. Um, when you get down into his vault. Um, which you have to use by uh, draining his fountain to get down there. There's like some plants that are guarding it. When you get down there, there are some uh, bots, mm-hmm. you know, Lucian some like bots. robot stone yeah. guardian guys. Um, these guys are tough. Uh, they have very low AP and they don't move very fast, but they hit like a truck. Yep. And they don't die unless you source drain them. Right. Um, and we find a painting here. Um, it's parts of a triptych, part one and three, but part two is missing. 
and this is actually the uh the key to get mm -hmm. further into the vault yeah uh it's really locked <laughs> There's <laughs> so mm -hmm. much security here. So you can go around asking about paintings. Uh, there's an artist uh, who is out in the basically the middle of where the huge battles were fought doing a plein air mm -hmm. painting uh, of the destruction. And he talks about, ah, yes, I am. I am painting with my own blood. Uh, it's my father's Did you talk technique. to his dad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the ghost who's just like, this guy's shit. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him to give up on painting. I'm, I'm so disappointed in my son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he talks uh -huh. about like, oh, yes, my dad made this famous painting that's in the cathedral. Um, and you can mm -hmm. go look at it. And it's a replica of the painting that, uh, uh, you know, the original is down there where the where the uh, middle part is missing. You can either steal it from the cathedral or you can go to the Thieves Guild. I didn't do the yes. Thieves Guild stuff, though. So I, I did the, the thieves guild. You can mm -hmm. get the original. Yeah. Um, these little moppets, uh, who stole the original. It's cool that you can use the replica. Mm -hmm. Um, the, I, I hadn't done that both times I went to the thieves guild. Yeah. Um, when you put in the, the painting, either the correct or the false one, a chamber opens. Um, there is a, another locked door, but, um, there's a bookshelf in there and there's a bunch of treasure and stuff. You're getting yeah, big yeah. payday. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a, a book on the shelf called uh, tome of the God King. <laughs> like, well, you know, uh -oh, God King. Yeah. Um, pulling this out opens that door. And there's a big statue of the God King who talks to you, um, addressing you and just basically saying that, uh, it's, you know, you're, what you're doing is faulty. You're not going to win. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I am one of the true adversaries of this game. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, so Kim, obviously a fan if he has this big old statue here. Uh, more yes. puzzles here. Like the there's a plaque on the altar that says only the God King knows the true weight of responsibility. Uh, responsibility mm -hmm. is uh, capitalized. And if you were poking around like in one of the anterooms for this, there's a big painting called Responsibility. Uh, yeah, you take it down and you place the painting on the altar to open it up or you just find anything that weighs more than 20 pounds and put it on the altar. Yeah, I was, I was going to think if you found the, the weight of it, if you could just use the weight trick, mm -hmm. which is yeah. pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, when you get down here, Arhu is down here, uh, his spirit being, or his body being pinned by three uh, black ring uh, kind of source ghosts. Mm -hmm. um, he's in front of a sworn breaker, uh, which you can grab. You imagine that Linder Kem was probably holding on to that, you know. Like mm -hmm. you, you make a, a, a pact with the God King when you think that you can get out of it. You know? Yeah. You want to have an insurance policy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he tries to stop you. You draw the source of the spirits and he says like, no, this hurts. Um, when you do it, black ring people attack. And the first thing they say is like damage them, but don't, don't harm them. The master will want to see that. Mm -hmm. And then Kem shows up and you get in this incredibly tough fight. This is, this is one of the hardest things in the game. For me. Yeah, this is this is really, really tricky. Um, I had to uh do a lot of fuck aroundery, like keep some of my characters uh in stealth mm -hmm. so they could join the battle later. Yeah. Um, you know, uh which ended up being kind of a a, a tactic I used a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh here in the late game. Mm -hmm. Um but Kem is no joke. Yeah. Um largely because he has a unique shield, which is my favorite shield in the game, mm -hmm. which automatically gives you deflection. So no projectiles can hit you. Yep. Uh including magic ones. You cannot shoot him with arrows or direct damage spells. <laughs> that is so much of my strategy, dude. <laughs> and yeah, my uh weirdly, like counterintuitively, the only character in my party who's a shield is my mage. Mm-hmm. Um, who, uh, and use shield throw to do physical damage. Mm -hmm. So I had this ridiculous shield that made her invincible to projectiles and she could do like 1,100 physical damage. Holy shit. 
every couple of rounds through wow. throwing the shield as long as she didn't lose her physical armor. Mm-hmm. Um, just really, really good. Um, this is super tough, though. No. Um, you want his his treats, but he is difficult. <laughs> right. Uh, it, so I, to win this, I had to throw Arhu to the winds. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to use turns to protect you. Uh, you know, yeah. you can talk to a spirit afterward, but yeah, uh, I needed to focus, uh, to leave everything, uh, leave nothing on the table. Let's say, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, when you kill him, you can talk to the spirit of Kem and he is still a dick. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he did not like the milk toast philosophy of the paladins. He wanted to serve a power that didn't require, require him to defend the defenseless. Yeah. You know, he's kind of a social Darwinist and I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> slurp <laughs> yeah. cool asshole <laughs> um when you talk to arhu or his spirit um you learn that lucian was determined that no god woken should reach his body they made the crypt impenetrable but he's the puzzle you know the escape room designer yeah, yeah. who put this together so he tells you the trick mm-hmm. um you have to get this medal from the toy maker um and the scroll of atonement you put the medal uh, in a place and read the scroll. Mm-hmm. And then uh, once you get inside, there's something called the room of death and you have to, there are five levers. You want to pull the ones that spell power. Right. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the toy maker, you can get this quest through a couple different ways, like to investigate him. You can find out that Linder Kem was investigating him. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of investigate him on behalf of him. If you're not hip to Linder being a shithead, right. which I love how that implies like Linder was getting closer to figuring this out, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. He was on the toy seller's uh, crotch. Um, when you talk to the toy seller, uh, he's a real weirdo. He asks you if you like puppets. Uh, and he's, you know, it's real like, they're my friends. I made them. Uh, energy. Home again. Home again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, he tells you about how to get, if you drop Arhu's name, you basically bypass having to convince him of anything or fight him. Yeah. Uh, but you don't get out of a fight because he sends you upstairs to, you know, get a, get into his little puzzle desk and uh, his little puppets, the Moppets, uh, start attacking you. The God King takes them over like little Calcabrinas. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, they fight you and they, they uh, yell at you mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, you can avoid this uh, if you sneak oh. up to the section he tells you to. Um, but you don't you maybe don't want to. Uh, because you want to make a uh, scrolls for apotheosis, yeah. Um, by taking puppet beads <laughs> uh, from them. Oh fuck! You know, just out of completeness, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a thing. Okay, I, I apologize because from from earlier, I'm not trying to necromance it. I just don't want anyone to yell at us for missing something. Okay. Did you do the imp pocket dimension in Act Three? No, I didn't. What? There's a really pretty fun quest where there's a ruby. It looks just like a ruby and two uh, void hounds okay. are chewing on it. And uh, the imps, who were a bigger part of the first one, who are like the little clockwork tinker gnome okay. kind of guys, um, it's their pocket dimension where they're keeping the world running, looking for the answer to, to life Okay. Uh, by creating machines that guess every single possible thing. <laughs> Um, over time, but it's all in despair. And you go into this pocket clockwork dimension where time is compressed and like solve puzzles and do fights, um, to save the world. And the reason why this reminded me of it is because it's the same sprite as the puppet bead. Okay. Is the, uh, the little clockwork dimension. And -hmm. then you can just sell it and it's like Ruby, 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 puppet bead, (laughs) impish pocket dimension. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh shit. You know? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's actually pretty fun and cool. And I, uh, 
forgot to mention that yeah. as a thing to do. Yeah. It's a big game. Really big game. Yeah. <laughs> um, just don't want anyone to yell. No. Uh, kind of tediously, you have to go charge this amulet he gives you with five souls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went to the wedding. Because <laughs> that, that, that has a lot of souls. Went shopping. Yeah. Yeah, I went shopping at the wedding. <laughs> um, now we have the things to enter the tomb, but we still have some stuff to do. Yes, we have a lot of companions that have some unfinished business. Uh, let's do the coolest one first. Let's talk about Losa. Yeah, uh, this is great, in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. This is, to me, this is the uh, kind of section of this quest line that, to me, rises, you know, elevates the game to, like, the writing in this, I think, is incredibly strong. Mm-hmm. And the concepts are very good. And I think that this is, uh, you know, ends up being Obsidian tier. Yeah. At its, uh, at its, at its highest point. <sighs> So I know Chris, Chris Avalon wrote for this game, right? Like he was brought I, onto I it as a, so. as a Kickstarter tier. This feels like him to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while you, uh, if you kill the advocate, um, while you're running around town, you will get jumped by regular people who turn into demons. Mm-hmm. Um, you can spot them in advance. They say like unassuming citizen or something. <laughs> um, they're all level 20. They're like higher level than you. Yeah. Um, really, really tough. You only have to take one of them down to critical, uh, mm-hmm. to make them run, but they will continue to harry you Yeah, <laughs> uh, throughout this. I, I love what they, you, <laughs> if you take them down to critical, one of the things they will say is they run as there are too few of us. Yeah. <laughs> Which Yipes. makes, I mean, makes sense. Like, no, I can't die for this stupid reason. We got to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if once you defeat, uh, either Kem or is, uh, Isbeel, Mm-hmm. Uh, which will show, show up later. Um, an elf shows up and says, the doctor will see you now. Mm-hmm. Um, you can say like, I'll see the doctor when I'm good and fucking ready. And he'll be like, don't leave the doctor waiting. Uh, yes. You can, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you go to the doctor's house, uh, which is in the upper right section of the city, mm-hmm. um, it's called the black house. And uh, Melody is there. And she's like, listen, you know, I found his home plane. This is where he keeps the souls that he steals. If we head there, we can weaken him. Yes. Uh, before this fight. Mm-hmm. And so she will teleport you there uh, to go deal with us. No yeah. combat here. This is this is just uh, story stuff. Uh, in the first room where you come in, uh, you find a black candle. Uh, this is how he keeps his souls, right? These candles made out of mm-hmm. black, black wax uh, with the flickering of their lives here. And these are people that he's made a deal with. You can, you know, mm-hmm. look into this one. This is Prudence, the barkeep who is the Flenser's mom. Right. Yeah. She made a deal with him and Malady says, you know, this is where his power come from, comes from. We need to snuff out the candles, you know, to weaken the demon. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, when you check in, you know, when you learn about prudence from the candle, mm-hmm. uh, prudence is doing pretty good and is pretty happy. Yeah. Um, you know, she's not evil mm-hmm. at this point. Like she didn't do it for an evil reason. She doesn't deserve to die. Right. And you can say like, what happens to the candle or what happens to the person? And Malady's like, what the fuck do you think? You know, yeah. like, <laughs> you're, snuff the you're, candle, you're, snuff you're, the person. You are literally snuffing out the candle, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, this is not uh, difficult. Um, I reluctantly decided to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the next choice, there are two candles that are fought are kind of locked in combat. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a weird sentence. Well, they're set in um, opposition to each other, right? Like yes. they're next to each other and they present this, uh, this nice little, um, contrast, right? Mm-hmm. You can, you know, yeah. look into them and you find out that one of them is a father uh, who desperately wants to be free from his enslavement to this demon, um, you know, regardless of what it costs. Like, he just wants out, right? Yeah. Uh, the other is a killer who is fine with his uh, situation. You know, he's raving mad and he's unrepentant. So, like, yes, both of these seem agreeable to me. You know, I'm fine taking a killer off the table, um, mm-hmm. you know, especially here playing cosmically, right? And if somebody wants out, Guess what? <laughs> Sleep. They get yeah. out. Euthanasia. <laughs> the duck feed promise. Yeah. Um, and you, you're like, okay, this is going to send me, give me a series of little character judgments. Yeah. Like ethical you know, decisions. Video, right. Yeah. I played video games. This is, this is, this is an ethical thing, but it pulls the rug out from under you. Uh, right away. Uh, the, this reveal is fucking God tier, Gary. <laughs> it's great, dude. Like my jaw <laughs> dropped. Like the first yeah. time I was playing it, it's so good uh-huh. for a game that is like, you know, CRPG. So we're not, we're dealing with little, little men on a little board, uh-huh. you know, 2d isometric assets. Right. Yeah. Doing scale in that, engine in this genre is difficult to do uh-huh like this would be a cutscene, yes in in a more cinematic game mm-hmm. but they don't do it like that um you come around a corner and it's like oh shit these were just some kind of loose ones there's this huge sea of candles it's an ocean thousands millions of them all yeah, these souls that of... are that are pledged to a drama leak this guy has been you know doing this for a very long time and is a very bad man mm-hmm um, and it's like, yeah, you could, you could take out, you know, the mother of, uh, that killer or these two guys, but will you, you don't get to know any of these people. No. Are you willing to provoke, you know, provide this genocide basically? They call it a genocide. They say, you yeah. know, like, do you condemn them to non-existence, you know, yeah. for being associated with this demon, you know, or just being a victim, a victim to him, you know, and yeah. Malady is making you a utilitarian argument saying demons stick around forever, right? Like, yes, we're, we, we are doing this to save, to save the ones in the future, potential future victims, right? And this is, uh, it's kind of a weird, like, I didn't really think about it until we were recording this, but it's kind of a low key theme of the game. Yeah. Like genocide shows up a lot. Yes. Uh, in this game as, as a kind of thing. And a cool thing about this um, is you don't have to do this. No, no. Um, you can you can take the moral high ground. Um, I think the fight is too hard. Uh, <laughs> I can't beat the fight without doing it, which was yeah. a wonderful, like, little bit of, like, ludonarrative consonants. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to, I wanted to not snuff all the candles. Uh, I was unable to do it, and I tried yeah. many times. Yes. Um, that is a really cool feeling to be like, okay, I'm going to go sacrifice my morality for the greater good because I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a really cool thing that, uh, only like an interactive medium or a video game can, can make you do. Yeah. I didn't think about it from that angle, but you're spot on. Yeah. I, I, I love it when that kind of shit happens. Mm-hmm. I just, I absolutely adore it. Um, Malady will summon a flood and just put out all the candles and you get to see them all go out, mm-hmm. you know, over this, uh, this field. Um, it's heavy shit. Yeah. Um, and now we can go into the, the black house and the black house is fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, there are all these nurses that are named after musical notes. Yep. It's like nurse Doe, <laughs> nurse Ray, dose me, mm-hmm. nurse me. Um, and they're all like herky jerky and fucking weird. Mm-hmm. It's all super scary. 
Um, and you go in and confront him uh, directly, yeah. um, the doctor uh, here. Uh, and the you doctor have power is sin. over him now. Yeah, the doctor is sin, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, but no, no, but you, but yeah, you can you 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 can talk to him, and this is my first time that I've ever you know kind of seen what he is what he is like, right? But this is the mm-hmm. voice that is kind of in her head, and you know he does some like textbook abuser stuff, saying like, oh, you know, I'm shocked at your lack of gratitude. Why would you come and do this to me after everything that I've given to you, all this power? Yeah. I'm you know I'm making you a god. It is so well observed and horrible. Yeah. Like I, I just read that, uh, 3096 days book about okay. the, the woman who was kept in the basement dungeon, dungeon for eight years. Mm-hmm. And this was the shit that that guy did as well. Like you should yeah. be grateful, you know, all of this stuff. It's all classic abuser stuff, but it's just, it's so fucking gross. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I'm not blowing any minds by saying that. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, duck feed proudly comes out against abuse, <laughs> but you don't see it um, laid as a metaphor on stuff very often. No. And I mean, pr- pro- probably for, probably for good, you know, you want to make sure that you're using that ammo responsibly. Right. Yeah. If you're going to take and that, I, I take that shot, yeah. you want to do it right. And I, th- I think this game does it really well. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, I don't want to see Captain America have to, you know, go into some abuse dialogue in order to pick up his shield or some shit yeah yeah like, but this this has a an element of kind of grand grandiosity mm-hmm. to it like this feels suitably big mm-hmm. to be using it responsibly and when you play as losa and it's in your head the entire time it's really like sharp dialogue yes between the two of you mm-hmm. um, yeah. here's the wild fucking thing is that if you don't if you acquiesce to him um it is not the the apocalypse mm-hmm. that everyone promises like oh you losa and him will team up like he is being genuine in what he believes even if he's being he's evil uh-huh like he's not lying about this like right. he genuinely thinks you should be great gracious and that the two of you need each other right like well, that's false it's shitty it's abuse mm-hmm. but he also believes it yeah it just the the the, the, the fact that he is entering this I mean, somebody who relies literally on other people for his power, uh, mm-hmm. it is it probably not the most obvious thing. But yeah, there would be a codependent streak in them, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And again, like it, it had all of this resonance with that book I was reading where like the victim in that book, you know, was wrestling with this whole thing about like, yeah, don't tell me I have Stockholm Syndrome. This is the only person I talked to for eight years. Of course, yeah. I care if they died, mm-hmm. you know, Um it is really, really interesting. Like if, you know, it's spoilers for the end. Like if you get to the end and, uh, you still have the demon, you become like a, a God and Satan figure. You become a dark yeah. divine and a light divine. Mm-hmm. Um, you separate. Yeah. Like basically like it's not, he's not lying when he says he will help you do this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can talk to him here and you can say like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, and it changes the emboss fight and everything too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause, cause this, he this asserts is really himself. tied into the yeah. plot. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, um, but like, regardless of like what you do with him, you still have to deal with the demon problem. Uh, like in the ending, like this is yeah. a, this is a rogue faction that is still incredibly powerful, uh, regardless yes. of what happens and could, could potentially become more powerful. Right. Yeah. Um, I deny him. I say, no, you know, just no, no purchase for this. I've seen what you've done, you know, and just like this line, you know, it's, it's not subtle, but it doesn't have to be. He says, this changes nothing. You are mine, mine and mine alone. I don't need your consent. I only need your soul. 
So yeah, regardless of your wishes, you know, he will take, he will take what he needs from you. Yeah. Really fucked up shit. Yeah. Um, he will turn into a big demon monster, mm -hmm. uh, after a round, um, on the difficulty I was playing at this, this is one of the hardest fights. Yeah. Um, I did in the game. The demon was incredibly difficult yeah. uh, to beat. I had to teleport nurses out mm -hmm. uh, kind of one by one to eliminate his backup. And this ended up actually being where I used my um, get out of boss fight grenade. Which one? The uh, anathema or the grenade? No, the grenade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying this to, to make you mad because I know you struggle with the end. I forgot I had anathema. <laughs> uh, so, so I yeah, did, did not yeah. need to even consider anathema. Okay. Um, I just kept it around for a rainy day with my second sworn breaker. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> just, yeah. I'm ending yeah, the show now. Like all these, yeah. I'm going to start my own chem basement uh, in the future. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I, I found this incredibly hard. Mm -hmm. um, once you uh, take him down, you get Losa is feeling good. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, she, there's still this presence in here because again, this has been with her for most of her life, Yeah, but it's, she is now free. Like yeah. at least when you play as her, um, she's incredibly free. You find her lute, mm -hmm. uh, which she had taken, uh, L U T E yes. and she can sing a little song. Yeah. You can get the song with her as a, uh, as a, uh, side character as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I I love the way that it's written. You know, you can ask her, like, how do you feel? This is the thing we've been working for, you know. And she says, you know, I can still hear him. Like, he's still there if I listen. You know, he's just a whisper deep down. But I can choose not to listen to it. Yeah. You know, and she says, oh, good. I was just going to say, it's not going to, you know, it's not in charge anymore. Right, right. You know, and trauma will always be with you, right? And I, I love yeah. what she says. You know, I guess that's a new kind of freedom. Maybe not the freedom to be alone, but the freedom to choose which company to keep. Yes. Very yeah. touching. Really, really good stuff. Yeah. Very touching. Um, You can get into this through another way if you don't go in through this front door, through mm -hmm. the Void Woken Fish Exchange. <laughs> Which you go to the dock outside his house where he's having void fish delivered to him to eat. Uh-huh. And you uh, put one of your teleporter pyramids in his fish barrel and then <laughs> cast the spell to swap the barrels. Oh, yeah? Um, and then teleport into his basement. Oh, that's um, super obtuse. Yeah. It's one of the most obtuse things I've seen in video games. Uh, <laughs> uh, but either way you get into his basement, you're going to want to mm -hmm. uh, because it's horrifying and creepy. Um, Jahan got down here. He was, uh, you know, he got captured trying to take him out, um, here. There are other demon hunters who have been taken out. Like this mm -hmm. guy was really bad news. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a dwarf down here with his tongue cut out. And the fact that this is called black house, this feels like feels a little Stephen Kingy. Like the, like those are explicit mm. references, uh, both to, uh, both to dark tower related things. Uh, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the basement, the powerful basement prisoner with the tongue cut out. And uh, and the black house uh, as a yeah. uh, as a place. I who knows if that is intentional, but uh, you know, being who I am, I I've got to put it out. Yeah, they're 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 not yeah. reference shy. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's very good. Yeah, it is a very good quest. It's my favorite companion side quest by by quite a bit. Yeah, even well, though I have not uh, done the dwarf stuff with the beast, and I cannot remember if ends. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, and also it doesn't end on like an, on a purely positive note. Like as you go to leave, Losa gets a vision. You know, because she has been touched by the demons, she can see all of the planes with all of the lost souls. Mm. Um, you, you don't get this if you are if you are Losa. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. No, yeah. but that gives her like a new purpose. Like, oh, this problem is way bigger. She says it's millions upon millions. Like it's more than you could possibly imagine. She kind of sees the, the 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 dark forces behind everything. Um, also, if you talk to the spirits of the nurses, you can find out that they were like Losa. They were people mm-hmm. who were possessed uh, and they found their way to the doctor and tried to get their revenge, but they were beaten. Yeah. Um, Same thing with Jahan. Yeah. Like it, it's like what he does, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Milosa also became a demon hunter, um, mm. but it wasn't uh, through getting this different vision. Yeah. That's a uh, plain vision. Um, the dwarf stuff in the final area is also really good. Yes. I think. I think this is cool. Um, we go to the estate of Michael Rose, uh, who is this uh, dwarven uh, guy who we got sent to by Lohar. Mm-hmm. And we can go in and talk to him. You can also beast your way in. Yep. <laughs> uh, and kind of learn a bunch of uh, stuff about what's going on here. This wedding has been attacked by Voidwoken. Mm-hmm. Um, here is this like great tragedy that's happening in town. Uh, and you can learn that the queen is holding court in the sewers mm-hmm. um, and has a new advisor. Whenever anyone gets an advisor, it's bad news uh, in any medium. Yeah. You, know, like, you, know, you never get an advisor. <laughs> yeah. um, is Beale. Yes. Uh, it, she is no good. Yes. This is Beale person. Uh, a connection between these two things. Uh, the wedding cake explodes, and there are um, yeah. uh, possessed moppets. There are you know, puppets here. Uh, they were sent by the doctor. He wanted to stop with the dwarven plot because he knew it was going to yeah. happen. It was going to be bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. Again, <laughs> cross purposes, you know, enemy of my enemy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check out when you're in the garden where the wedding was during this massacre. You can check out there's this statue mm-hmm. uh, that has a pipe on it that has a smell. And if you pass the right checks, you can. it smells like death fog. Yeah. Uh, this was this was uh, a pipe that goes yeah. underground. <laughs> so uh, we can go down into the sewers uh, to find one of the ways to get to the queen. The sewers are really expansive mm-hmm. uh, and quite yeah. trapped, actually. Uh, one of the things is there are uh, crates of death fog that can leak. Uh, and there's also a spider mm-hmm. ambush where some of the spiders have been uh, death fog tainted. And when you kill them, they explode in death fog, which means they will kill anybody in your party who is not undead. Yeah, if they're next to them. Yes. Um, you can also pick up a crate or barrel of death fog and mm-hmm. use it. Oh. Uh, you can toss this at people. <laughs> um, if if they're not a skeleton, they will die. Hmm. Um, the uh, you're making your way to the court here. Um, I had the the this brick um, that I got from the conspirators' corpse at the wedding as well to get mm-hmm. in, and uh, we walk in, and they'll initially start. Uh, you know, her holding this like twisted parody of court life in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she she was saying like, oh, you know, bow before your queen and everything. If you call them on anything, like I knew who Isabel was at this mm-hmm. point because I'd seen reference. Isabel is just like, oh, okay, I can't keep this up. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> even the minimal uh, effort is too much. Just I'm gonna fucking kill you. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, she turns on Justinia, saying, oh, you yes. fool, I've been using you. Uh, Arx is going to fall, and your name is going to be tainted forever as one of the biggest mass murderers in history, right? Yeah. You know, and part of the dynamic here, this is something that, you know, has come out in Beast Quests, you know, in, bre- in Breadcrumbs or whatever. Uh, Isbel's been around for a little bit, um, and this is kind of a, uh, a metaphor for an arms race, right? Yeah. The Dwarven Kingdom and Justinia, she saw... Uh, what humanity did to the elves, right? She saw that they're, you know, just they can just decide to nearly wipe out, wipe out an entire race. Um, Isbale got into Justinia's ear and said, "You need deterrence. 
you know, yeah. you, you need to stockpile this stuff in order to protect the Dwarven Kingdom. You need to sit on this so they don't fuck with you, right? Uh, but that's yeah. not exactly why Isbail, you know, was was doing all of this. There's a there's an altered plot, but that is part of what Justinia's motive is. Yeah, yeah. the The idea is just uh, once somebody has access to this weapon of mass destruction, the genie's out of the bottle. Yes. You know, there's no going you know, back. Every dot com's going to have a Metal Gear. Exactly. Exactly. And then you watch just a bunch of stock footage of people in a factory. <laughs> it's it's actually really inept writing. Right? Um, so the uh, she knocks you out um, at this point, uh, Isabel, and you wake up in this pit of this toxic pit where mm-hmm. she's doing, uh, she knows you're a, uh, a Godwoken and she's been doing experiments on Godwoken. Yeah. Um, it turns out she's an eternal, she's an undead mm-hmm. and she kind of gives you these elemental effects, um, as you're paralyzed, but right before she can send into the death fog, your paralysis wears off and you get into this fight with her and her black ring cronies. Yeah. This is a fun fight. <laughs> it's tough. This is great. It's tough primarily because of line of sight stuff and it's difficult to keep yourself up on the, uh, up on the ledge. Like if you teleport yourself mm-hmm. out, they'll keep on teleporting you down. If you teleport them down into the pit, they'll teleport you back up. Uh, but, uh, if you can manage to turn the tides and get them to, uh, get them to be killed by their own traps, that is super satisfying. Yeah. When, one of the, uh, most overpowered things in this game that I'm very happy they didn't uh, patch out mm-hmm. is, uh, there's a geomancer spell um, called like worms of the earth or something that gives enemies the entangled status. Yep. And if you have torturer uh, magic armor, won't block it. Yep. So you could put anybody anywhere um, <laughs> teleporting them into the pit and then holding them there with that was my move. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you. You're not teleporting out. You know, uh, you have to stay here while I set this on multiple kinds of fire. Nice. Um, really, really fun fight. Uh, when you get done, um, is we can talk to Isabel uh, and find out what she was trying to do uh, here. I did not get the right checks mm. for this. I didn't. She ended up talking to my non-persuasion character. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, on accident, and then like some of these, you only have one chance to yeah. do. So. Yeah. Um, so I talked with her, and what she learned from her is you know get get her to reveal that uh, you know she wanted to cause chaos. Yes, but she had this personal motivation. Um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to get, you know, to get this, um, to amass this death fog and release it to scour all of the life from arcs, you know, this, the seat of human power, uh, she has a personal motivation is revenge. She describes, you know, you don't know what it feels like, you know, to have your eyes burst, you know, you know, to have to yeah. feel your lungs liquefy, to feel your brain swell. She was killed in the, in the death fog attack. She's not an eternal, She's just somebody who died and got sworn to the, you know, to the death, uh, to, to the God King. The God King. Yeah. yeah. Who, who used her revenge motivation um, to be, to, you know, to be brought here. Uh, she wanted humanity to know what it felt like. Right. Yeah. And that's why she's well, amassed this death fog and rigged it to all this, all these pipes around arcs. Uh, you know, and she asks you, you know, you know, wouldn't it just be right? You know, you, you have, you have to understand there needs to be consequences and retribution. She will, you, you can activate the machine and kill everybody in yeah, arcs yeah. if you want to. You, you, that is kind of your next, next choice here is what to do with the machine. Yeah. Um, you have three options. You can kill everybody in arcs, mm-hmm. which turns into a ghost town and makes everybody mad at you. <laughs> um, you can, uh, 
destroy the machine, which causes death fog to start leaking through the sewers. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do that because I had met the thieves guild and they were charming moppets. Right. Right. And they, they refused me. I think there might be a check, but I was like, Hey, there's a lot of death fog down here. You shouldn't set up your base down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? uh, but I couldn't, you know, I couldn't convince them or yeah. you can release into the ocean, um, which also has consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what my series of choices were, but because I had done that, um, my ending slide for arcs is it was cut off from the rest of the world because death fog that was floating up from the ocean. Oh shit. Yeah. So it ended up atrophying. It's like a, like a Chernobyl um, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also go find uh, Justinia here. Um, and I'm interested to hear you talk about this because I didn't have beast with me. Yeah. So she was just kind of like, Oh, I can't believe she took advantage of me. Oh, well, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was being crazy. I was going to do the death fog, but what are you going to do? And I was like, all of my companions were like, kill her. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck you. You don't get to do this atrocity. And I, I just killed her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what does it work when, what happens when you have beast? Yeah. So, uh, you talk to her and you know, she admits her mistake, um, and says, you know, she was weak. She wanted to protect her people and she was fooled. Um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, she, she was tempted by this seemingly easy way to protect her kingdom. Right. Uh, and when, you know, you have a beast here is like, you, you just, it's, it's unforgivable what you even thought of doing, right? You know, just, you know, why would you fuck around with death fog? And Justinia, I, I mean, I think re- says something a little bit reasonable, which is, hey, beast, you, you know, you've been out there running around playing at fantasy. Well, I've had to accept the responsibility of leading, you know, Marcus, my cousin, you know, yes, mm-hmm. she exiled him because of trying to unseat her. It, it, but, you know, like just he he thinks that it's easy and it's 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 not. Um, yeah. And Beast leaves, you know, leaves the decision to me. And, you know, and I thought, you know, she didn't know what he was doing. You know, what 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 is Bell really wanted to do? She was playing with this fire, but like nothing bad ultimately happened from it. And because there was mm-hmm. nothing, you know, terrible that happened aside from all these people, you know, trying to use her and there was the pen- potential for this, like, sorry, was enough, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I free her and she says, you know, I will free the rebels, you know, beast, you know, don't, don't try and come here and rule with me because your, your role is as God woken for our people. Right. And, and to yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. I was persuaded to, yeah, that- you know, to let her live. Right. Yeah, and it, it's ultimately, I think, the better thing to do. Yeah, uh, The ending for the dwarves wasn't absolutely tragic mm-hmm. uh, for me because I killed her, but it wasn't super good. Yeah, um, Weird little Easter egg, if you, when you're in the fight with Isbael, if you can free Justinia, she'll Ooh. join you. Nice. Uh, during the fight, you can just like walk over there and open her uh, her room. Hmm. Um, this also completes the, uh, the prisoners that have been escaping from the magister jail. Okay. Uh, what had been happening was Isbale had been taking them to experiment on them. Oh shit. Out of the frying pan. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you can kind of find her little back room. I also love when you go back to the court, um, you can find Justinia's Royal quarters that she has set up in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love that. Again, this like twisted parody. <laughs> yeah. Their canopy bed and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a couple, uh, little side quests. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, one of which, which is pretty major. Well, it's your, um, it's your, the finish, the, the, uh, campaign quest. Yeah. For, uh, for Red Prince. Yeah. Uh, be, while we're in the sewer, uh, the past mistakes one, mm-hmm. um, there's a little creepy boy that the other seekers had taken with them and imprisoned. Um, and they are dead, uh, keeping him in prison through a ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out he's actually a powerful sorcerer yeah. and a shithead. <laughs> um, 
if you free him, he's very difficult to beat. Uh, I ended up actually running away. Okay. And then he shows up later, um, just past the path of blood. Yeah. Same, same um, for me. Yeah. <laughs> really hard. All yeah. these people that he has with him. Uh, th- there's one of them that is just a dedicated charmer. Yeah. Yeah. Difficult fight. Um, there's also a little bit with the school that's nearby that you uh, can reopen. Yeah. It's a way to get down um, to the thieves guild, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it ties into some of the quests and stuff, but it's not uh, particularly strong on its own. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing here is the Lizard Consulate. Uh, they have a, uh, a consulate here, and it's been overrun by these very special Voidwoken. Um, when you go in, there are all these Lizard Men Voidwoken things that <laughs> can respawn if they get over to uh, Cursed Fire. Okay. So you can't kill them as they are. Uh, you have to either kill them and then get rid of the cursed fire, or you have to bless them twice so hmm. they're no longer cursed. Okay. Um, this is a huge pain in the dick because uh, respawning enemies are a pain in the dick. So yeah. I just ended up having somebody sneak through. Yeah. Um, invisibility, uh, invisible, you, and teleported. You called them very special void woken, and I laughed. I just have to tell you what I pictured was these void woken that go around and capture kids and put them into refrigerators at dumps. Yeah. 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 And teach them about drugs and gangs. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Continue. Yeah. Continue. Uh, <laughs> when you get through, you get to the garden, like this, like Arabian Nights, beautiful garden uh, of the, uh, the lizard people. Mm-hmm. And if you are, uh, you can find a dreamer here with the red prince and he can open up a portal to, um, I can't remember what they call it, but it's basically like the dream realm. Yeah. That the, yeah. Uh, the lizards live in. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go there, uh, you first start off in a little arena where you fight copies of all of the big bosses we fought so far. Oh. Um, that are like reflections of the Red Prince's inadequ- like delusions of inadequacy. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're taunting him about how he'll never be enough. And he's, you know, uh, and taunting him about his guilt. Uh, it turns out the Red Prince was the one who had the idea to use the Death Fog. Oh, shit. Um, because he was, uh, you know, he's the prince of the House of War and it was a tactician. Like, he had never actually been involved in war. He just, like, laid on chaise lounges and made brilliant and effective tactical decisions. Oh, so he he never realized that there were human stakes. He was just moving pieces yes. around on a board. Okay. It, it's exactly that. So he has a lot of guilt around that now that he's been out in the world. Yeah. And they're taunting about it. Um, it's a very tough fight. You know, you fight a, a copy of Dallas and a copy of uh, Alexander and such. Hmm. Um, and they will respawn until you destroy the black mirrors. Okay. Uh, they're in the area. Um, I had to cheese it by destroying the black mirrors at range before the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you get there, you find out where, um, your, the, the red princess has been, she's been hanging out in this dream realm to stay safe from the God King. Oh, um, cause he has a lean on her, right? He has a lean on her. Um, she, she escaped, you know, from the uh, guy who took her. Uh, back in act two, but she's here and can't leave because as soon as she leaves, the God King's going to get her. Right. She's pregnant. She's had eggs mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, if I get out there, he's going to make me do these things, you know, control these dragons to bad ends. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, use a sworn breaker on her, uh, which I think that the red prince will fight you. If you say like, no, no, oh. <laughs> you know, if you just, if you just don't a, have one. Sure. But if pretty, like, I'd rather save it. It's a pretty good use for a sworn breaker. <laughs> I think it's like the only like really like unapologetically good one. Well, Elmira can, uh, ends up being really good. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so I used it on Elmira, Elmira, but then I took it back. Okay. Uh, from her, mm-hmm. uh, so that's why I ended up with my spare one. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Well, you can also use it to uh, to break uh, Wind uh, Windigo, Windigo, right? Yeah, yeah. 
which I did not do. I was like, you know, no. you, no. <laughs> you made your bet. Um, I, yeah, I just, I was just let it go. I, I don't know why. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just like, I, I got one. I want to save it. <laughs> um, but then as the red prince, you can breathe fire on the eggs and you'll get a dragonling summon. summon that's your son. No. <laughs> Um, your small adult son don't charm me or my son ever again (laughs) exactly exactly um who is a great little like fire uh critter and characters will express doubt like hey we don't want to be giving the lizards this power Uh uh-huh you know and in a subversion like it actually works out pretty well Mm -hmm. um at least for my ending they ended up being a really powerful part of the alliance nice and uh, using these dragons, like they never succumbed to anything, but they were good guys because I had influenced the Red Prince nice. in a good way. Yeah, um, it's good stuff. Like it, mm-hmm. it, he's a good character, and it's a good storyline. I was glad to have a chance to experience it. Yeah, on the second run through, I was reading some dialogue, you know, uh, and I you know, just just about this quest, and there's like something something that I read, like yeah, you know, it used to be that I wanted my empire to span from sea to sea, but like now you know, that's gone away. I just want to watch my kids fly, you know? Yeah. To, you know, because we, we used to be this and now we can be it again, you know? Yeah. It's, it's quite sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he ends up being a, a really good, uh, good character. His epilogue is also really touching, mm-hmm. you know, when, when at the end, when you're on the ship. Yeah. Um, there's other stuff, uh, we missed. It's fine. <laughs> We're going to go into uh, most of those relics of Rivalon things. Like yeah, I did one of those yeah. here, but it's not that interesting. Um, here's where you want to get your equipment. Yeah. Uh, at maximum, because you're going to come to the point of no return pretty soon. Yes. Um, so you want to be spec'd uh, strong mm-hmm. and uh, everything as you head to Lucian's tomb using the amulet and the scroll to get down into the uh, the actual final dungeon zone. Yes. Yeah, uh, so I get down there. I have to deal with the kid from past mistakes. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the him and his people. It's uh, it's 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 rough. Uh, and yeah. after I clear them out, I open up Lucian's coffin, uh, but it's empty. Yeah, no uh, Lucian. Uh oh. Yeah, they've been worshiping an endless coffin. Can you imagine all those endless prayers just going into an empty coffin? <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, this is like meant to be kind of a prestige dungeon, so it needs to have puzzles. Yeah. Uh, there are two puzzle rooms in it. Um, this first one, I don't mind. I don't like the second one. Yeah. Um, the first one is a Bioshock, lo- uh, hacking <laughs> puzzle, basically. Yeah. That's kind of testing your knowledge of the geo, uh, modding to, to a degree, right? Like you can, yeah. you can, you can look at it, uh, and you, you see there are, uh, so it's, a big field of like pipe segments um, mm. that stands between uh, th- six different uh, kind of like pots of elements. Uh, so there, uh, you know, on, on either side, there is what is it? It's blessed water, blessed bl- or blessed um, fire. And then uh, at the far end, you see that there is blessed blood as well. But at the near end, there is no blessed blood. Uh, yes. so what you have to do in order to, in order to, uh, solve this, you have to go in and do all of the pipe routing to create a path for these things to run down. Then you have mm-hmm. to either do, uh, a, a, a spell to summon blood or have somebody stand on front, uh, stand on top of a pipe and hurt them or do a flesh sacrifice to create blood. Uh, and then you also have to bless that blood in order to, you know, create a source 
for all of the stuff to make its routing over to the uh, the matching the matching element on the other side. The order of operations on this it makes this whole thing feel a little bit like trying to pair a Bluetooth speaker to your phone. Mm. <laughs> it's like what well, yeah. you know like okay when do i bless this when do i put the blood down when like when does it start and also the interface is a uh like the thing that you uh interact with to start and stop things it's like gestures that you do on this uh on it's this stone plate yeah yeah which is which is lame it also the the pieces of the pipe turn really slowly yeah yeah um and they only turn clockwise. Yep. So if you have to move it three turns, it's it's a time tax. Yeah. Um this is easier not on a controller. This was easier with a mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but not not great. I just liked that uh I was like, oh, I need to make blessed blood. I can yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that was a good feeling. Yeah. Um after we get through here, um, we get the line of anguish, which is just a hallway <laughs> that leads to the room of death. <laughs> Don't worry, it's actually a closet. Yeah. Um and we get to the room of death, which is my bugbear. Yeah, this uh, sucks. Here. This is worse than the than the than the other one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this, this to me this is the low point of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my least favorite thing the game does. Um, the idea here is you're in this room, this like set of rooms full of levers. Mm-hmm. The levers have different like virtues, you know, different adjectives on them, and we know we have to spell out the ones that say power. Um, while this is happening, though, tons of little shitty puppets are walking around pulling the other levers, mm-hmm. um, which do horrible things. Yeah. Uh, to you, they can turn you into a cow. You just have to wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can hit you with meteor. They can release death fog. They're fucking horrible. Yeah. And uh, they come back to life. It's such a pain in the dick. Um, it's not so bad if you know just a beeline. Like once I do the levers, they'll die. Just yeah. get to the fucking levers. Mm-hmm. But one of the most common things they do is teleport you across the map. Yep. It's such an annoying time tax. Like they, I was in no danger of dying. Like mm-hmm. I, my armor could handle these guys. Yeah. You know, and between, you know, just putting fortify or shields up, like I was fine. Yeah. But man, was it tedious. Yeah. You told me, uh, to make a beeline. So this, you know, not attempting to fight the puppets made it a little bit easier. Uh, what I wish I knew. And if anybody's listening to this and they want to slap their head, you don't have to press the levers in order. And it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they um, if they pull a lever between the, the the ones that you do. So I thought like I have to keep these things, I have to keep these things busy so they don't mess up my spelling. No, you just yeah. have to hit the five levers that say power. It doesn't matter what happens in between. It doesn't matter what order you do this in. So I ended up like losing some time to this, even though I wasn't like trying to kill the kill the puppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really, you know pretty late in the game for the nadir of the game yeah you know and it's like it sucks that it it leaves a bad taste in the mouth at Mm -hmm. the end here but it's also ultimately pretty small it's one room in this game that is ridiculously huge yeah you know uh they i allow them this misstep Mm -hmm. um once you get past this um i did this the spider did not pop up oh uh for me i don't think so oh no no yeah it did Mm. um yeah i remember now um the spider pops up it's a void woken um, and it's actually Harina. You know, we had learned that the Void uh, Woken are actually the Eternals mm-hmm. on the other side of this thing. And this is Fane's old assistant back yeah. when he was a researcher. Yeah. And she says, hey, um, there's another option to all of this. Fane, you can restore the Eternals and lock the king outside of this world. All that it takes is steal the power of the Seven um, and uh, steal the life from all of the mortals, restore the Eternals, and then close the veil. This would restore yeah, the balance. Yeah, it would undo the original sin. You know, we go back to the way yeah. it was. 
Yeah, it would undo history, basically. Yes. Like, all of these struggles, all of the, you know, the dwarven, the death fog, the atrocities, mm -hmm. kings, queens, you know, the divine, all that stuff will just go away. Mm -hmm. um, and when you when you have Fena's companion, you can talk to him, and he, you, can, you can say, like, he can be like, yeah, that's certainly something to think about. That's tempting. Mm -hmm. And he can be like, what do you think? And I could be like, I don't know. And, he's like, mm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Like, is this the thing that, you know, Fane is going to turn against me? Mm-hmm. Oh, which he did not do is 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 what you've seen is mortal life valuable as you've walked yeah. among it is this worth saving you know does the old have to give you know does the old have to stand against the new right yes yeah. um when you walk in um source knocks you over and we get our crew our care bear stare <laughs> um all the people who we've helped here uh, which I did not have Gareth because I did not uh, have him do mercy. <laughs> right. Uh, I just had Malady, uh, Tarkin, and Elmira. Mm -hmm. um, and they say, like, hey, you're going to be the divine. I'm going to be your first worshiper. Yes. You know, you here know? in this place of an, of infinite source, basically, uh, prayers actually count for something. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, count, you know, just uh, it will multiply. Don't get me started on thoughts. Yeah. Um, and they will pray. Uh, and this does have a mechanical benefit. Your party uh, will get the revered status and your uh, your source spells no longer use source. You have infinite source for this. Yes. Which is uh, very cool and fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, these things that are too expensive, you can only do them once in a battle, mm -hmm. you know, at post, um, without chugging a bunch of potions, uh, are now just on the table. Yes. Uh, and, uh, when you head in, uh, Lucian's there, you know, not dead. Uh -huh. And, uh, Vritamin is there. I, I, I they... wish Vritamin didn't say what a twist after Lucian says, I live. No, yeah. I don't well, like Vritamin's a, 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 a sneaky piece of shit yeah but horrible churlish sense of humor as we discovered from all the flaming pigs yeah yeah i just uh i just um, wish he didn't say what a twist because that's the m yeah. night Shyamalan line from robot chicken it, <laughs> it, it is uh it is an m night Shyamalan. yeah um they're make they make their pitch here and i love that they're like pitch is not actually horrible no no here like it's it's all of the uh something about the, the ending of this where you're just kind of choosing from a menu reminded me of human revolution yeah but people are all like all of these things are pretty arguable. You know, I don't think uh, getting rid of the king and just bringing the Eternals back and dooming all of the mortals mm -hmm. is very arguable. But a lot of this stuff is pretty arguable. Yeah. You know, uh, Lucian's a piece of shit and Dallas is a piece of shit. But they they were, you know, like all great bad guys. They did not think they were doing anything wrong. Right. You know, they were doing their own video game and having their own hero's journey, basically. Yeah, and making their own compromises, not be relativistic they things about you did it. not know. Yeah, you know. Um, so Dallas uh, pulls off her mask. It turns out that she's an Eternal. Mm -hmm. um, and they, we find out that those seven lords that Fane gave the research to um, learned that the veil was made of Source. They cast the king out and used the Source of that veil to turn them into gods. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they created the mortal races to have worshipers. The mortals uh, on earth, they gather source, like their souls. And when they die, the gods just eat them. Mm -hmm. Like there's no, you know, this person who you worship, there's not a heaven or anything. No. They're just going to eat your soul the same way I've been doing for this, the second half of this game. Yeah. Like that's horrible. That's how they get powerful, you know, and that's why they, 
make bids for patrons and stuff and why you know they just they they, they're they're pulling the pulling the strings behind all of these uh, conflicts right we are food for the gods not so dissimilar from the red prince right yes yeah you know uh really no good yeah so when the when the seven when they claimed their source from the veil they tore a hole in it um, and that is what allowed, uh, the void woken to get through. That's what allowed the God, the God King to start reasserting himself. Lucian and Dallas, what they are doing in the, you know, why they've been gathering all the source in the Aetarian, uh, is to close the hole. They, they, yeah. they, you know, they want to, they want to stop, <laughs> like they want to stop this from happening. Right. It's just, and it will be a pretty big, a pretty big, pretty big upset to the social order as we're going to see. Uh, I can ask yeah. like what this means for the Eternals who became the Void Woken. You know, they're they're they'll all be doomed. Uh, Dallas doesn't have pity on them um, because she has been living for eons. You know, she was imprisoned in a tomb as a as a child uh, for the sins of her father, Fane. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Dallas is Fane's kid. You, you forgot know, about and she screams asking, hey, did you ever bother looking for me or my or, or my mom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, you know, and he he's, you know, flummoxed. Yeah. Like in, in, a, in a legitimate way, like he was just also imprisoned in his memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't work. It turns out this Dallas is fake. The real Dallas found the tomb and Fane's daughter used the face ripper. Yeah. on her to take her place uh there's also the line face rippers are marvelous things aren't they <laughs> um, yeah, yeah yeah they are <laughs> no. um and the uh lucian says his plan you know he was going to hide um he wanted to weaken the seven you know draining their source through the adoran um the void woken never actually came from source magic right uh this was propaganda Right. To allow them to kill sorcerers to try to get rid of source mm-hmm. in this world. Um, what actually happened to bring them through was the gassing of the elves. Yeah. Um, you know, killing this large number of worshippers actually fucked everything up. Again, there's not genocide without consequence. Right. In this world. Yeah. So Tyr Sendelin, uh, he started bringing his old crew through the veil uh, through the hole in the veil in order to, uh, um, <laughs> in order to like start making up for things. Right. And that's mm-hmm. part of why the, you know, the, the, the elves have been on their war path, you know, elimination is because their God has been telling, telling them to. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so basically his pitch is, um, I'm going to close this hole. I'm going to be a false divine. They all think I'm dead. I'm going to come back to life. And that's something that they're going to all be impressed by. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, create order. Like I will make people be good, you know, cause they'll believe in me through religion, but you all source has to go, yeah. including yours. Um, you have to sacrifice yourself. Um, and you can say yes mm-hmm. to this, um, and end up with a very different boss fight. Yeah. Um, you can have the God King on your side at this mm-hmm. point and end up with a very different boss fight. You can have the doctor on your side and end up with a very different boss fight here. Yeah. Um, this is also, I played it where I was like, yeah, no, fuck you. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> even uh, though I gotta do that, even so I, I, I said, fuck you. And I got a terrible ending and the ending that I got, that I thought that was, that, that I thought was good was where I basically did what he wanted me to anyway. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I was very curious about your ending because, uh, since you had the oh, theme, it's so choice. bad. <laughs> it is so bad. And, 
uh, I'm looking forward to hearing it because my, yeah. my ending was incredibly sweet and good. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, not the, not the world ending, mm-hmm. but, uh, my character ending and stuff yeah. left me on a very like heartwarming note. Nice. Yeah. Uh, this is such a fucking hard boss fight. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. So many tries. <laughs> Yeah, the, well, the second half of it is way this this first time, or the second time I went through it, it was not nearly as hard for me. Mm-hmm. And not no no gamer brag intended. It's just yeah, yeah. You know, knowledge can well, you, you knew what you know what to do, and you knew the systems better than I did. Yeah. And I knew, and I'd been preparing for it for the entire game. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I I knew like oh I'm gonna go into this with like enough charm grenades or charm arrows and charm grenades. Mm-hmm. If anyone's magic armor goes down, they're on my side yeah instantly you know no. everyone can do this this is um, this is so hard it didn't matter that i had infinite source you know i went and yeah. did like respects and stuff like this it's the reason the episode's late <laughs> <laughs> and the episode of days of future cast yeah that was, that was coming out like this, this this is the power of brackus rex <laughs> impacted this network yeah uh, so I apologize for that, but this is really, really hard because I mean, there, there, there's two phases. The first phase can end very quickly um, mm-hmm. if you uh, weaken weaken Dallas or weaken Vredeman, uh, nay Bracus Rex, uh, down to critical health. It will uh, force the second phase of the boss fight uh, yeah. as uh, Vredeman. Oh, good. You can call Dallas on Vredeman being Bracus Rex, and he goes, "Yeah, I know. I have him under my control." Yeah, yeah. I did it for like fun. she's made a deal with a demon as well. Yes. Here basically yeah uh but he was never under her control you know he was just using them to get into this position where he can help his uh help his buddy the god king you know he's associated with the black ring uh and so he forces the uh the the second phase of the boss fight in by making a call to the you know god king you know send me uh send me a companion worthy of my stature and the arena gets kind of like semi warped into the hall of echoes like things kind of mm-hmm. merge uh and the kraken shows up not with his tentacles, but he's a big guy who will cast massive area effect uh, spells yeah. and also spit out. Uh, for me, it was four different people uh, to run around. It was like the Salah man. It was Isbail. It was like all these, you know, prominent black ring folks um, to go yes. and fuck things up. And this was like a four way boss fight as Dallas also turned into her dragon form um, as yeah. uh, Lucian and his Magisters started trying to deal with the black ring people and me. Everybody was attacking me. Everybody was attacking everybody else. It was chaotic. Normally I can use that to my advantage. Uh, but uh, I, you know, I just had a lot of trouble even getting close to Bracus Rex who ends up being, you know, who was the load-bearing. Like, once I dealt with him, it was fine. If he dies, the Kraken goes with him, and so do all of his summons. Yeah. yeah. This is this is something where, like, I, I don't have the sour taste in my mouth that you have for this at all, because I didn't have the experience with it. Mm-hmm. But there are things that I would change yeah. about it. Um, the big one I would change is make this arena bigger and start you further away from everything. Yeah. So you could prep and heal and position yourself because it's such an important part of the game. Yeah. And they just kind of like dump you on this field next to the Kraken, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the Kraken's probably going to go first. Yeah. Um, here. Um, that's the, the, the biggest bummer to me. Yeah. Um, I actually think that it's okay. Like the fact that it's four way can work in your advantage if you are manipulating people. So like you have your Lucian and you have your Dallas and you can like set them to mad or set them to charmed Mm -hmm. or just position them next to things you want to have them kill. Yeah. um, And try and take advantage of their AI. Like 
and I'm not, I'm not trying to say like, oh, why didn't you do that? No, you no, know, I know you tried try to do it. If I was playing, I just would have, I would just would have beaten the game on time and not fucked up Davis of Future Cast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not mad about that. I just wanted to. No, no, bring I, up as a, I don't think you're mad. I'm, I'm, I'm busting my own balls about it. Yeah, yeah, no, no ball. Leave your balls alone. <laughs> um, hey, teacher. Uh, so this ended up not being so hard to me on the second time through. The first time through, it was incredibly difficult. Yeah. Um, this took me a million tries, even though I think before the uh, advanced edition, there is a neat little thing. If you suck the souls out of those sworn, uh-huh. uh, they don't come back. Oh, nice. Um, which is pretty cool. Huh. Um, yeah. Uh, but I, in this one, they did come back, even though I, I knew to, to swallow mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, like, after you kill Bracus Rex, that's the, that's the end. Yeah. Um, everyone, everyone dies. The mm-hmm. Kraken dies. Yeah. I, and I just, you know, I, I want to, uh, uh, put this out here. I feel like this is appropriately like epic, you know, mm-hmm. to use a word that I don't necessarily the, 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 the love that the word epic, but, uh, no, like the, like the, like this is grandiose. And the fact that it is this four-way fracas when that's kind of what the entire game has been. We have representatives from all these factions, you know, kind of playing against each other. That is cool and appropriate and works very well for me. It's just I mm-hmm. I, I it only broke in my favor because of luck, it felt like. Um yeah. you, you know, just like the the it was just by chance that I was able to close the distance on Bracus Rex uh, and take him out, you know, after many, yeah. many, many hours of trying. Yeah, this is certainly tough. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wish it allowed you to kind of prepare the battlefield. Yeah. Um, so the uh, afterwards, you get your ending choice, um, which is different depending on if you have Fane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an issue. It's like you know, do you want to take the divinity? Mm-hmm. You know, you get the divinity. Do you want to spread the source to everyone? Mm-hmm. So like everybody in the world gets source, or do you want to get rid of it? Yeah. Um, as a thing and thus get also get rid of uh it's kind of dark other the void yeah um since my Loso was a demon hunter mm-hmm. um and wanted to take out the demons i was like i'm gonna become divine i don't have the demon on my back um i didn't have the doctor with me so i didn't become like the the dark divine and the light divine i just mm-hmm. became the light divine yeah right here tell me about this uh bonus fame choice <laughs> so if it's presented as a like a like a potential compromise you know, like mm-hmm. we can get we can get the, the the Eternals back and they can coexist with humanity. It's basically just a different shade on the worst ending where the God King comes back. Uh, what mm. happens is Fane becomes the new divine, uh, exiles the God King out and brings all of the Eternals in. Uh, the land is despoiled. You know, the oceans boil and turn to poison. Um, uh, any of the remaining uh, mortal races end up being uh, enslaved. Uh, mm. and like, instead of getting like character epilogues or anything, you know, it just asks like, and you, you, the player, how do you feel? Are you content with your choices? And you go yeah. and talk to everybody on the ship and they hate you. Like Sibyl was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like the little, even like the little kid Han or whatever, who's normally yeah. just like, whatever. What a fucking bummer. Yeah. <laughs> even like the little kid is like, I don't want to talk to you <laughs> and then runs away. Uh, Sibyl, my lover is like, you understand that it is my job to kill you now. Right. Uh, you know, like ma- <laughs> malady chastises me for, uh, for having the opportunity to, uh, to, to, you know, to, to take the power and instead ruining the world and it's like but the eternals are back like we don't fucking care we're yeah, all slaves and dead stop trying to make them a thing <laughs> <laughs> like, 
So I, it was really, it, it was so funny that everybody, like, why, why are we still on this ship? Why are you with me? That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so they have no choice. They're your slaves, dude. It was really. But that's how you decided to do it. You're, I understand. You're an anti-abolitionist now when it comes yeah. to video games. And like, uh, yeah, no, that's me. That's the, that. That yeah. is who I choose to be. Yeah. Um, it, it was. It's so unsatisfying. Ridiculously so unsatisfying. I'm mad on your behalf about that because the good ending is really sweet. Yeah. No, um, I went, I went and know. got a good ending. Like I went back and I was like, you know, just let, let's make a sacrifice. Let's close the veil. Right. Yeah. Um, well that, that one's good too. There's different ones that are like all three of them that weren't the one you did are pretty good. Because <laughs> um, yeah. if you give source to everybody, um, it, it causes peace for a while, you know, yeah. like while everyone's special, no one is special, but then they end up getting into wars using it, yeah. you know, because yeah. of the nature of, of you, the moral races. Um, if you get rid of source, um, it gets rid of the void woken, but it's, you know, there's no magic in the world. Yeah. It's a well, it turns all the sorcerers, anybody who has source touch into silent monks, but malady yeah. makes a huge sacrifice from herself and goes into the hall of echoes and restores the souls. So it's a little bit deus ex machina, but I like yeah. the idea of eliminating magic from the world. Um, to yeah, kind of like re- reset the stakes, like Lucian and Dallas still rule as false divines. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but things ultimately still work out because you solved all these other problems. So like the lizard people turn into a democracy, uh, you know, the, the, the doors manage to, uh, 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 thrive with, uh, with just any at the helm, but, uh, beast as a, like a lawmaker, like a, basically as a mm-hmm. prime minister, um, things end up, end up working out pretty well for everybody for, for joy becomes a, uh, vacation destination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you can. It, it's not so bad. Even if you if you take the source and you become the divine, mm-hmm. um, you end up uniting the world's races to fight back the Void Woken. Yeah. Um, to create this alliance, like the battle continues, but it's a return a little bit to a status quo. Like we have a di- we have a divine now. Yeah. Yeah, a status quo that isn't being like gamed by evil skeletons. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the the most touching part, like the heart of this to me, is when you talk to your companions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is this is very sweet. Like Sibyl, you know, obviously like the characters had romance, so they were, you know, sweet on each other. But you run into um the two of them I got this time that I just I loved. It's like the Red Prince is like, Hey, do you remember when we first met? You know, and I uh sized you up to see if you'd be a slave. You admitted that you didn't know how to cook or, or mend clothes, but I figured you've learned some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you think? And you could be like, you know, I'm a god. Like, you don't get to ask me to be a slave. <laughs> and, you know, he's just like basically, you know, worth a try. Like, it's very yeah. cute. Yeah. And then uh, Fane's dialogue is really touching um, when you have him as a companion where he talks about how, um, like, his kind of true purpose. Like, he regrets not being able to bring the Eternals back, but he says you know, I kind of understand what I'm here for now. You can't appreciate something from inside of it. Yeah. You need an outsider to do it. And as I've been chronicling in this world, I've been seeing the wonders of it and you are just a blind idiot to it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's, there's like really sweet, like he takes the the book that he's been reading from the beginning. He throws it into the ocean mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, what do you like? Do you, what about otters? These are playful waterproof cats and you don't even care about them. <laughs> Is that you what know? he says? Yeah. Playful <laughs> waterproof cats. That's so um, good. It's really good. It's like very sweet. Like uh-huh. it, it's a very like spiritually sound, like, yeah, yeah. like appreciate. I love it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so, it's so touching. Like it's a really, really good little ending. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, the world didn't go well. I, I released the Death Fog into the Ocean, so arcs yeah. got cut off. Um, the dwarves kind of scattered and became mercenaries okay. as a race. So they, they were still part of the alliance to fight against the void with me, but they were not uh, united yeah. no. under anybody. And then uh, my girlfriend was a tree. <laughs> control all the elves. No. <laughs> so, so gotcha. <laughs> Nazi. <Yeah. laughs> um, um, I, I chopped my wife down and made her into a race car bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and it can talk to you. can tell me bedtime stories tonight. Yeah. The bed sucks you off. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I forget like specific interactions. What I, that, that, that I had with everybody, but it all went Murphy pretty, wife. <laughs> Murphy wife. Uh, <laughs> But it all went pretty well, you know, like, uh, yeah. you know, Losa became a demon hunter, um, all of that. And just, you know, like everybody on the boat was talking about, uh, boy, that week that we all spent asylum monks kind of sucked. Right. But yeah, it's just, you <laughs> know, no fun. how do we find this new, you know, this new purpose? What's the, what's the new foot that we step on? Um, you know, yeah. in this kind of what ultimately is a brave new world without source, you know, and without yeah. a divine order kind of like stacking up this hierarchy. Right. It's one of those things, if they do a sequel, they'll have to condense the endings like Deus Ex did. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they'll have to figure out a way to, to have a canonical ending. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the end of Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good game. One, one, of, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it is, uh, I find the mechanics of this and the, it's very generous. The possibility space is kind of endlessly rich. Um, the whole time through it, I was thinking of other builds. Mm-hmm that I could do that. I was like, Oh, this would work. Yeah. You know, like two charmers would work. Yeah. You know, like there's all, all kinds of like, just give them the scoundrel armor stripping, uh, spells and then mm-hmm. charm. Yeah. And you could play this like a fucking Pokemon game. <laughs> you know, you could just like capture these people. It was hard because I spent like all of my free time playing this while we were getting through it. Yeah. Same. Uh, and I know you did too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like, I don't want to say it's too long because I like how it's paced. Mm-hmm. It is too long for this show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We should have done this over a winter and three episodes and that's on us, not on our sponsor or on the game. Mm-hmm. But that was definitely a live and learn experience. Like that was a yeah, mistake. Yeah. Fuck it. Whatever. It's still playing games for work. I, you know, I, no, I, no, no, no. I <laughs> yeah. certainly not complaining. Like, no, you know, no, my dream yeah. job. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was a lot. I de- definitely it just a real source of anxiety, but whatever, it's over. And I feel like we got good episodes out of it. It was not the most ideal way to play the game. Uh, I would yeah. say, you know, there was a lot of, you know, even early on, some eyes to the prizeness. Um, but mm-hmm. it's big and it's made for multiple, you know, multiple playthroughs. And I still feel like I got it. You know, just you yeah. talked about you talked on Twitter, just a, it's it's a hallmark of games that you like. And it's something that this does. But, you know, the game says yes to you, you know, All the time. as you as you try stuff is, you know, that that, that, that you know, we talked about generosity isn't just a uh, glut of content. It is that, you know, hitman like, well, OK, yes, let's entertain this notion and kind of see mm-hmm. the consequences of it. And the fact that there's no such thing as trivial combat in this, you know, WRPGs, strategy RPGs and JRPGs are different things. So it's a little bit apples to oranges or whatever, but there is no such thing as like meaningless encounters or encounters that don't have complexity in this. Um, the fact that, you know, this is kind of a game that, you know, requires you to both understand the systems and use those systems to think around corners, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, is, uh, you know, a valuable thing. And it's a, you know, just a, it kind of, I think the uh, it is it is a it is a, an exemplar of the form. Let's say 
it it's rarer than I want it to be. Yeah. Um, this is a thing for me that all those differences between those different, you know, if I, if I rate what I think of RPGs and it's like mm-hmm. Western RPG, strategy RPG, you know, and then JRPG at the bottom for me, mm-hmm. this is the reason why, like yeah. everything I like about this explains that, yeah. um, you know, I can, I can trade like the number of actual fights in this game. It seems like there are a lot of fights, but it's, they're just complicated. <laughs> it's cause it's an 80 hour you know? game. Like, yeah, like it, it's also fights. yeah, it's also very big, you know. But you think about like how many fights there are. There are four acts mm-hmm. uh, in this. In each act, you might do, like in the first act, there might be ten fights. Mm-hmm. You know, ten or twelve, and having ten or twelve fights that I care about that are interestingly designed. Yeah, it is very hard for me to put myself in the mindset of somebody who would prefer to have a hundred fights that are not. Yeah, you know. Um, and just even down to like the, the detail and the way that your choices matter, not in like, I get a good boy point, Mm -hmm. you know, but like interesting shit. Like, yeah, I want to see what happens if I ally with the doctor. Oh, it's not the end of the world. You know, it's actually like, okay, Mm -hmm. Hey, what happens if I decide to make this deal with the God King? Well, you can get out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it allows for you to actually role play and try things in a way that, even like a lot of Western RPGs don't do like a weird thing. Like I knew that I was going to have a hard time thinking about like, Oh, like all the dark Knight stuff with Cecil is going to not feel particularly strong after Losa's stuff. Right. In terms mm-hmm. of writing, like it's not a level of sophistication on the same level. Um, but I was kind of surprised by how much like dragon age two suffered. Yeah. Having played this, like that is a game that I like. And you, you and I are the two most positive people about it on the internet probably. <laughs> um, but it's still like, kind of clown town yeah you know in terms of keeping you on rails keeping you in this possibility space and controlling you Mm -hmm. you know and the the idea that freedom is such a big theme in this game for a lot of the characters and ends up being a theme for the player as well is just something that i just admire yeah quite a bit um you know self-expression being the most important game thing to me yeah self-expression consonants and integration all these things that are you know stuff that we talk about you know things that we have come to really value over the course of doing you know 300 plus games for the show yeah yeah and just you know the the uh the stakes of this feel good and and appropriate to me like Mm -hmm. the writing uh in this is very rarely is it amazing Mm -hmm. but it's no slouch at all these concepts the idea of the human soul basically being this weird we are just feedbacks Mm-hmm. For the gods, you know, they create us like these are all themes I've seen before, like this idea of belief and that feeding the god. But it's a nice articulation of it. Yeah. You know, it's good. Um, yeah, it's just it's uh, very impressive to me. Yeah. Uh, one of my faves. And I cannot wait to uh, jump into Baldur's Gate 3 when it's out of early access. And I hope they complete that tactics game. Yeah. Because uh, I would really, really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And the special edition of Disco Elysium just fucking came out. It did. Gary o'clock baby. <laughs> well, let's uh, call it clock because we're doing Riven next next week, and uh, yeah. I'm fucking dining on that man. That is good, got, cool water for me. Yeah, I have uh, I have just started. It's been a tough gear shift, uh, <laughs> but I am in, I am enjoying it. It is definitely one of the most whiplashes gear shifts <laughs> we had. I think in in uh, in the show. Yeah, and th- <sighs> this month is just all over the place. <laughs> uh, Will Ratchet and Clank have the same kind of gameplay possibilities or 
like puzzle solving capabilities of ribbon I, or I mean, to be original sin too? It'll be it'll be a nice little uh uh dessert, I think. Oh yeah, it's, it's totally gonna be a dessert. It's gonna be like eating a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Um yeah. So if you have anything to say about this, Riven or Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus, mm-hmm. uh, hit us up at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Yeah. Or if you have things to say about the games that we are covering in May, fuck, dude, um, in May, yeah. uh, <laughs> which are Hitman 3, which I'm very looking forward to, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh, Gary, mm-hmm. I have decided that we're going to play Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic. That is the 2017 oh, okay. remake with, um, with some uh, quality of life. Uh, improvements oh. that combines well, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon 1 and 2, let's say. Nice. Anything that, you know, quality of life I will take at this point because I am, uh, you know, also kind of behind. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's on Steam. It's, you know, re- re- modernized and stuff like that and it combines uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon 1 and 2, which is uh, which is neat. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. then the, uh, the premium episode for that month is Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. If you have things to say about... Um, about uh, any of those deadline is may the 15th duckfeed.tv slash contact if you have thoughts about multiple games please separate them out into uh, multiple responses that makes things easy for us yes um yeah we i know we've been talking forever long episodes uh thank you everybody for listening if you want to support us go to patreon.com slash duckfeed tv mm-hmm. and you can leave us ring reviews on apple or podcast or wherever podcast reviews are found yeah um i haven't seen pocket in like four hours and he's crying for me so i Aww. think it's time to go poor boy uh watch out <laughs> watch out for being a purr from your buddy 